0: And we're live.
1: What's up everybody and welcome to Painkiller Already, episode 189. Got a big guest this week. We got Harley from Epic Meal Time. What's going on, brother? Yeah, yeah, what up?
0: <laughs> 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 it's
1: Thank been a big gosh. week this week. Oh, thanks for coming on, man. We really appreciate you doing it. Woody, it has been a big week for us over here on uh, PKA. Tell them the news. God damn, We're like,
0: uh, I don't know, number one in the world. What's better than number one in the world on iTunes? Number zero? Is that us?
1: No, we are number 1. There's nothing better than number 1.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I believe it just says fucking awesome next to our podcast. It's
1: first or last. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we uh we got yeah. all our episodes uploaded on iTunes categorized. Um it's still I think there's still some updates to come like especially on the graphics work and maybe on some of the episode descriptions, but whenever iTunes updates, it's going to be for the first time the entire PKA catalog will be in one place, perfectly organized. Perfectly categorized the way the creators originally intended it.
2: <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, yeah.
0: And it's all because of this Patreon thing. Like I'm pretty psyched about it. it it's uh, it's motivating to make the show as great as it can be. Land guests like Harley, etc.
1: The Patreon is awesome. So I don't even know how many people how many people we've got involved with it now. It's almost 500 people have have bought into the thing. So so we really appreciate uh, that that from you guys. It's it's making the show bigger and better. Yeah, and and I love it. Did we book the the next PKA adventure trip yet? By book, do you mean? <laughs> Everyone what? knows what book means. <laughs> <laughs> book I'm not book familiar book. with that. I'm not familiar with that phrase.
0: Did did you reserve the place yet? Did we lock in? Did we give anyone money?
1: No, no. Okay. I was waiting on. I don't remember what the final details were, but there was something else I needed uh, before I could... But I'm almost there. I'm I'm seven-eighths of the way done with planning the trip. I've I've found the... I have the location we're going to be staying at, the house we're getting. I have the the shooting day arranged. I have... Shooting days, right? Shooting days, yes.
0: Yeah, we changed it up. We were going to do two days at Six Flags and one day shooting, and then we thought subscribers would like the inverse of that. So that's what we're doing.
1: Yeah, so... Woody's going to get to learn to shoot a, something out of the air with a shotgun finally
0: you know i've hit things in the air i mean I...
1: by the time it's over you're going to be blindfolded throwing paint <laughs> cans over the back of your head and turning around and blowing them up into a fireball
0: that would be awesome cuz as that'd it is be, now if hypothetically you were to soar across my <laughs> sky you have like a 9 in 10 chance of surviving the, the ordeal <laughs> that's not good
1: yeah we're we're going to we're going to fix that up and uh I got a light
0: for my shotgun.
1: Oh, yeah. I saw you ordered it. You want to you go want and grab your weapon? Yeah. All right. Hold on. I'll grab it.
2: <laughs>
3: Anybody wants to You're help not- out, they can go to PKA or uh, Patreon.com slash PKA. A link in the description if you want to go be a part of uh, what we're doing over there. Go to Patreon.com slash PKA. And as always, everybody that's a patron now, be sure we made some changes to make sure that you are where you want to be on your pledge tier just to make sure. We made some changes for that.
1: Yeah, and, uh, and and like I always say, as much as we love it that, that you guys chip into that thing and, and make the show bigger and better, if you can't, we understand. And like I've been saying all along, because people get confused, nobody lost anything. The Patreon is all about giving like extra things. Nothing that everybody already had has changed in any way. But, it's additive. Um, it's additive. Right, um, we're
0: bringing in shows. We're, we're bringing in a, a midweek show. We're bringing in adventures. We're bringing in, we brought on iTunes. We have these milestones. We're going to hopefully some point we go out there and meet you guys.
1: Yeah, but what I was gonna say is like even if if you don't have any money to donate, the biggest way you can help us is by um, going on iTunes, downloading that thing, and rating it. Those ratings over there are huge, and and we have higher ratings than our size. Like we do really well with that anyway, and a little push to that, and we're beating um, shows that have much bigger followings in some
3: circles. Mm-hmm. Huge yeah. hit on iTunes, this show. Huge hit. It was good to see.
0: Yeah, the top of the I charts. I don't know. It's just really exciting to see. The show kinda, of, you know, take off, enter a second golden age. It'll be the second show in a row that I oh, think. Oh really? You, guys you, get, you unlocked a free tech? Did you get
3: a free tech when you unlocked that golden age? Did you start it out? Did you have to sacrifice <laughs> a great person? We had
0: a great person come by. Yeah. Save references. Um, oh, do we do our first sponsor now?
3: Yes, sponsoring the show this week are Juicer Battery. This
1: is what we were talking about earlier. So this isn't just a battery pack, it's um it's the thing that that charges your battery like much faster, and uh, and and gives you more battery life than standard. Apparently, that's that, that's their Indigo, whole Indiegogo campaign. Uh, it should be linked down there. You can go check it out if you if you want to get involved with this. It looks pretty interesting if it can do what they claim, huh?
0: Yeah, it's the battery's supposed to charge faster and last longer. It's supposed to be the best smartphone battery ever, and they used some science words that I didn't quite understand. What did they say? They were altercating lithium-ion batteries? Okay. Um, I did not see the
1: altercating part. I
0: saw lithium-ion, which I'm familiar with. I I, I really zeroed in on that word. Yeah, altercating.
3: Altercating lithium-ion, huh? I'm familiar with it. Yes, it's good stuff. Altercating is a word, huh?
4: Because otherwise they wouldn't say
3: it. Yeah, it's got to be yeah. good. Otherwise, yeah, they wouldn't sell it. it would, they wouldn't sell it as part of their. They wouldn't use it to sell their product if it wasn't the best. Now we're
1: making it seem like they're a scam. No, I, I think this thing really is cool, though. Uh, I think I'm going to get it. I, I may or may not get involved with this campaign. I'm. How much do I have to put in to get one of these? Because I want one. At
0: forty-five bucks.
3: Forty-five right. bucks. Well, they're that's... claiming thirty percent faster charging and a battery life that's uh, up to fifty percent longer. I'm sorry.
0: Right. At thirty-five dollars, you get in. At forty bucks, you get it. At forty-five, you get a solar panel too. But at thirty-five, oh, you get the battery and the cable. Yeah. We're going
1: solar with this thing. So not only does it do it clean. faster and better, it's clean energy.
4: Clean. You definitely got to do a solar.
1: Like. All right, I'm getting the solar, solar package.
4: package. <laughs> yeah.
0: So um. So yeah, juicer battery Indiegogo link in the description, link in the the annotation on your screen, assuming annotations don't screw up. And uh, yeah. Anyway. Harley. Juicer battery. Best goddamn battery smartphones I've ever seen.
1: Tell us about what Epic Meal Time is doing, because it's big stuff.
4: Oh, yeah. Well, uh, Epic Meal Time, you know, we still do the Tuesday releases every single week. Uh, we do the instructional cooking show Handlet now on the weekend. Uh, but Epic Meal Empire is the TV show that we just mm-hmm. we just wrapped, actually. Well, we didn't wrap. We're going to film four more episodes at the end of the month. But, uh, yeah, Epic Meal Empire is basically the Epic Meal Time television show.
1: It's awesome. So so the ideas for the shows. I, I know how that stuff kinda usually goes down. When you were giving them the episode ideas, the episode pitches and stuff, was that coming out of like an old notebook that you've just had for like the, over the years just piling on epic meals and show ideas?
2: Or did I, it come out of a whole new thing. Tons
4: things. of ideas roll around, stuff like that. But really like I, I I went into like a bunch of networks and I was like, listen, it's like Fantasy Factory. And Duck Dynasty mixed together. That's <laughs> like, oh, that's so sick. I'm like, yeah. And then I left, and I was like, shit. I've never seen either of those shows. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't even watch television, so I don't know Fantasy Factory. I don't know, you know, Duck Dynasty. I've well, never they got watched. the
3: beards. They've got the beards, and you've got a beard. So
4: that's it. That's why I was like, oh, yeah, it's like Duck Dynasty. Like, basically, I'm like. You'll see some, some some beards, basically. Yeah, maybe you can go no, on a racist no.
3: rant or two, too. Really oh, drive it no, home yeah. that, you're, that you're homaging.
4: Well, to no, that we fantasy. we waited that part. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And then also the uh, same thing with Fantasy Factory. I was just like, shh, you know, I think they have fun on that show and we're going to have fun. So it's pretty much the same thing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, they, also- You know, he's right because they do have fun what, with the fulfilling fantasies. Are you going to be fulfilling fantasies on the show?
4: That's Actually, what he does after the show. We will be fulfilling fantasies on Epic Meal Time. It was all about fulfilling, you know, culinary fantasies. So on Epic Meal Empire, we fulfilling sexual fantasies as well. Mm. So mm-hmm. we're going to be uh, giving uh, hand jobs to. No, I'm joking. None of that's. just want to be a guest on the show? Film
1: the show at my house on week.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're just going to your house. You guys are. You guys are the first episode. <laughs> nice. <laughs> No, actually, that's epic sex time. I, I reserved that domain name like right away, like in the first year of epic meal time. I was like, "Epic sex time," in case it ever gets to that point. <laughs> but uh, yeah, exactly. Right away, I had a ba- uh, a backup plan. Um, but uh, yeah, the show. I mean, it, it, it's been crazy. It's 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 basically fulfilling fantasies to an extent. It's a reality show, ultimately. Um, nothing scripted though. Like we just, you know, we we completely were, were we're buddies. Like we all, you know, hang out and talk and do this food shit. We've been doing it for four years. So now, when the TV show is rolling, it's really just better cameras. But we're still, you know, ourselves, and we're still, you know, doing our thing. And uh, we get approached by a client who wants to do like an epic meal. So like a car salesman <laughs> who wants an epic meal to show appreciation to his customers. So we make him the little bread Corvette, which is, like, a fully, like, edible, drivable car that we made. That, like, I sit in and drive, literally drive it into his mouth. Well, not <laughs> into his mouth, but pretty much right in front of him, and then he, we all eat the car. And, uh, you know, we, we look for uh, an elementary school teacher who wants to, like, show her kids, like, uh, uh, you know, like, fun food. And so we make stuff that kids like, and it's uh, – the Totbot, which is like a robot made of tater tots and grilled cheese sandwiches and stuff. Where do you see it? We go huge. Like, you guys saw the Diet Coke Mento suit. Like, the Mento suit where we took a guy in a Mento suit and dropped mm-hmm. him in a Diet Coke dunk tank. Like, we're obviously going way bigger than we do on the internet. That's
1: yeah,
2: that's what, weird. That's like, what, what channel is it on?
4: Mostly because it's other people's money. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: what I was going to say. Is, it, is that one of the biggest uh, differences from the internet show? To uh to, to this is the you know, having the budget there to be like, Yeah, we're gonna build a you know a car out of food. Yeah, like
4: you know, on the internet it's always like, Well, you know, if we only if we make this meal for eight hundred dollars instead of eleven hundred dollars, then we're putting, you know, three hundred bucks towards that new lens that we kind of want, so we're making that decision. Whereas on T V it's like, here's all this money. Spend every penny of it.
1: We don't want any back.
4: Don't let us see any money. There better not be any fucking money left. There better be a good show. So that's it. It was just like, well, now we can go all out. We, we bought an ambulance in the first episode, and I like I get it all murdered out, which means it's all black. and It's uh, the ambulance, and we attach a burger turret to, to the roof.
1: That's wonderful. That, that's the greatest thing I've ever heard. I,
4: say, I was really fucked up. I was like really fucked up, and I was just like doodling shit, like you know, brainstorming. But I was ultimately just fucked up around a whiteboard. So I was drawing like an ambulance. I'm like, oh, it's gonna be like this. And I kind of when I pitched the show, also I pitched it a lot like Ghostbusters.
1: Mm-hmm. I like that. Just,
4: I don't know that kind of buzz.
1: That's what just, I imagined like, when you described the, the the ambulance. I imagined the the Ghostbusters <laughs> ride, like with that. Yeah, the- it's that,
4: like that the- which I think was called the Ecto One. Uh-huh. Something like that, but mm-hmm. I, I pitched it. I was like, "Yeah, we're we're gonna be uh, it's basically like Fantasy Factory and Duck Dynasty, except we're the Ghostbusters, and it's food for everyone. It's a cooking show." So,
1: oh, imagine proton packs!
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they
1: shoot out. They well, we shoot out have,
3: different condiments: nacho cheese, relish, and all that different stuff. You just want to shoot it on people. That'd
4: be uh, well, know. we actually we we do have a pack. If you check out my uh, my vine, I show off the like hot sauce backpack. It's like a full <laughs> backpack with like a gun. That sprays hot sauce. Literally, that's it.
2: That's it's a, like
4: like a hot sauce backpack. Yeah, and I good. first like I was like, we should have like a girl like the uh the Ghostbusters had Janine,
3: mm-hmm. and
4: uh, we we since we're from Canada and the show takes place in L.A., we get like a girl on the go, to like show us around. You know what I mean? Like get us our clients and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, hot sauce backpack. We make we make a a fucking edible piñata that's like uh, in the shape of a guitar for a mariachi band and it's like <laughs> 10 feet and it's suspended in the air. And yeah, it's been crazy. The show's been nuts, man. Like, you know,
1: you've you've uh, you said you're doing four more episodes later. How many have you already shot?
4: We shot 16 episodes in a one oh, hour shit.
1: show. Oh, nice. Yeah.
4: Wow. And uh, with these four on top of it.
3: Oh, so, all right. Yeah, so, you got the whole season. So, who's going. doing that's your distribution? True. You said you talked to networks who do, who's picking it up?
4: So the the show is going to be on FYI, so um, on July uh, it, Bio Channel is now FYI. It used to be called Bio, and uh, the our show starts July 26 at 10 p.m. and that that network just launched this month.
1: Okay, so Saturday night, July 26 at 10 p.m. Yeah, yeah. All right. Is it's a it's half hour show?
4: Yeah, half hour show.
1: All right. That's uh It's gonna be interesting to see 22 minutes of epic meal
4: yeah it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. I mean the show starts off with like a uh, an epic meal like an homage to the internet show
1: yeah I like, I like that and
4: then, it, and then it goes into like you know a reality show it's it's essentially like every time I watch it I'm like oh, I'm like shit we're on a reality show I mean you're filming it and you're doing your stuff and then you realize like oh yeah
2: like
1: do all we of that see... was do we see your universe kind of get expanded, like beyond the, you know, just you know, you and the guys that are normally on there? I mean, is it more? Oh like yeah, totally. You, you,
4: uh, you, my whole family comes in for one episode. Oh, that's like cool. I, I cater an episode to them, like just like my fat family. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> one of my one of my favorite stories from you was when you're you you 1st brought you brought like a suckling pig or, or something into your mom's uh, kitchen. Yeah. Right? And, and just having to deal with that 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 was one of my favorite stories.
4: Yeah, she was like, she just thought like the Jewish community would write me off or something yeah. for, for bringing a pig in the Jewish home and all that. And now it's funny because she's on Epic Meal Empire with like my grandfather and the whole family. <laughs> it kind of revolves around a Jewish holiday where you fast for the day, and then they come back and get this ridiculous Epic Meal. And, you know, obviously I hid some bacon in there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is pretty big. I mean, because you guys have known epic mealtime since the dawn of epic mealtime you guys have fucking been on it uh, we do on the TV show one episode for like a yoga class like a yoga studio and it's uh, the full it's a full vegan meal. Really, like 100. I can I hear the disappointment in the silence. Yeah,
2: I
1: know. Like, <laughs> I'm waiting for you to say. And they finish the meal, and they love it. And then we're like, then we show them the footage, and it's full of bacon grease. Right. Bacon yeah. grease. Well,
4: almost well. It's we made the 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 <laughs> meal is entirely vegan, but it's it's shaped like a pig.
1: Ah. It's a
4: gigantic pig, and uh, it's fully vegan, 100 percent vegan. But inside, in the middle is I hid, like, a bacon capsule.
2: <laughs> it
4: was completely encapsulated in the middle of the pig. Did you really? Never mind. Yeah, I really did.
2: And yeah. then, obviously,
4: when we feed, we fed all the vegans, they were like, oh, you guys should try it. You guys should try it. I was like, no. And then I just order a pizza, a meat lover's pizza, and we we're sitting there eating, like, delivery meat lover's pizza while they're eating this first I'm, ever 100% vegan epic meal.
0: I'm vegan intolerant, so I couldn't have that meal
4: you vegan tolerance so you would have to beat up everyone in that.
0: <laughs> That's right. We just hit them. Trap my new shotgun light.
1: <laughs> That's awesome, man. I'm I'm happy for. it. I'm looking forward to seeing this thing go big.
4: Yeah, dude, man. I want to I want to bring you the burger turret. Like you could stuff we stuff burritos in there and cupcakes in there and shit. And it's like basically a 12-cannon T-shirt gun, like super yeah. powered, and like you like crank it. It's just like shooting out
2: cupcakes and shit.
1: I was, when I saw the Mentos suit, um, I was like, why has no one ever thought of this before? Like, I, like the coolest thing I've ever seen with Mentos was, like, I don't know, I saw Furious Pete stuff like five in his mouth and then try to chug the Coke. Like, that. okay, that's kind of hardcore. But, yeah. and I've seen people try to, like, get multiple ones in a three liter Coke or whatever. But i never seen, how many Mentos were strapped to his body? And how many? Oh, we,
4: had like, we had, like, a box of Mentos and we just, like, kept ripping them open and stuffing the suit in there. Really, the Diet Coke is a lot of bottles of Diet Coke. Was it Amir? No, that was that was Josh in the suit. Josh oh, okay. In the suit, Amir. I saw the.
1: I watched the GIF before before anything, and uh, yeah,
4: exactly, yeah. And
1: yeah. Uh, and that thing blew up on Reddit, so that was really cool. And and was it just pure Diet Coke in the in the thing?
4: Yeah, that's all Diet Coke in there, a lot of it. Like <laughs> a lot of Diet Coke.
1: What else you know? is in it?
4: And a lot of things oh, okay. like oh, it doesn't work if it's the uh, colorful Mentos. Only the mint ones work. It was on Mythbusters or something. That's what everyone was saying. But I, we tried it before we did it. Like we took mint ones, and we took colored Mentos, and they both fucking explode with diet coke. Like hmm. there's, there's no two ways around it.
1: <laughs> Whose idea was
4: that? Uh, that's, that's not my idea. In, the, in terms of like brainstorming, you know, you sit down like the Epic Meal Guys. We sit down with uh, the producer and a writer, and we sit down and we just kind of keep going and brainstorming and doing it. And so. It gets passed around. Although on set, like once, once the vine of it got 50 million views when I put it up, like then on set, everyone was all like, oh, I can't believe it, my idea. It was my idea. Was my idea. Everyone <laughs> was like, hey, my idea. I can't believe it. 50 million views. Yeah. Sick.
1: That's crazy.
4: Yeah.
3: Has there been anything they told you you couldn't do? Is there anything where you're like, oh, let's do this? And the network said, no, 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 no. That's too much. Yeah,
4: a lot of that, uh, a lot of it revolves, to be honest with you, a lot of it revolves around guns. <laughs> um, I don't know, I guess, like, Canadian, we, we, like, guns are literally, to me, like, a YouTube channel. You know what I mean? Something I'll check out. And so it's, it's also, like, I play a lot of video games, so guns are humorous <laughs> to me. Like, the whole concept of Epic Mealtime spawned when I saw this, like, picture with, like, pizza and, like, a Happy Meal on top of it and a stack of money, and a gun. And I just thought that was so hilarious. Like, and the, the gun, like, was was part of that. And so when we, we did an episode where we did a photo shoot, like, for a sexy calendar, and Amir really wanted to have, like, a huge gun, but they, like, they just they weren't down with the gun. Like, it had to be, like, a pizza cutter. And so, I mean, that's that's the extent of it, of, you know, the nose. Um Even at the beginning, I'm always like, I'm always like, oh, this, and I'll be holding a gun. Like, what? (laughs) Guns. I'm like, oh, like exactly like that. But imagine everyone was
3: holding like a gat. (laughs) So you're just throwing guns into everything. They're like, let's do this. You're like, yeah, let's do that with guns. Let's just yeah, we have a sword wall,
4: a wall of swords that was supposed to be guns. I mean, the (laughs) swords. Don't get me wrong. There's like a chainsaw there and a war blade and all that and like some samurai swords, but it was supposed to be a gun wall.
3: Damn.
1: What's this thing man sounds
3: Man awesome keeping you that. down. Yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah and it, another thing is, uh, for the intro for the for the show, uh, it's just been so hard. Like, you want to pick like the perfect song, and I really did try to get Livin' La Vida Loca as the theme song. <laughs> and they weren't having it, but I tried really, really hard. I, I, I don't know if everyone would get it.
1: What do you I have to pay to get that?
4: I do. What's, What's that run?
1: What does that run to get the rights to that?
4: Uh, it can't we be much. He's hurting me. They, they squashed it right away, but I think something like that for like the show could be it could be like fifty thousand dollars an episode, or it could be like twenty thousand dollars an episode
0: per episode. Goodness.
4: Yeah. Wow, well, you know, we want it to air everywhere, so like worldwide.
0: I for the song we're still talking about.
4: Yeah, for the song. So like you want like to cl- you want to clear it for worldwide and it's just yeah. I, I mean, had no idea La Vida loca is no joke.
3: I don't want to hear <laughs> it's any a more big deal, Woody. I don't want to hear anything else about piracy from the music industry. If you can still get 20G's an episode for Living <laughs> La Vida Loca, don't get, don't Oh, Napster cuz uh no, no 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 no.
4: Well, you're doing don't, fine. don't don't quote me on that, but I know like music runs up to like 20,000 per episode. So, 50,000 yeah. per episode.
1: Maybe Ricky Martin's hurting. maybe we can get it a little cheaper. You never know.
4: Yeah, listen, Ricky Martin might do it for like a grand cash.
1: <laughs> maybe not cash, maybe prefer something else. You never know. Yeah, I was
4: going to say
0: Ricky Martin do it for one blowy.
4: Yeah. Yeah, but then again, uh Ricky Martin I, I don't know if he if he owns live in La Vida Loca, so
1: Probably not, probably not.
4: Yeah, but but wouldn't that be awesome? Epic Meal Empire and the theme song <laughs> is live in La Vida Loca. <laughs> I know it's funny, like at least one. What's, is
0: there a background to Living La Vida Loca that I'm not getting?
4: No, it's literally being amazing. It's Ricky Martin song. There's nothing to it. It's just <laughs> the show starts with a Ricky Martin song. It's kind of like the 90s great. Oh,
0: oh that, yeah, why? 90s were fantastic.
1: weren't they? Like, they legitimately were. I realized it during the 90s. I, I I was still pretty young. I'm only 28, so I'm, I'm, don't let me fool you. I'm not that old. But I remember the 90s. I remember like I remember I definitely remember the late 90s, and they were fucking awesome. Everything was good. Uh, <laughs> like, like Clinton was in office, and like the worst thing that was going on was he, you know, the whole Monica Lewinsky thing was going on. Mm-hmm. But every time there was any kind of a world conflict, it seemed like he just bombed the shit out of them, and it was done. Like maybe that wasn't the the, the far-reaching uh, reality of the whole thing, but like it was pretty peaceful then. Peace and, and prosperity. Yeah, that was a good idea. Was gonna say, we should yeah. try that again.
4: Dude, I'm thinking also. We're old ass motherfuckers. I don't know what you're thinking that you're people
0: not on YouTube are older than subs might guess. Like I think a lot of times subs are like, yeah, you know me and like C N N is we're like the you all know, the same age. Or, no, C N N is is thirty, dude. He's not. <laughs> he he's a grown up. Yeah, a lot of these guys on YouTube are full fledged grown ups more so than well, so I, I
1: pay taxes and shit. <laughs> yeah, we're, got we're
3: responsibilities, all. bills. It's crazy.
1: I've got a passport.
4: i gotta tell you like if you've been on youtube for like a couple years you just become a grown ass man you know after enough enough time making the videos you just realize that there's a lot of responsibility to it a lot of people that you work with and things like that you learn some like some serious grown-up lessons really quickly
3: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah like reading contracts and stuff (laughs) oh crap okay this stuff means stuff now wow
4: taxes man fucking taxes Okay. adult shit grown <laughs> kid, right?
1: So, so here's my you've probably never heard this Harley but my thing about taxes is this if I'm going to pay I'm not going to be, be crude and say how much taxes I pay but I paid so much taxes one year that I calculated it up and it could have paid for a guided missile that the United States shoots and I was thinking I wouldn't have minded writing that check so bad if in fact all of my money went to one of those guided missiles and I just got to know that that's what my money went to so when I pay my taxes,
4: even sign that guided missile?
1: Yeah, maybe I sign. I want to press the button. I want to you know like no, all right, no, well, I don't I expect then, that. No, I don't well, expect
4: that. Have a little plaque on it that says donated by Kyle. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, that. Let me like desi- or maybe there's like some sort of online template that I can use to like custom design mine. Maybe I send like a tie-dye warhead into Pakistan. Um and maybe they maybe as part of my ta- my taxes may, like maybe if I pay like you know, one percent extra. Maybe I get the footage from that cruise missile when it was shot. I, I want to be
0: there in camos, like at HQ, right, a little bit behind the front lines, uh-huh. and then they
1: just tell me what the type, hit enter, launch that thing. That would you be cool. To, that, that would be a good. You want value. to actually fire the missile at the Pakistanis? See, I bought the missile. Why should you shoot it? You or see what, what you, other gr- group that you know the CIA has decided to whack that day?
3: Yeah, or 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 it's like you you like get a picture of israel and it's like your money went to fund israel <laughs> here you go <laughs> So you guys are assuming great things but what happens when you get the thing in the mail it's like you bought th- 35 or 3500 paid cell phones prepaid cell phones for people on welfare thank you for your tax mail. i would much rather
1: send a portion of my money to israel than i would some of the other places it goes
3: i don't know man i don't think we should fund israel anymore screw that yeah i think israel yeah, well, firing you artillery think on kids what are we doing
1: Look, man, I, I, they they've got a whole different kind of war going on over there that I don't get, that I don't want to be a part of, and I don't judge. They've got like some Native American Pilgrim shit going on <laughs> that I can't even comprehend, so I just stay out of that. That that Harley? shit goes back thousands of years. Mm-hmm.
0: Her, Harley's oh our God. token Jewish person on the show this week. You pro Israel?
4: Yeah, you know, um, I'm just gonna say that uh, I, I I notice now talking about religion is like.
0: Is he breaking up for? If you ever want to do it,
3: just have him face Oh no, he's breaking up. The Google servers are the server monsters are getting him.
0: Oh, Harley, no, fight it, I mean, Harley! I'll tell you though, he's looking good on my screen. He does
3: Got he feels that Xbox screen now?
0: Dreaming about that beard right there. Jesus, oh now he's back. He's back. Screw it.
4: What happened? Did I cut out there? Yeah, yeah you I think did. you're good now though. Yeah,
0: you're I think good. you were gonna say that you don't talk about religion.
4: Oh yeah, I was gonna say it's all yeah, religion is just like. Go to Facebook. Like that's where all the religion talk is. Everyone feels like voicing their most religious like, their concerns about religion, like always on Facebook and stuff like that. I mean <laughs> I can't I, I I'm in I'm in no way prepared to, you know, launch into a discussion about Israel or anything around
2: <laughs> it. it's, yeah.
4: not, it's not even a good idea.
0: I'm one hundred percent uneducated on the topic, but Cocked and loaded. Let's go. Yeah,
3: that's never stopped me from talking about something before. Yeah. <laughs> that's what this no, show what is all about. <laughs> we talk about shit we know in nothing statistics,
0: about. It. I keep them right here in my ass.
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs> I know well, that there's- one, thing, one thing's for sure is, like, you know, I, I, I do know uh, Israel doesn't, you know, fire on children. That's That's one thing. Like, it's like a real legit country. They don't, you know, they don't fire on children, but, you know, there's always. There's uh, uh, collateral damage and, and stuff like this, things like this, and the reason why I think also a lot of uh, a lot of sympathy that never happens with Israel is like Israel kind of has their shit together, so it's not like a lot of deaths happen in Israel compared to you know the surrounding countries just because you know they they have their shit together and it it almost works works against them, you know what I mean? They spend a lot of money on not having collateral damage and saving their own people and protecting their own people. And, you know, it's all over there. It's just, it really is a huge shit show.
0: Have Little you ball. heard of their roof knock missiles?
4: Yeah, they they do those. That's like, that's one, like the scariest thing ever, and two, you're kind of like, oh, isn't that nice?
3: So, so, here, so, what me, are these, Woody? What are you talking about there? What?
4: Here's what they do, right? It, yeah. First thing, let's say you're living
0: in, in some apartment and, and Israel's identified you as a bad guy. They call you on the phone and say, hey, we're about to bomb your apartment. You should get out. And uh, then, like 10 minutes later, they bomb their apartment with a non explosive bomb. They send, like, a warning bomb and it, like, damages it and stuff. And you might get hurt. I mean, it looked like a big deal. But. You know, hopefully you look at it and you're like, holy smokes, they really are serious. They called me. They sent a non-explosive missile in here, Woo-hoo. and uh, and then at, like 10 minutes after that, they send an actual bomb in and level the building. So they give you two warnings to get out before they bomb you.
2: Wow. Yeah,
1: That's, they gotta uh, love it. it's that that accurate that they can do that.
3: Is it is it bad that I just had a what I think is an equal parts great and equal parts awful idea for a crank call series? <laughs> <laughs> You start calling Palestine, pretending to be an Israeli representative, and you're just like, guess what, Hamas? We're coming to get you.
1: Hi, is this 177 Habajajad Street? Yeah, we're, <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, we're about to send one of these roof knock missiles, and just so you know... And just like have a sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We just launched. It's on the way. It's moving about Mach 5. It's heading your way right now. It'd be funny to fuck with Yeah,
0: these guys do swatting All for of, real. maybe a little right.
1: insensitive in the current global climate. That's, maybe. It <laughs> might be a little
3: bit too much. It was just an idea that I had, not not married to it by any stretch of yeah. imagination.
4: Yeah, but that's, that's the craziest part is that like that's got to be so fucking scary. Like just imagine you're on the third floor. And, like, just terrorists happen to post up in your apartment building, like, on the first and second floor. Mm-hmm. And, you get, like, you get the call, and they're like, the whole building, sorry. Like,
2: yeah.
4: <laughs> the whole building. You're like, oh, fuck, like, I'm not even in this shit. <laughs> like,
3: like, what about dude? my security deposit? Can I get that back? Is it gonna, packing
4: is up your favorite stuff, it? and then fucking, uh, like you said, like, a, a missile that doesn't blow up knocks on the roof. And that's got to scare the shit out of you.
1: I get hit with that motherfucker. Like, like, sure, it doesn't explode, but they just shot your house with a missile. If that thing's coming was through the roof. Room. It would hit me. It would hit me. Yeah. yeah. People. People.
4: People. Have, knock people knock to, to have been hurt from them. Apparently, I think I've heard that.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. Well, the one I saw on video, like it, it punctured the roof and roof, and maybe a floor or two. Like, it, if you're unlucky enough that it hits your office chair, you're fucked.
1: Yeah. Just because it doesn't explode doesn't mean it's not a fucking missile. <laughs> yeah.
4: A big heavy metal thing. Yeah, um,
1: that's that's such an. There's so many little hotbeds in the world right now. It's, I feel like we're getting uh, sort of back into like a Cold War thing that like our generation didn't have to deal with. It it was ending as I was born, and I feel like we're going back into a kind of a, a. there's there's lots of little you know, hot right, wars right? popping there's up all around the, here. All the like,
4: end of the fucking world, man. <laughs> <laughs> it just feels like. YouTube's fault.
3: <laughs> yeah, get that creator studio crap out of here. Just let me go straight to video manager. What are you doing? All this. You this. Bring you know, the sub yeah. back.
0: Shit really started hitting the fan when they integrated Google Plus with the comments.
2: Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> That
4: <laughs> was the first sign of the apocalypse, actually. It's one of the <laughs> four
3: another, horsemen we, of the apocalypse. Think
1: channels. about it. it's Our current global climate is pretty similar to how it was during the height of the Cold War. You've got Two or three major superpowers kind of posturing and, and like going back and forth. you got three or four small, by comparison, hot wars going on in the world, just kind of cooking off and bubbling over every now and then. And the major superpowers kind of poking and choosing the ones they want to support or not support, funding, weaponizing, and killing.
3: And North Korea and it, is just sitting there that one crazy guy that might go off at any moment you don't know yet. Yeah,
1: he's uh he's a modern day like Fidel Castro or something.
3: And I'm just here in Canada
4: like shit, the weather's pretty nice actually.
0: <laughs> in July. Like,
4: yeah, it's July, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's the biggest thing though, honestly, that's one thing I, I I I do stop and appreciate that like you know we were talking about Israel Palestine a minute ago that we're we are not from there. We don't live yeah. Like, that's a
1: concern for us. Like, to like not have thing that could happen in my day, right like,
4: outside your door, is something that, like, you know, should be appreciated all the time. Because that's crazy for that to be a regular part of life. Like bombs going off around you.
3: Yeah, that's that is pretty crazy to think about. No, like no, you, you, no, you guys worry are all about
4: acting like spot? it's
0: no big deal. My my investment portfolio went down by a quarter of a percent today because of that airplane
2: shooting. <laughs> oh, wow. I thought gold I'm spiked though. too. You,
3: oh, so you weren't in gold? Well, that's your <laughs> that's fault, my friend. Rare earth metals is where have the diamonds
1: that And
2: you? <laughs> <know it. laughs>
1: I said that is the worst thing i 've ever heard you say <laughs>
2: <All> <laughs> <ever>. <laughs> you
1: just cooked that little joke off like a nasty fart in a car and <laughs> waited see like that 's the that 's the meanest joke ever for those of you who don 't know um <laughs> a, uh, another mal- so the just a re- the the flight that went missing a few months back what airline was that from?
0: Malaysian Airlines or something like well, that. Well,
1: they're back at it, folks, with the ridiculous <laughs> tragedies. Um, they were flying from, some flight from like Amsterdam to Istanbul, I want to say. Kuala Lumpur. Appar- Kuala Lumpur, so. thank mm-hmm. you. Apparently, that trajectory brings you right over the Crimea region of the Ukraine, which is in dispute right now with Russia on one on one side trying to get, get hold of it and Ukraine on the other side trying to keep hold of it and the rebels who occupy it fighting uh, fighting the Ukraine. Well, today they they fired a Russian surface-to-air heat-seeking missile at what they thought and probably was a Ukrainian military aircraft. But the way heat-seeking missiles work is they lock onto the biggest hottest thing and there just happened to be a Malaysian Airlines flight flying over. It locked onto that, took it out of the air and I'm sorry I don't know the exact figure, but I think it's like 254 passengers dead and maybe 14 to 20 uh, crew members dead,
0: in my investment portfolio.
1: And Woody, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he
3: yeah. goes, he drives back around. He got away with it the first time. Kyle chastised him. He turned that corner a couple times. I'm coming back. I gotta get another one in. That's rough, Woody. Wow. But
1: seriously, that that was um that's uh, uh, that's it's horrible. Terrible. I joke. Yeah. yeah. Um.
3: Yeah, and that's a serious surface air missile. The clip of. A- Plane that's flying it because I the good thing I found in the 24-hour news cycle when people were trying to talk about it and there was nothing to talk about and they had somebody on who knew about how you know flight plans and they said well if it's going from Amsterdam to Kuala Lumpur right around where they lost contact it had it was probably at 32,000 feet whatever its normal flying altitude is. And it's like the only thing that can get that. You, 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 this isn't some rebel group that got a hand, a, their hands on a Stinger missile or something. This is mm-hmm. a serious mobile Sam thing, surface yeah, to missile that, yeah. got these, mm. that, that got this
0: thing. Is, it, I don't even, is the climate right now talking about this plane in a really big way?
1: Yeah, I think it's confused. I think it's a global news story that's blowing up right now. For oh, all
0: well, I know, everyone's really sensitive about my joke now. Uh, they,
1: they might be, but I, I just deal with it. He, he, it's, it's okay. <laughs> this this those, is a joke. This is like, a like, comedy last time podcast. I hit CNN, so I, let me, uh, let me see what CNN's cover is right now because earlier yeah. it was this gloom and doom. The U.S. is sending uh, aid and support. John McCain's uh, talking about retaliation, <laughs> like.
0: Last time I watched CNN was like 2008. I don't yeah. really know what they're freaking out about now. Yeah,
3: think, oddly enough, yeah. in 2008 they were still looking for MH370. They were like, "We're coming up next. <laughs> we think we found it again." Um, yeah, everybody's been everybody's been talking about it. It's crazy because nobody knows—at least as of right now—nobody knows who shot it down. Like, was it the? Oh, Redis? I do. Oh, was it, yes. oh, it was at the um, Russians? No. No. no yeah, know.
1: yeah, I know. It came out today. Um, so. The leader of the rebel group um, in the in that region of the Crimea, I'm, I don't know what they've named themselves, like the People's Republic of whatever the fuck, but the guy who's running that... I hope that's um, their name.
4: sounds like a good rap. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> um, that guy, he's um, he posted on the Russian equivalent of Facebook uh, like 30 minutes after it happened. <laughs> Just hang with me. Whatever it's called, the Russian version of Facebook. He posted on there like right after it happened... <laughs> Something along the lines of, um, we warned you not to come into our airspace. We just shot down a, and he gave like the designation of a military jet. Um, he's he's like, we just shot down like an M102R. You know, um, we warned you not to come into our airspace. We shot the bird down with a surface-to-air missile. The bird is down. And then I think it came out that it was an airliner that went down. And he quickly deleted his Facebook post. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> That's thing that happened. A global leader just like bragged about shooting down an enemy aircraft on Facebook... And had to delete it really quick when it turned
3: oh. out he fucked up and shot down an airliner.
0: We're now being led by the Twitter generation. This is, <laughs> oh God. this
3: is not good. If you delete the tweet, it didn't happen. Did he claim he was hacked? Like, oh, I was hacked. Oh, my God. Again, I, sorry. <laughs> right, right. Whoopsies. But he
0: needs to follow Kyle's oh, plan and like, this immediately weird. post like six more porn sites and a bunch yeah. of other things. So
4: it's really clear that he was hacked. And Somebody hacked my Twitter mistake.
1: and that controls my rocket launcher.
4: <laughs> no yeah I, I, I like the idea more that it's like oh we let the interns run uh, the surface to air missiles reprimanded <laughs> they they've been handled it they've been they've been punished
3: <laughs> was, desk like, duty day while day. we I performed American investigation
4: Apparel. American Apparel on July 4th they'd put up like a challenger exploding picture, like, <laughs> a picture of the space Oh president. god I
1: saw that what were they thinking
4: They were like fireworks and then like everyone's like are you fucking kidding and then they released an apology on Twitter that was like, it was an intern. They weren't alive when the Challenger happened, so they didn't know any better. Fuck it like, us. you fucking idiot. You don't have to be alive. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, that's right? not
3: what fire lo- fireworks well, look like.
4: That's yeah, not I what they I look like. I, I, I know what happened. <laughs> Most expensive fireworks ever.
2: <laughs>
1: mm. Yeah, <laughs> actually. <laughs> you're pretty close to it. Yeah. So, yeah, like, the, the, the front page of CNN.com right now is Missile Down Jet U.S. says... And Israel, quote, "We will continue to hit Hamas hard," and then like a missile attack going on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah been... uh,
3: Israel it, like began offen- like offensive treks into the Gaza Strip now. Like they're yeah, they're putting troops on the ground. ground. Yeah, they're not they're not playing around.
1: Yeah, they're shelling too. Just just. How do
3: you like? How do you li- like? How do you wake up and go on about your day there? Like, what if you're like a barista at a local coffee shop and you're just you're just trying to live your life? You you were born Israeli or you were born Palestinian and you're just trying to live your life and you just want to go do regular Palestinian or Israeli things and then there's people trying to kill yeah, you constantly,
4: which for the most part is actually the same, same
3: shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just want to go to discotecas and all that stuff.
4: Yeah, but like you know, like they go and they go and pray pray to the the Wailing Wall in Israel, and like on the other side of the wall, you know, they're doing the exact same thing. I actually I've been to Israel. I went to Israel in two thousand and two thousand three. It's pretty interesting when you're eighteen years old and you're Jewish, you get a free trip to Israel, no matter where you live. Like Israel will fly you to Israel, and they will show you Israel. And it's exceptionally – it's actually, like, incredibly beautiful. It's crazy. Like, what do people do there? Like, they go about their day. Palestine, Israel, like, you go about your day. It's just that there may be bombs. Like, a bus may explode. There's always a threat. Like, you know, RPGs, like, at night, like, RPGs, like, fly over the wall. You know what I mean? And, like, they get shot down, and some of them make it, and some of them explode, and whatever. I, it, wherever you are in Israel, Israel will fly you there for free if you're 18 years old and Jewish. And they show you how beautiful Israel is, and then, like, on the last two days, they, like, hardcore, full-court press, like, explain to you how valuable it would be if you came to Israel and moved to Israel and joined the army.
1: (laughs) Wow. Were you tempted even a (laughs) little?
4: You get there, and you have, like, an attachment. I'm like, oh, shit, you know, like, I'm Jewish, and, like, yeah, you know, you never want something like the Holocaust to happen ever again, and, like, Jewish people need a place, and then you get there, and then really it's just like, well, you know, at the same time I identify as a Canadian, and I don't want we to. I do war. You know what I mean? I don't want to
0: shoot anyone. When I was a, I was a swimmer in college, and one of my teammates, his name was. <laughs> Z-
4: ah, speedo! Ha-ha, speedo!
0: <laughs> Fuck you! I looked awesome in a speedo. At <laughs> that
4: picture, then picture that dick in a speedo. Sorry.
0: Continue. I'm thinking, where are my pictures? I might be able to do that Where's
4: for
1: you. my it. <laughs> <laughs> I could get
0: that done. Maybe oh, I'll give
1: him time, motherfucker.
0: But um, uh, anyway, yeah, his name was Zeev, and he did that. They flew him to Israel, and he went there. He loved it, and he actually enrolled in the army. So the press works, I guess, sometimes.
4: it does. Yeah. I, I don't doubt that it does. Like, it, it's got to. I mean, you know, they wouldn't spend all the money on it if, if it didn't.
1: Israel is a uh, Israel is a really interesting country. Do, do you guys have have you guys seen the movie Munich or if not are you familiar with the events of the, what happened at the the Munich Olympics?
4: Yeah, yes and yes.
1: Woody, lefty? Uh
3: no, I've not seen the movie, but I am somewhat familiar with what happened at the Munich Olympics. Yes. And where yeah, are you I'm
1: there too? So, for those that don't know, at the 72 Summer Olympics, um this Palestinian terrorist group um stormed into the Munich, uh, uh, they call it something village. Olympic village? The Olympic village. Uh, they took a bunch of the Israeli athletes hostage, and long story short, uh, it all went badly, and they killed, they killed them all. They, they killed them all, and all the terrorists died too. And so after that, um, that's where the events of the, the film Munich come in, and it's about this operation that the Israelis uh, began called Operation Wrath of God where they said we're going to find everybody who had anything to do with this thing. This thing that, that, that came and hurt our people and embarrassed us on the world stage and you know hurt us this badly. We're going to find anybody who had anything to do with it and we're going to send a, a, a crew of, uh, of professionals in and we're going to kill them. Whatever it takes. We'll blow them up. We'll shoot them. We'll poison them. Um, we'll, anything. Everything. Kill them all. And when another when another head pops up, we cut that one off too. And that it's uh, directed by Steven Spielberg. Uh, It's really, really good. Americans love that shit, don't we?
0: we? When someone does wrong to America, like we get excited about our military. It's like our football team's about to play this weekend. Like, Uh you know, you you think we like the Dallas Cowboys? They're all right. You you think that we like, you know, the New York Giants? They're cool, I guess. The Yankees, whatever. The fucking team that all of America roots for is our armed, armed services. The you know moment what, right? someone gives us a, a half-decent excuse to kill someone, we're so jazzed up about it. President Bush was one of the worst presidents in the history of the world. He had a 98% approval rating when he, sw- when he went to war. 98%. That's gigantic. We love Here's a good one. war.
1: Here's why. So yeah. we've, all he- we've all seen the statistics... We've all seen, uh, before Jay Leno finally fucking retired, how stupid people on the street are. Um, America's fallen behind in a few categories out there, okay? I'm not going to name any particular. Money, many of them are educational, though. <laughs> and uh, So we've fallen behind in a lot of these categories. Not number one, not number five, not even number 25 in a lot of these categories. But there's one category where we are inequivocally number one. Like Nobody comes close, not even a little bit. You pile everybody together, and they're almost there, but not quite. <laughs> and that military might, because we don't care what it fucking costs. It, 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 the military budget that we're aware of, the however many trillion dollars a year it is, it's, it's like a trillion or something, right? That's where that's we just, start. That's where we start. That's what they admit to. But anytime <laughs> you look into any kind of, like, the cool shit, like the, the X uh, series of, like, fighter planes and stealth shit they've got right now, like, everybody's talking about how the X-35 has failed, and they literally wasted, like, a trillion dollars on this project. We don't care. That was just one of our trillion-dollar projects. Like, like that was the one that failed. The other ones you won't know about for another fifteen years. Just like, I mean, we didn't know about the F-117 stealth stuff until not too long ago. They were flying that shit in '86.
3: Oh yeah, that that they in Iraq. That's or the first Iraq War, right? That was when they were. Yeah. That was when they were first publicly talked about.
1: Yeah, because like up, like it was a brand new thing that all of a sudden Bush is like, oh yeah, by the way, we got this plane that flies and nobody in the world can detect it, and it drops bombs that land within three feet of where we want them. Yeah.
0: All United the United States of America. 37th yeah. place in fixing people, first place in breaking
4: them. Absolutely. Like, uh, like when the F-16s first came out, um, as soon as they came out, Israel, Israel bought them when everyone else was just like, but no one's in war. <laughs>
2: no,
4: one, no one needs this these planes, and like yeah, Israel bought the them, caps. and the same week went and like, Bombed like an Iraqi nuclear power plant without like telling anyone or okaying it or anything. <laughs> like, bought F 16s, flew over like that night, bombed the nuclear reactor, <laughs> brought it back, and everyone was like, What the fuck? Like, you can't do that. Like, you can't just buy off see, planes and use them like that.
0: I picture like Netanyahu or, or whoever's leading them nowadays, David Banner style, that's my secret. I'm always at war
1: yeah <laughs> um have you heard about the <laughs> Israeli program to take out the iranian um nuclear um um centrifuge?
3: no what is it so
1: so here's what they did um Woody will be able to back me up if my my computer science is a little is a little bad here, but Try. they created something like a worm that they could release onto the open internet and it would search out one particular individual's um oh. computer and it was just out there they flooded the internet with this worm and one of the, and what they were waiting on and what happened was there's this Iranian nuclear centrifuge now this is the thing that turns uranium like 237 into uranium 235 or whatever it's isolating the isotope of uranium that's good for making fuel rods and nuclear weapons and of course everybody thinks Ar- iran wants a little bit of both but probably mostly just the weapons so Israel doesn't want this. They're in the region. They're close enough to literally nuke them with a short-range missile, which aren't that hard to get. They've got them. So they send this worm out. It, it goes out, and, it, and, it's, and it's looking for this one guy. And finally, what happens is one of the scientists who works at this secret nuclear uh, facility, which is literally cut off from the grid. There are no wires that run to this place, no Internet. He took his work home with him on a thumb drive, put it in his laptop. The worm found its way into that thumb drive, he took it back to the centrifuge, injected it into the the servers there. It went in and made a tiny alteration to how fast the centrifuge spins, just enough to make it destroy itself.
0: Yeah, it's. I read about this. When I read about it, I heard. I think I might have saw a YouTube video. I forget where I learned, but I, I thought the U.S. played a role in it, and he's right. It was like a virus that infected millions and millions of computers but only damaged nuclear like uh, centrifuges. so everyone had it and didn't know or care and eventually yeah. they managed to infect this Iranian thing and and the centrifuge is a spinning part and, and the way I thought it worked is it made it off balance but whatever it did it, it yeah. made it so that the thing like spun itself to death and yeah, faster
1: it may have been too fast and off balance or something like that but it made it break itself and we're yeah. not talking about something that's like oh dang we need a new uh, need to right. do new distributor cap. No, they did like an enormous amount of damage to something that's very sensitive and very expensive. Like, it's hard to they get. They can't that. afford to just get a new one. Like,
0: it's a neat story. Yeah,
1: that was uh-huh. one of the coolest. And, and that's the stuff we hear about. There's no telling what kind of evil, scary stuff they're up to behind the behind the shadows. You know, there's got to be some satellites up there with like lasers or missiles on them, right? Some orbital cannons. That shit's up yeah. there, right?
4: We got, we got fucking guns pointed to our heads right now.
1: Yeah, we have. We have since the 50s. And we just a whole new topic. Yeah, I guess so. Gloom and doom over. World politics over. Where do we go from here? You know, the one I
0: have picked up is kind of politics, but it's funny. So (laughs) here's the deal. Meet Bill Cassidy. Cassidy is a state congressman from Louisiana and the leading contender to challenge Democratic incumbent Mary LeDrew. Anyway, he co-sponsored the Abstinence Only Relocation Act. Which oh, would award the schools state money for abstinence-only re-education programs. He's consistent Did you say
1: re-education.
0: Uh, yeah, but I added that myself. It's abstinence-only oh, okay. education. As I read it more carefully. Uh, he only consist. He consistently railed against the ACA's contraceptive mandate. So, his
1: 17-year-old unma- unmarried oh, daughter Cassidy is
0: please. now knocked up. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: yes. <Do> you- <laughs> I hope she's on a fucking billboard. <laughs> <laughs> I, if, if I was his opponent, that would be my fucking campaign slogan. What's his name again?
0: Uh, William Cassidy. Let me double check that. William
1: Cassidy. Cassidy take, yeah. William Cassidy can't take care of things at home. How's he supposed to take care of the state of Louisiana? And then like <laughs> his like a like a pregnant lady holding her belly, frowning, like uh, like dun-dun, fun. Like, Yeah. yeah. He, he, he that's such bullshit. That's I heard somebody talking about, um, it, it's somewhat related, they were talking about uh, the fact that there's no heroin education. Now stick with me here. They said that 75% of heroin overdoses were caused because someone mixed another um, depressant with it, like alcohol. They said if, if there was a little bit of heroin education that, that said something besides heroin is deadly, don't do it or else. If they said, look, if you've got to do fucking heroin, don't ever mix it with it, with alcohol. Like, like what if that was public knowledge? Then 75% of the overdoses would stop. It's the I same
3: learned that in school. Philip Seymour Hoffman would still be around, probably. He'd still be. <laughs>
1: they taught it to us in
4: school. It was called uh, the synergistic I, I think effect. He had a lot of heroin. I think that was his, his thing.
0: Yeah, he did a whole lot. How come no one's listed. Did You guys didn't learn this in school? No.
4: No, we didn't learn no, that, I that. I was actually shocked that you learned that. We got uh, zero ed- education in heroin in Canada. Yeah, yeah we, no, I think, we. I think heroin would probably be one of the last things they would educate us about.
1: Yeah, I didn't know what heroin was until I started until like grew up and started watching movies about heroin. New Jersey represent. Blood in, blood out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: heroin
3: in my little town. Yeah, no, the only drug, yeah, they, the only drug stuff I had was just don't do it because they're all awful for you.
0: In the old... Oh no, they taught us more than that. Like the, the synergistic effect and and how alcohol multiplies the effect of a lot of things. Some guys would use it to their advantage, advantage really. Like you know, like oh, if you take alcohol with this, you only need half as much of that.
1: Hmm. You know, no cough syrup, little Jack Daniels,
3: <laughs> or you can have the That's same fair. amount of both and just get really fucked up. That actually is the reason. Uh, everything you do will
4: just make you tired. If you,
0: my takeaway from all the lessons though was like, it's really complicated. So like, alcohol multiplies the effect of this, but it like counteracts the effect of that. And I just walked away a bad enough student that I was like, I think you shouldn't mix this stuff. You don't know yeah. what's gonna go on.
4: They're, they're like, okay, so I got my heroin over here, and my like, <laughs> we're good.
0: Just yeah, well, like like so. For example, apparently we know heroin and alcohol mix, and it gets worse. What does heroin and ecstasy do? Or what does ecstasy and pot do? Or like you know, like I, when you mix the different stuff, well, like I'm not really sure what happens in in each one. Yeah, I guess I I
3: there's
1: it. I know pharmacists.
3: <laughs> What, do you think the pharmacists are back there all getting high on the different stuff? Like, hey, let's I figure this stuff
1: out. I dated that girl that time who considered herself like a mixologist, but for pills. She <laughs> was, uh, yeah, yeah, she, she, that's what she said. She's like, I'm a mixologist, but for for, for pills. Um, she was an army, uh, she, she had a couple of qualifications that were medical in nature. She was a registered nurse, and she was an army medic, and she had some pharmacological training. So she kind of knew her stuff. She and, was good at getting high. Yes, and she would make cocktails of pills that she would grind up this pill, grind up that pill, and she would add certain combinations and very specific combinations, and then she'd put them in a pill press, make a new pill that was like her relax and enjoy the evening pill or her...
4: And she called it Diagra. <laughs> <laughs> he would be taking this X-Lax and Viagra mixture, and he would shit with a heart on. <laughs>
0: She had I just reading today that cocaine and Viagra were a good combo. Apparently, cocaine makes you really horny but impotent, whereas Viagra makes you potent. So if you take cocaine and Viagra together, you're a sexual dynamo. Or, stats.
4: or or your heart stops working. <laughs> that too.
0: No, no, because that's another thing. Apparently, like the thing that cocaine does that makes it like a risk for heart attack Viagra undoes, so you can take cocaine more safely if you pop some Viagra with it.
3: I think we so may I have found the you. yarn with which we can unravel the "Why were Woody's parents always screwing?" mystery. <laughs> We've just found it out a little bit. We <laughs> <laughs> just start pulling. You can just, next, we need to call your father and ask, "What's your experience with either Viagra or cocaine?"
0: And or cocaine. <laughs> why either or? Why not end?
3: Well, you don't want to make them commit to like, yeah, I did Viagra and cocaine You're all, all that the time. No, cocaine to anything.
0: Yeah. <laughs> cocaine, I, I, man, I, I feel like That's I'm only wow. joking in these drug endorsements, but cocaine ten years ago, everyone knew it was like the devil. It's gonna kill you, rot your teeth. It takes down the best of the best. Hole in your nose, disgusting, whatever. I feel like it's making a like social comeback. Like people don't look at cocaine like they did.
4: Yeah, although it's not like uh the 80s like in movies in the 80s where there's just a pile of cocaine at the party and people could just go and and grab some. I do feel like uh the culture is slowly going back towards that. And you know, I I just see it like you know, you're looking in in rap videos and stuff like that. Like drugs is making a comeback in rap videos. For a while there it was just killing from like <laughs> 2002 until like 2008 it was like killing. And now it's in a weird place, like you know, 2008 to 2013. And I think we're we're getting
3: to drugs now.
0: Hmm. Call me old school. I still like a good killing more than drugs in my especially rap good videos. cop
3: killing too in rap videos. I want to hear about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I like
4: I like pimping hoes probably.
3: <laughs> uh, or maybe <laughs> in the club being tipsy, maybe. Yeah, I want Was to hear that, about I, I, in the club being. I want to hear about everybody in the club and how they're tipsy. I want to know about everybody's state. Of being drunk or high in the club. I want to know that.
0: I want to hear terms for guns that I don't understand. Like this is my deuce deuce. This is my whatever. I. That's what I like in a good rap video.
4: Oh, you know what? You could probably help me with the reverse end of that. <laughs> Why would someone refer to their gun as a calico?
1: Because um, that, that's a that's a kind of gun. Um, a calico nine millimeter. It's uh it's like this little nine mm submachine gun with a cylindrical magazine that holds between fifty and one hundred rounds. Really cool gun. If you ever watch Total Recall, it's the gun that like all the like I don't know, the law enforcement or military guys, like the bad guys that are after Schwarzenegger, that's what they're carrying. They're carrying calico's.
0: It has an interesting magazine that holds an extraordinary amount of bullets.
1: Yeah. Like if you imagine a spiral staircase, it's that full of bullets. Yeah.
4: I always hear that. I always hear that. And uh, I'm always like, I wonder what that is. Like, why? What's a calico?
1: 50 Cent raps about a lot of, like, weapon specific stuff. I think he's an actual gun guy. Like, he talks about SKSs and shell catchers and night beams and shit like that.
4: Yeah. So, for a while there, I remember, like, rappers were always talking about this and that, and they'd be like, Triple Beam. And I was like, what the fuck is a triple beam? And then I remember playing, like, some game or something where there was three red dots, and I was like, that is probably a triple beam. I, right? I
1: don't know what a triple beam is. I've got no clue. It's
3: like the Predator thing?
4: Uh, yeah, exactly. Like I played, like, I played like the latest Splinter Cell, and, like, he has a gun that's, like, it's three red dots instead of one red dot. Same with in Battlefield. So I saw that, and I was like, oh, shit, that's probably what a triple beam is, because rapper was always talking about triple beams, and it would make sense that they you know get like a fancier laser gun I've
1: seen a guy who like set his up to be triple like like the predator like that's what the laser on his gun is it's the it's the thing from predator
4: Yeah so I I think that's I think that's what triple beam is whenever that's being referred to
1: It's always funny when i see rappers like actually get caught with guns like illegal ones and it's just like what the fuck were you thinking like like how are you a rapper and you thought some illegal guns would be the way to really make yourself legit
4: Yeah
0: They're usually crappy guns too like this guy got caught with like a 22 or something. Like really? I'm I'm embarrassed for you.
4: And, and a Deuce Deuce is a pretty shitty gun, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah but 22 rimfire is a pretty powerful cartridge, isn't it? Or no? No. no? Okay. It's the, it's the least powerful. The, wait, yeah. What's the long it's rifle one? What's that? Is, that 22? Um, is it 22? 22
1: LR. It's So there's a couple different versions. They all shoot out of, for the most part, they all shoot out of the same gun. There's like, it's just a different version of the same round. That'll, that'll, that'll fire in almost all of them. The long rifle is the most powerful of them.
0: But it's not a strong whip. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's it's for birds and squirrels and turtles. Turtles. It'll 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 sink a turtle to the bottom of the river. Holly, do you know about that survival trip we went on? Do you know what we did? No, I didn't. Me and Woody went into like the fucking wilderness in North Carolina and tried to survive out there like Survivor Man.
0: We're gonna go five days, no food, no shelter. I uh, made it all night, almost I, all night. I, I, I got,
1: I, <laughs> <laughs> somehow I got really fucking sick, started puking the first night, had to bail. It was bad. It was
4: what awful. How'd you start puking? Like what? What's um, what? Um,
1: I, I don't know why exactly. I, I hadn't eaten anything all day. And uh, there there was a turtle in the river, and I was like, "We're gonna eat that fucking turtle." So I shot the turtle, and uh, I had to swim across the river to get to the turtle. So I swim across the river, and I'm not a swimmer. And when I got there, I was I was so exhausted that I was just I was already starting to feel like lightheaded and sick to my stomach and nauseous. But I th- I figured that was just from like no food and having like physically exerted myself. And then I get there, and the turtle has sunk to the bottom of the water, and I realize that not only am I am I like this. Shitty feeling, but we don't have food now. And then I just started throwing <laughs> up right about then, and I didn't stop until I yeah, got there.
0: there. Was a, there was a turtle swimming in the current of a river? He may or may not have hit the turtle. I but hit it the turtle. Yeah, and it, it's it's conceivable that he, I mean he did fire the gun.
1: I one hundred percent killed wait. that
4: motherfucking turtle.
0: No, yeah, there's I'm no there's no visual it. confirmation on turtle death. I visually death. confirmed
1: the death of the turtle. <laughs>
4: You remember, at, remember, in Independence Day when the alien ship goes over the White House and just blasts the shit out of it. Yes. I feel like that's the equivalent of Kyle standing over a turtle and shooting a gun at. It.
2: <laughs>
0: no, the turtle is like 20 yards away. Like <laughs> it's not
4: even like not even competition. It's the easiest thing. Like just like right over, <laughs> just blasting a turtle with like a Desert Eagle or whatever it was you had is like the equivalent I, of a spaceship blasting the White House. And I promise Do you, want to
1: see I the gun. It. I have it. I promise you, that fucking turtle is was dead because so here's what had happened there were two turtles basking in the sun on the top of the water like getting some air and their shells were poking up above the water I picked the big one and I shot it the other one like when, when like the bullet impacted and it heard the gunshot like quickly like swam under the water and left the one I shot at just kind of floated there limp and I shot it like once or twice more to make sure that it wasn't going to swim away and that it was dead and it just it just floated I, now, what should have happened is Aquaman, Lifeguard, Woody should have, like, bait-watched into that fucking water and, like, bird-dogged that fucking turtle. Team effort. not <laughs> what happened. I had, to, uh, I had to bring home the bacon and put it in the pan. It was just too much for me. And I got really I mean, fucking sick. That was all If, uh,
4: if you, yeah, I got to tell you, I had a I You would have been sick from the turtle. Like, if you ate it, you would have I was going to eat
1: the legs. You guys cracked the shells and stuff, right?
4: Yeah, trust me. Not, oh, none of it's good, man. Whoa, oh, the legs.
1: Yeah, I was going to cut the legs like, off and, like, like cook them over. Like,
4: even think about it like you're hungry. Like, what are you thinking? Like, you're eating a turtle's leg? Like, it's like a quarter the size of a small chicken wing.
2: <laughs>
1: I just wanted anything. I was so hungry. Like, there were these tiny birds in the trees, and I mean tiny. Like, I wouldn't have done any... I wouldn't have, like, plucked it. I'd have just put it in my mouth and chewed it up. It was so tiny. And I was, like, staring at it, like, do I want to kill you or not? And I, like, pointed the, the rifle at it, and I'm just like... I kind of shoot it near a turtle.
4: But not even do I want to kill you, do I want to eat you? <laughs> Ozzy yeah. Osbourne.
1: Yeah, it, 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 such a tiny bird. I was like, do I even want to kill this thing? It's one yes. night.
3: And there oh, wasn't I, a lot of game. You guys were expecting there to there be a lot nothing. more game, right?
1: Yes! Like... There was so, no, There were no animals. It was, like, it, it was like they knew that there was a disaster coming, and they had fled the
3: area. They listened <laughs> to the show. It. That's what they do. They, they all found out. They all listened. Like so
0: that. Kyle was in Georgia, and he's like, you know, I look outside, and in like a 15-minute walk, I see 30 squirrels. It's going to be no problem. I can get you all the food you can eat. I'm like, all right. You do food, I'll do, forget what I was, like fire and shelter or something like that. And um, then we got there, and we just didn't see the squirrels that we hoped to see. It, just, it was harder than you might guess. But I think in the fall, in the fall, I see a lot of squirrels. and I think it'll go better.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. We're going again. We're we're going again. We're going to take uh, uh, the UFC fighter Joe Lozon, I think, is going to come along with us. So we'll yeah. have some backup this time. And uh, we're going to go back out there with minimal supplies again. And we're going to try to go the distance. And we're going to fucking do
4: it. Yes. yes. Do it in Canada, man. Do it in Canada. Let me come
1: we want to you shoot do. some animals and eat them. Do you want to come?
4: Like I kinda do and I kinda don't. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's how we all feel, yeah. Yeah. Like, then... I, like I really do, but like like maybe in Canada. Like I honestly, like, I don't know. Like no no offense, but like I keep thinking of deliverance with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, <they're> like, <laughs> like, a you but like I feel like deliverance and I feel like, you know, we would be the weird guys.
0: Right. <laughs> It's it's the third week of September. I don't think that's good Canadian no shelter camping.
4: No, it's it's there's no such thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think you want to go in Georgia. Yeah. Dude, let me know.
4: Yeah, when is it?
0: It's third week of September, I think.
4: Third week of September.
0: Yeah, the date's kind of fixed cuz um Joe I guess wants like 2 weeks to recover from his fight.
4: Yeah, that makes sense before he goes off into the woods. Doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we'll
0: see. Hopefully, nothing breaks. Anything. Sometimes fighters break their hands and stuff. But
3: it's gonna be. It would be funny if Harley went because he would show up looking as though he had already lived in the wilderness for a couple months. Yeah, like I just live in the woods. Well, like, hi guys. Like, no, I just I had to go out for a minute. Let's go back. Okay, cool. <laughs> this will be a lot of fun.
4: Or, or you guys, like you guys, when when it's done, your trek or whatever. Like, I'm just there with an epic meal right at the end of it. You guys come wandering out of the woods and just go right into an epic meal.
3: That would be funny. That would be hilarious. Yeah.
1: I think I think it's going to be fun. We've got a couple little trips planned like that. I, uh, I but I'm looking forward to the survival trip. I think, least of all, I got to say I'm just, I got to say, are you looking re- forward to the survival trip? To me, it, least, least like, of all. That's what I said. I oh, said I'm looking
0: forward. Oh, now I understand. Yeah, because yeah,
1: to me, it's part of the
0: Patreon thing, right? Like we 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 have this PKA Adventures thing that spawned up. Not Patreon. every trip is for Com. me. Com. Like this first one we're doing, the shooting and great adventure. I'm I'm actually kind of looking forward to that. I think it's going to be a good time. In the woods with no food, no shelter. That one's for you. <laughs> that <stuff. laughs> yeah, that's not.
3: That's that's not going to be fun.
0: That's that's for you.
3: Patreon.com/slash/bk. Go there. Help us out. Check it out.
0: Link in the description. But yeah, that's that's the kind of stuff that 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 funds.
4: Yeah. It's, hey. uh, you know what you should? Uh, you would probably excel. You guys would probably excel at using Insta Radio. Do you ever use that? because you guys got good radio voice, and to to let people know about your Patreon thing, like it, you could do like quick little posts on that. It's kind of like Instagram videos and uh, Twitter. Insta it's a radio. Like, it's a radio. Yeah, it's a radio broadcast. Like it's pretty cool. Like if I were to do it right now and to open up Insta Radio and just go like broadcast, I would be going live. And anyone can tune in, and you can make like a ten-hour broadcast or something, or however long you want. And then whenever you stop it, it just lives on your timeline, like like on Instagram or on Vine or on Twitter and stuff like that.
3: Oh, that's, that's cool. So that's so it's like an audio version of, of Instagram or yeah, it's just or
4: completely au- completely audio. And uh, yeah, like can, audio use Twitter because huh. we, we always <laughs> want to get a podcast up and going. But you know, you guys got all the equipment and stuff and. And shit like that, like, I, like, I, like, literally, like, I get my buddies, and we're all together in the car, like, driving somewhere. I open up into the radio, and I'm like,
1: yo, podcast, what up?
4: (laughs) 25-minute drive or something like that, but it's cool, because it, like, broadcasts live and goes right up right away.
3: That's really cool.
4: You guys would probably fucking kill that shit, because I know it's a new app, so...
3: I not have to research that. I think Harley would be great on a podcast. We need to get Harley his own show. We got Jenna Marbles making the jump to Serious XM. I want Harley to have a Serious XM show.
1: Yeah, I was listening to the Stern show today, and uh, a little commercial came on, and it was like, you know, they were talking about the thing that she's going to be hosting over there, and then she had like a little spot. She said, you know, come hang out with me, blah, 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 or whatever. Although yeah, cool. check
3: it out. I'm
4: curious what it's going
3: to be, really. Just her introducing top hits, isn't it? Like that—that's yeah, the idea that I got. I,
4: I thought I thought it was like hot top hits from YouTube, though. Oh. Yeah, yeah
0: it's
1: YouTube it, music. I guess that's the new radio. I no, no. I, no. I think I may be wrong, but is it a new channel they're de- they're debuting, or is it like a? I think a, she has a show takeover on or, a major
0: channel. <laughs> it's like the channel's called Top Hits or something. I forget. I mentioned the channel name to people who know. Like I think it was Doctor Chiz or maybe so you.
1: It's supposed to be yeah. ongoing then? She's
0: there's an existing channel and she's going to get a segment on it.
1: Okay.
4: Yeah, that's and, what I, that's what I gathered from it as well.
0: And she's going to introduce top songs from YouTube, which to me are the top songs, right? Like Top songs from YouTube are the same ones I hear in the radio.
4: No, Unless, I, I think it was actually I think it was YouTube artists, from what I understood.
0: So people who aren't signed to big records, like there, there's a blurred line between a YouTube artist. I mean, we went to a Megan and Liz concert, who I guess most people would consider a YouTube artist, but they're kind of bridging that gap. Is Justin Bieber a YouTube artist? I mean, he was. He's not now. I guess.
4: Yeah, I guess it's. I guess mean, to yeah. it's tough to say. Yeah, but
0: so maybe I don't know. We'll see what it comes of it but uh, cool. So, yeah, she made the leap to, to satellite radio, and I'm talking to a TV star. So, yeah, Jenna Marvels, you're adorable. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, yeah. I,
4: it's actually, almost it's one
2: season crazy, in the can. Right?
4: There's, there's been, like, this, like, slow, like, you know, YouTube takeover, you know, people making their own movies and stuff, like Smosh was just doing a movie, um, you know, uh, video game high school, you know what I mean? Like, you guys mm-hmm. are like, number one on iTunes, Like, we have a TV show, uh, you know, all these people getting book deals. Like, it's really been a long time coming, but I feel like we're at the beginning of the YouTube takeover. It just sucks that it's also the
3: apocalypse.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Just as soon as we're we're getting what we
3: deserve. Just when we thought we were out. Yeah, Yeah, I I I was watching TV, and I saw an epic Rap Battles of History commercial on, like, ESPN or something, and I... And I was like, "Ah, oh, I know that. Oh my god, that's so cool. Like that that was the for me, that was the crossover from YouTube to like actual not actual, but a different um media. That was really, that was really cool to see the epic rap battles guys on." Yeah, that oh, is that's that's really cool. Too.
4: Whenever I see stuff like that, like I was watching Transformers, the new one, and like CassmG is in it for a second, I think he I think he literally just goes "duh" and that's it. <laughs> But well, like out of all the Mark Wahlberg like machine wrestling shit that was going on, I was like, What? I know that motherfucker <laughs> And you know, I actually I saw Transformers in 4DX. Are you guys familiar with this?
1: Um no, I'm familiar with it, but I have not seen it. I have never seen a Transformers movie. Uh-huh.
0: I heard the latest Transformers is by far the best one, and then it's actually good.
4: Well I'm I'll tell you the first one, I thought the first one was pretty cool. I hated the second one. There was like 30 minutes where it was like Shia LaBeouf's parents in the movie, like getting him settled in in college. I was like, what the fuck is this? Fuck this. (laughs) I watched the third one because I hated the second one so much. But then I was like, oh, shit, Marky Mark and the Transformers? I'll check this out. (laughs) I was in Los Angeles at the time, and there's only one of them in L.A. or in the world right now, a 40X theater like airing Transformers. So it's like you sit in the theater, and the seats move with the movie, no and, way. Like, whenever like you know, like the Transformers are flying through the air or it's a helicopter or something like that, like it like wind blows in your face as the chairs move with the movie. And uh there's smell of vision. So it smells like burnt tire, like when the Transformers are fighting and stuff. And like when there's bullets and shit, like there's little like little air things that blow by your ears, so it sounds like the bullets are going right by your face and you can feel them. And whenever there's like Anything wet, like it kind of mists you, like it sprays water on you, which you could turn on or off on the seat. And, like, That's awesome. Yeah, and there's even like explosions, there's like smoke in the theater. It's a very like strenuous, mind numbing experience for like a three hour Transformer movie that like literally moves you and and all that stuff. And it's funny because, like I was saying, it mists in your face, mm-hmm. like whenever there's wet stuff. And I mean, it, it costs more, it costs like about 30 bucks for a ticket. So I was going with my buddy Amir and I was just like, man, I can't believe I can't believe we're spending more money to literally have Michael Bay's movie spit in our face.
2: <laughs> like, literally,
4: top dollar to like sit down and watch Transformers except it kind of stinks in the theater and it spits in your face. Dude,
0: I've ha- I've I've had that before, but not not like not at 40X, but it was at Epcot. Have you done it at Epcot? Well, for like Shrek I haven't done it for Shrek. I did one for it was like the greatest Muppet thing, and it was in 4D. And yeah, like for okay. example, yeah, they release um, mice through the theater. You mice, and, and it tickles uh,
4: your
0: ankles. what'd you say?
4: And it tickles your ankles.
0: Yeah, the puffs of air blow around, and you think that the mice are, are rubbing up against you. And I did soaring, which had like a moving chair, but then the video is of hang gliding. And as you go through like orange groves and stuff, there's like this really pleasant aroma. And yeah, so yeah. like. I, I, that sounds incredible.
4: It's the exact same thing, but just like in, uh, it's just transformers, you know. So like, instead of like smelling the orange grove, like you smell like uh, butterscotch and vanilla whenever Mark Wahlberg talks, because that's like his breath. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what his breath. You I don't have
0: to be my signature fragrance. That sounds <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I wish my breasts always smelled like butterscotch and vanilla.
4: But yeah, it's just really funny because like it like it, it, it wets like just having a water on off. Switch, you're just kind of like shit. Like movie theaters getting pretty desperate these days. <laughs> desperate, I mean,
0: think well, it. Well, they need to keep moving forward, right? Because right like, like, I don't even know your home theater, but I'm guessing you've got a big flat screen, five speakers, and you know the TV has something to compete with. Yeah. Look
4: at that! I don't even know if it fits in the. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, and do you have surround sound? It's like a. It's like no upstairs. It's like a seventy-inch TV, and I think I sit seven feet away from it. <laughs> like I go like anything that's not IMAX. Like I go to IMAX, I'm just like, it's not IMAX. It's not big enough.
3: <laughs>
4: I, I would... need the like, first row at IMAX to really be like, whoa, I'm at the movies. And Kyle, how
0: big is your TV? What's 70... that? Kyle's in the same league as you, I think.
1: I think mine's seventy-two.
0: 17. Yeah, but I got
4: I got a uh, I got mine like uh, mine cost about a thousand bucks at Costco. Oh, nice. So like I opted for like instead of getting like the 4K, my TV doesn't do 3D or anything like that. I just was like you know fucking flat shit, 2D. You know I don't even need that many hertz. I don't know how many hertz it has. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm good. You know like one hertz, I'm good. <laughs> I'm really good. So.
3: Is it is no. it smart or dumb? Is it a dumb TV or a smart TV?
4: Honestly, it could be the smartest TV in the world. It doesn't matter. I'm still plugging in my Xbox and using my Xbox's
3: features. <laughs> there you go. That's, yeah. that's yeah, nice. I don't
1: like the I don't like the Netflix client on my TV. I usually use a I, I use a Roku or I use an Xbox. I, I I'm starting to like the Roku better. But Do you used use your TV, I think. Um. Yeah, but that was just because I didn't have the Xbox in the living room at that time, and it's just, it was just easier. Okay. it's uh, the TV always fr- my TV always forgets my uh, like Wi-Fi like when you turn it off so you gotta like reprogram yeah. it me this too a bitch. yeah that makes Ooh. it not even worth doing it my, my my password's like 15 digits or something and it got to go in two menus I'd rather just like plug a Roku or an Xbox in and just be straight into Netflix or HBO go or whatever yeah,
0: yeah I use a Xbox one downstairs which sucks because the Netflix app keeps crashing and in my room I use a well in this room I use a Roku and it works well
4: yeah, I, I uh I used a a boxy box for a while, but like I'll hook up like my PC. Like I literally all my TVs just have HDMI wires hanging from them to like stick like my iPad in or my TV in. I mean my computer in. Just like loose HDMI wires. I've never been the type of guy to mount the TV or anything. Like I always like need to have access to the back of the television.
3: Hmm. Yeah, that's smart, because then you can you then you can just swap out whatever's Whatever's doing yeah, the plan, I'm, like, right? I'm
4: like in many ways I have like my own my own house, but I'm like a fucking child at the end of the day. Like I bring like my Xbox like downstairs to the upstairs TV to the TV in my room. Like I'm always moving electronics around depending on like where I'm hanging out. I can't wait till they get that shit figured out.
1: Everything wireless? Yeah, I want everything.
4: electricity. Like, I want electricity like, to be yeah. wireless too. But like not even things. Like, I don't even want, like, there shouldn't, like, as crazy as it sounds, like, I want to watch TV, but there doesn't even, like, why does there have to be a TV there?
1: I got you. Like, maybe the wall is just an interface. You, like... You, exactly. You, take, you put your fingers on the wall like you're, uh, like, expanding the screen on an iPad, but it's just the wall. You make yourself a 32-inch screen because that's the perfect size from the toilet to the wall, and you, you you start watching CNN.
4: Oh, you know what? Actually, on the topic of, like, pinching and stuff like that, I, uh, for the first time in forever, I went to the bathroom... And I didn't have my phone because it was charging. So I just, like, old school style. I was like, oh, fuck. I, like, grabbed the shampoo bottle so I had something to read while I dropped you. <laughs> and, like, the first thing I do is I take the shampoo bottle, like, I look at the back of it and I try and pinch Zoom on <laughs> <laughs> it. Like, and I just like, oh, my God. I, like, dropped the shampoo bottle. I'm like, I suck. I'm <laughs> stupid. Human beings are stupid. And now I see kids, too. Like, I watch little kids, they, like, like I watch like five-year-old kids, and they look at the newspaper, and they're like trying to pinch Zoom on the newspaper. I'm like, you little fucking idiot. One was a device, and this is just a piece of paper?
0: Silly kids think they're entitled to pinch Zoom newspapers.
4: Yeah, and then meanwhile, <laughs> well, so do I. Yeah,
1: as soon as you said it, I was like, I'd like a pinch Zoom newspaper.
0: Entitlement, man. That's what they always nail kids with. They always, you oh, know, this kid's entitled. They think they're entitled. That's like the, the label they can't seem to escape from.
3: Kids are yeah. entitled though, because that's I'm because old and curmudgeony kids, and get off my lawn. That's because people
1: who are old enough to not be kids always had it worse than the people who are are kids. You always look down and see that the people who are kids now have it better than I had it, because it's always getting better.
4: I yeah. find, lot, I find, I find like gamers have gotten entitled. When I was younger, like gamers, if you played video games, you were just like, "Oh my god, I can't believe the Nintendo 64 game is." Ninety dollars. How am I gonna save up for this? But you like start saving and you figure it out, you know. But like these days, it's just like, you know, people are like, "Oh fuck, ninety nine cents for this bullshit." Like fuck you. <laughs> Ready. Right.
0: Like, so you're saying 99. I pay, you know, fifteen dollars for this, and then I don't get free downloads and updates for the rest of my life. You just yeah. gonna make a game and call it a product? No. I, I expect you to continually serve me forever.
4: <laughs> yeah, even like if like a game gets like updated, like you know, like people like some big companies, they'll like take the same game and reskin it and then like I know and then they'll like charge for it and people get so mad, just like, dude, what the fuck? Like just let us mod it. Let us do whatever we want with your shit. Let me decide your game and change the code and do what I want and sell my own version of it. For free, cause I I spent sixty bucks on it. Like I feel like the, the fact that the gaming industry does so well is so crazy to me, cause like you know the newest games cost you know tens of millions of dollars, and you know people you know I mean pirating isn't as often as it used to be, but still like I just I just don't see how like all these game companies keep pumping out games and they're all like you know it's a hundred bucks, it's like a hundred bucks a game essentially, even though it's like Oh, I'm sorry. In Canada, it comes out to about $80 for, for a video game. Mm.
3: Well, when you factor in DLC and stuff, too, you're looking at 100 bucks either way, at least. But that's the thing. And not, not a lot of AAA a games make money. A lot of them lose money because they spend, whatever, $15, $20 million developing it. And when you do that, you've got to sell 3 or 4 million copies, which is huge. And they're like, oh, why didn't 4 million people buy this? Because we, we fronted $20 million or $50 million in development. It's like, well, you know, maybe, maybe you should trim the fat a little bit. If you, you, know, if you need to sell, like, what, what would the equivalent be? If I, if I moved 4 million records in the music industry, what would I be?
4: you would be quadruple platinum, I
3: think. Right? So you, So there are video games that need to go quadruple platinum in order to make their money back. And it's, okay, well, maybe, maybe just a thought you shouldn't spend as much up front. Just a thought. Maybe
0: they need, to, they need to lower their overhead. Woodycraft.net, best goddamn Minecraft server in the history of the multiverse. We don't spend that much on overhead.
3: Right. You can help our overhead <laughs> even when you go to patreoncom slash pka. Help with our overhead
1: there. I was uh, I was talking to a girl the other day, and and she uh she she was wearing a Minecraft shirt, and we started talking about Minecraft, and I was like, yeah, my 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 friend, he owns a Minecraft server, and she's like, which one? I was like, it's Woodycraft.net. And she's like, oh, "I've never heard of that one. I was like, it's the best one in the fucking world." <laughs> 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 I, I, want to, I want to rip that shirt off your fake tits. You have thing.
0: been taking a picture that it's would the have showed best one in the world. Showed it to your friends, at a teacher.
1: Yeah, I was there to wear that <laughs> Minecraft memorabilia. Exactly. shirt. <laughs>
2: uh. It's the
1: best one in the world. You don't even understand. I actually enjoy. You know, we I played Minecraft for the first time the other day uh, on on Woody's server, and I gotta say, I I finally saw the appeal of Minecraft, and I get it. Like,
2: what happened? it, was, uh,
1: he's got, it, it We played a game called Survival Game, um, Hunger Games, right? Yeah, apparently you can't call it Hunger Games because... Oh, excuse me. <laughs> survival so, Games. Yeah. <laughs> and it's remarkably similar to the premise of Hunger Games in that all the players start, uh, like, on a pedestal and then it lets you move and you've got to run for weapons or you can run into, like, the, the wilderness and try to survive out there. And you kind of band together and, you know, kill the weak guys and steal their shit. And the games last, like, 10 to 20 minutes. So you're not like building shit, like you're not cutting trees down. You you're rushing to like these like treasure chests, and they, they got random shit in them. So sometimes you might get like a really powerful sword, but you might literally get like a bone. Like there might be bullshit in there. And like my
0: bone lo- after bone. I had so
1: many bones, like I didn't know what the fuck to do with them. I was
2: like,
0: I was looking
1: like, at, can, I, can I like gouge eyes with these or something. Like the other guy's got a stone sword, and I've got a bone and like a leather helmet.
2: Like, Meanwhile, a, my
1: 11-year-old
0: really, son is an expert in the game. He's jumping on wheat and crafting yeah. bread for everybody.
3: <laughs> yeah, God, I watched up to him. He, was, he was just throwing bread at me before he <laughs> subsequently killed me <laughs> the next round. But he was just like, here's bread. I'm like, all right, cool, thank you. <laughs> and, you know,
1: everybody's got, like, everybody's character's dressed however they wanted to be dressed. Mine's like Kyle from South Park. And, and so you kind of recognize everybody in game, their avatar. I, I got it. I, I could see how that could be cool. I'm, I'm definitely not getting sucked down that rabbit hole, though. That would be that'd be a know, we
0: didn't notice alive. until oh, I didn't notice until days later. You weren't dressed like Kyle from South Park.
1: That character's name is Kenny. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I was green, right?
3: No, yeah, you had, had the, the green hat. That was Kyle. Kingdom. Um I,
1: I promise you I was Kyle.
3: Kyle has the orange coat too. Kyle has an orange coat, I believe.
1: Oh.
3: It's so it weird is weird. I thought you know, he was Kenny, like, but Kyle, it
4: doesn't I imagined Kenny in my brain. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you know, you killed Kenny with the orange coat. Coat that zooms yeah. in
2: over there.
1: That that's what you wore, right? No, I wore the Kyle, the the, the Jewish guy.
3: Yeah, the Kyle green. has the Kyle has the the green hat, the green mittens, and the orange, uh, the orange uh, jacket with the green collar on him.
1: Yeah. You know what?
0: I I think maybe you're right and I'm wrong.
1: Yeah, that's definitely Kyle. I've seen it. Okay. I, I, South Park's one of my favorite shows. Uh, I I uh, I think I've seen every episode like twice. I I really like what those guys do. That's one of the coolest little success stories ever. And they're weird. Those, those guys are those those guys are fucking unique. Yeah, they went
4: they went to an awards show mm-hmm. on acid, didn't they? Mm-hmm.
1: Dressed, wearing dresses.
4: Wearing, oh yeah, wearing Jennifer Lopez dresses. Yeah,
1: yeah. That that might have been the Oscars.
4: Yeah, and that's funny. everyone was just like, oh, they're wearing dresses and they're acting silly, and then it comes out years later that they were on acid. <laughs> <laughs> they were fucked up.
2: That that that's you have,
4: like people at awards shows like that. I always like I always see Daft Punk like chilling at like music awards shows and they have like their robot helmets on and they're sitting next to each other and like they're just like not talking, they're just there. <laughs> and I always wondered if they have like party chat going on in their helmets. And, like, they're totally like, like, when a weird, like, whoever someone's walking up to them, they could be like, oh, fuck, I hate this guy. So, <laughs>
3: like, it sounds like they're crackling over a radio, like, yeah, check out this broad. Yeah, yeah exactly. They're like,
4: does he see us? Is he coming here? Is he coming here? Um, but it's funny, because, like, then to us, they get to look so cool, and, like, you know what I mean? Like, they're just chilling. But really, they're being probably, like, you know, fucking weirdos in their helmets making jokes and stuff like that. Or they're like,
3: it's or fucking I- hot in here. God.
4: Yeah, I also I also think maybe we might be on our second daft punk now. <laughs> oh Just like your kids maybe. You know what I mean? Like I feel like we're on the second daft punk.
0: Have you seen the daft punk? You probably have, with the girls that have the on their body and they like lift their thigh and do the song.
4: Yeah, with the uh
0: They put robot heads on, they're kind of fit. I feel like a perv watching that video.
4: Me too, and then I touch myself.
3: <laughs> and that completes the perviness. That it goes just, without saying. Just just to con-
4: complete the mm-hmm. circle. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh my god, I feel I feel bad. I should be bad.
3: Like you're you're already going down that road. Might as well just complete it. Like, oh, well, I've already thought about it. So I might as well, I might as well touch myself inappropriately to this. Inappropriate There's like a
4: frustrating thing to watching like sexy videos that like aren't porno. <laughs> There's like a frustrating aspect to it. Cause like you watch, you're like, oh, God damn it. Would you all just fuck already?
3: <laughs> like, come on.
4: You fuck or put some more
3: clothes on or something. You, it's make like, but oh, you
0: guys don't know it but you've just initiated the launch sequence. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) I'll step from here to that collection of subreddits I have, and then I'll go from there all the way to watching Selena22. Peace, baby.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that weird that we've all, or you guys have all watched her have sex, and we just talk about it openly?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And she watches us. She on the watches show.
3: us talking about her having sex on camera.
0: Right. She's a pretty girl. I I, I like her and then and, and she's really sex positive. She's this uh I guess you'd call her an amateur porn star in Harley. Um she got like three and a half million views on Pornhub last month. And uh, um you know, she makes videos of her and her boyfriend having sex. And um she's really aggressive. She seems like I um yeah, you know, I was just doing some research, trying to make sure that she's a legit porn star and everything, and
1: it seems like she vomits on her boyfriend's dick about one in three times. She um I was talking to her a little while ago, so that's that's her first boyfriend. Um she's been with him since she's nineteen. She's twenty two now. <laughs> so like this is the only guy she's ever been with that she makes these porn videos with. She's not even slutty.
0: Not and at all. she's a porn star. She's just
3: uh Oh, so you know she so she tied her Twitter and Pornhub branding to her age, which is going to change in a little while. That's that's bad branding. Can't do what that. It's not saying? smart.
1: Selena, twenty two. Yeah, Selena,
3: twenty two. And uh, um, <laughs> you know, definitely looking that up right now. Phone. <laughs> <laughs> you just go to Pornhub and you type in Selena, twenty two, and you'll see the uh, the supposed like greatness. The videos.
4: I have natural tits and a tight pussy. J pussy. <laughs> oh my god this is her twitter i found it selena 22 follow selena 22 p hub <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's awesome and, and uh
4: like i think that
3: she's like a legitimate fan of the show too she's like fans oh, of yeah. us individually all our work and she loves pka there's... it's great, oh,
4: it's great. Selena22, it's make sure you follow at harley place please
0: <laughs> <laughs> i think there's something kind of charming about the fact that that she's devoted to her boyfriend, like I don't know. What's the perfect woman, right? Let's talk about this. She's supposed to be, you know, Nancy Reagan in public and Sasha Gray in private, right? Selena, I think, might be hitting that. I don't know what she's like in public. Her private,
4: like, um, yeah, well, that's pretty public though.
0: Yeah, she, she might <laughs> overshare
3: a touch on her Twitter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but a lot of butthole pictures on Twitter, just
3: saying. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't her Twitter avatar for a while just a butthole? Was it just not? a butthole. Like so That's, many young kids I was doing.
1: like, I can't she follow you if you just going to be a butthole. Like, like you got, you got to be more than a butthole if I'm going to follow you. Come on. Um, I don't know, but, but big news for you Selena22 fans out there. She just told me a minute ago, apparently, she's going to be um, perhaps quitting her job soon and going full-time on Pornhub.
3: No, live streams? Is she Lots live streaming now? Lives. We talked about there?
1: live streaming. Um, she said maybe in the future. She's not sure.
3: OBS Finding is what you want to go can... with. Don't go with XSplit. It's OBS. Or Here's OBS the or thing.
1: So when
0: if you have any ounce of ambition and then you become like a YouTuber and you start working for yourself, it is easy to get like wrapped up in it and do it 24 by 7. I wonder when your job is having sex, how that how that transfers.
4: Mm-hmm. Right? Like. I was talking to a porn star for a bit. She said that just Monday to Friday she fucks every day.
2: Hmm. Hmm. 40 hours a week?
4: You... <laughs> <That's> <laughs> fucking. It was Monday to Friday she fucks every day. I
3: j- I wonder do they have recreational sex anymore or is their job recreational sex? Yeah, they have recreational well,
1: sex. That's, oh, I,
4: I think to be I think most porn stars are probably uh very sexual already, so uh, I, I feel like they enjoy having sex a lot. But if you're doing it every day, I mean, it's gotta change it. It does. Imagine like, imagine your wife was a porn star and like she came home and you're like, "Hey, babe, you know, I had a long day at work. How about?" And she's like, "Oh, you had a long day at work. <laughs> <laughs> gang Wednesday. Like, do you know what my day was like?" <laughs> <laughs> And then, like you're trying to get it in, and she's like, "Oh, babe, please."
3: I know there have been like (laughs) eight (laughs) dudes inside my butthole right today. It's it's awful. It's crazy. It was a jam-packed day at the office.
0: When um,
3: lock
1: jam at work today. That's all I got to say.
0: (laughs) It
3: works on too many levels. Oh yeah.
2: Oh yeah.
3: Oh, you're awful.
0: When we were having our second kid, uh, after a while, like like. What happened was, it turns out, from the first kid, Jackie was infertile. They had to fix it. But back on topic, when we were having the second kid for years. We had sex like every day for whatever—I don't know—a couple weeks a month. Yeah. And, um, yeah. yeah. Mhm. And um, I at first it's like this is the greatest punishment ever. Like this is this is the world's most fantastic problem to have. Um, like literally, like we were talking about some sort of thing or angle or whatever. And my doctor said, "Well, I think you should hit that from behind." Did
2: <laughs> <And on laughs> <that, laughs>
0: I like, get that on a prescription? Like, <laughs> how awesome is this? And uh, you know, so we would like try different positions, different things. You know, it, we were we were trying to conceive. And um uh, uh, but like after a while, it gets to be like you know, working on the chain gang. It's like yeah, like to tell you the truth. Given the option between sex right now and TV, <laughs> <fuck>. <laughs> I, I guess for you, I'll hit that. But yeah, for, for like two years, every day, I had sex while we were having Colin.
3: That's, um, that's a lot of sex. Yeah, that's a lot of sex. That's Dude, rough is there, you Vi- the Viagra and cocaine. Did he prescribe yep. you some of that? Your doctor? <laughs> <laughs> or
2: yeah.
0: One of my um, one of my teammates on my on my hockey team at the time, like he he did the same thing, but he was like whatever nine months in front of me in the process, and he was like, "Nah, dude, it wears out." I'm like, "You're crazy!" By next season, he wasn't crazy at all. It's a lot of sex, but know, they're worse problems to have.
3: Yeah, definitely so. So, what does a full time porn star on Pornhub do? Is she gonna like start doing? <laughs>
0: Is this a birds and the bee lesson that we need to hand out to
3: you? She said she was <laughs> well, going to upload it much more regularly. That's what she was saying. I I I know, I'm, yeah, okay. I, I mean, is she going to s- stay on Pornhub or is she going to start doing like, actual produced porn?
1: Um, I, I didn't ask her about any of that, but it, it, it seems like she's against that. Like, I, I think she's she's super shy despite the fact that she performs sexually on the internet for, for millions of people. Um, she, I don't think she's ever spoken a word in her videos uh, pretty much. I don't think ever really. I've seen. I haven't seen them all though. Oh, you got to run Harley.
4: Yeah, I, I got to head out. I uh, I had just a, a couple hours here set aside. Okay. I want to thank you guys so much for letting me hop in here. By the way, and uh, you know, I guess I'm just gonna go right into jumping on uh, Selena 22, and you know, also thinking <laughs> well, Woody and you know what yeah, he did you- for those two years every single day. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Oh, You're I, I should have
0: got you the pictures of me in my bathing suit to help out. Oh.
4: Oh yeah, send um, the bless- you got my emails, send the speedo over, please. <laughs> it's on my uh, desktop. Hey Harley,
0: what's your show called and what channel is it on?
4: Epic Meal Empire coming to FYI on July 26th at 10pm. So I know if you have DirecTV, I know that channel is 266 and it'll be on at 10pm on July 26th. And uh, follow me on Twitter at HarleyPlays, same with Instagram and uh, Snapchat as well. And I post <laughs> shit there all the time. <laughs> Snapchat's shit by the way you guys got to get on it Snapchat is big time. All right. Oh, thanks man. Don't imagine the disgusting things you guys would get sent if you made a
2: Snapchat. <laughs> God. Making one now. <laughs> the, oh, All right, thank thanks you. again
3: for
4: having me dudes. Thanks
3: for All coming right, on bye, Harley. Man. Have a good one. Take care. Check out Harley and uh Epic Meal Empire on uh airing on FYI on July 26th. That's yeah. uh this should be really cool. He, he was somebody that I completely forgot about when we the last time we talked about YouTubers crossing over. When he said TV, I was like, "Oh, they're doing like a TV special. They're appearing somewhere." No, they've got, they've got a fucking season of a real deal television show, most of it in the can already. That's awesome. Yeah,
1: 18 episodes. That's that's pretty rare. Usually they start out and they they want 6 episodes. They mm-hmm. want they want like a sizzle reel plus 6 episodes or they want Maybe twelve episodes, but to go for like they want a twenty-four episode season. They they bought a whole season. That's great.
3: And um, that would be good. that's good for Harley. Good for all fans of Epic Meal Time and everybody that wants to watch all that stuff go down. Nobody I like Harley and everything
0: he does. Like do. Harley is a scene stealer. Wait, I said that wrong. A scene stealer. Like it, 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 when he's on video game high school and he just like delivers his lines in that like super authoritative like hilarious way uh, it, it makes my panties wet. So um, yeah, check him out. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of making my panties wet we have another sponsor for the show the Briar Rabbit channel. He does uh, Call of Duty commentaries and Beastly Thoughts video game podcasts, let's plays, gaming hardware reviews and general douchebaggery.
1: Very
3: nice.
0: Yes best goddamn youtube channel, channel on youtube. Check him out.
3: <laughs> link on the screen right now and uh and in the description
2: or link
0: in yes. the description. I I link in the description for sure cuz that always <laughs> works. Annotation maybe cuz that sometimes works.
3: Yeah. Woo-hoo. Setting <laughs> setting annotations on like a really long video. It it this it seems mundane if you're not a YouTuber. But if if the show's 3 4 hours long and you've got to co- go to the exact time where a graphic switches or there's a transition to something else, it can be a pain in the ass. Not that it's impossible, but it can just be. And,
0: and sometimes it doesn't work. Like, like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm what I? I did an eight hour Civ video and like I uploaded it. It was in 360p for literally like two and a half days and then it came in 1080 and then it downgraded again to 360 and I haven't looked at it lately.
3: Like, and you uploaded and, and it in 1440, didn't work.
0: you? What's that?
3: You rendered it and uploaded it in 1440p. Uh, I captured done. it in
0: oh, okay. 1440p, yeah, and oh. just straight uploaded that, and it made its way to 1440 and then back down. <laughs> YouTube can be silly, silly sometimes. <laughs> Annotations aren't always available as an option, even though it's like still no. processing or, or whatever. But anyway, the Briar Rabbit channel, check him out. Best goddamn yeah,
2: channel. Yeah,
1: uh, I've been looking at his stuff. He does some D 4 stuff. He, he did a microphone comparison video. He bounces around a
3: bunch. <laughs> Microphone like comparison, that. what was he comparing? Yeah, he um, Which mics did he look at, Link? Yeah, awesome seven. and not as good as mine, I, I suppose. Or, well, Woody's got the best mic here. Kyle's but he's got like 40 that. reviews.
1: I,
0: I think of the mics we're using right now, mine's the most expensive, but I like the one Kyle uses a lot, too. I also mm-hmm. have that
2: one.
3: Yeah, I am I like my RE320. I'm a fan. I'm, I'm glad I went with this instead of trying to save up for either the RE20 or the SM7B. I'm a fan of it. Nice. Go okay. naked. Always play got, naked with your microphones if you can, kids. I'm glad yes. I got
1: this microphone. I'm glad I was talked into it. Next is coming the second monitor. Although, like the other night, I started, uh, I started browsing around on iBuyPower, looking like building like a dream PC. And before I knew it, we were twelve thousand in. But just
3: saying, 4 <laughs> you K monitors, two Titans. Yeah,
1: stuff, like, like yeah, just lots and lots of just every oh, I can use three of them instead of just one, and each of them can have this super, super memory? Yes to all. And, <laughs> uh, and just, just just, building this monstrosity just for it's fun. It's hard
0: to get the 12 grand in the PC world. I can do it in the Mac world. I've done that. The, the, the 12, Power Mac. 12000 on a Mac? Yeah. That new Power Mac they have, you can get, Yeah, you can go multi I forget how many, but if you load it up, like, the thing about Macs is they last longer than PCs. Not necessarily because, like, to me, there's two reasons. One, the operating system. Like when you, you know how in Windows over time you like install stuff and then uninstall it, and it's like a big mess of bullshit. And like, it, does McAfee ever truly uninstall? Who the fuck knows? It's
3: like its PC. own spyware. It's shitty.
0: Yeah, <sighs> I, I, I bet if I go in my task menu here, and I'm sensitive and kind of savvy about these things. There's still shit that I don't want. Like this is some sort of phone Kia thing. I don't know. It loads up bullshit, and it doesn't uninstall. It never happens right. I accidentally installed McAfee the other day with a flash update for my browser. It, bullshit, and uh, it didn't even give me the checkbox. I just like chose auto up anyway. Um, on the Mac, that doesn't happen. On the Mac, it, like everything installs and uninstalls as one pack package. It doesn't litter. Like DLLs and registry bullshit all over the place. So your Mac is as fast three years from now as it is the day you bought it. Now software could you know the latest software might require more, but it's not like the same stuff slows down like happens on Windows. And then also the hardware is just built to a high standard. So you know things things tend to be like aluminum, you know, and uh, drilled out instead of like stamped or whatever. And um, so when you buy a Mac, in my head anyway. Sometimes I buy it thinking I'm going to use it for two or three years, whereas with a PC, like, you know, I, I, I upgrade my PC every year or two, hmm. whereas Macs, you know, they go on for a while.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, hmm.
3: yep. Yeah, I got to get a new uh, new capture card. I just ordered that. I got to get the AverMedia one because I did not know that the Blackmagic Intensity Pro does not do 1080p. It can't actually do it. It says it can. It can't.
0: Wait, why do you say it can't?
3: It it can't do 1080p30. You, you can't recognize it at least for uh, um my uh, my new system I got. So
0: yeah, that's always my issue. I think it does do 1080p30, but inconsistently. My Black Magic like it would sometimes work, sometimes not work. It 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 was always finicky. And then um, it had an issue like after you save after you stop recording, you couldn't change the file name. It's probably boring to some people, but yeah, Black Magic wasn't good. Then I got AverMedia. That to me is the best one out there, but none of them compare to just like PC games. So it's that best you can get. And shadow play doesn't work for me at all. Mm -hmm. Like it, I can record shadow play, but I can't pick up my mic or maybe I can pick up my mic, but I can't pick up my camera. That's for sure. it doesn't do it yet.
3: One last hyper-technical thing before we move on. If people are bored by this, um, I tried out NVENC encoding on OBS and it's amazing allows for 1080 full 1080p 60 frames per second recording at ultra high bit rates and it looks just as good as h264 um and it doesn't utilize as much of your cpu so you can be doing other things and it uses your graphics card somehow Is that just a checkbox? Uh yeah, it's in you can set it up in your profile like you know how you set up different profiles mm-hmm. um you can set up one and then you I believe you go to I don't I'm recording now so I don't want to mess with anything. I believe yeah. you go to uh I believe it's encoding or perhaps okay. it, it it might be advanced options. It makes sense to be under encoding, but I think it's under advanced options and you'll you'll see H264 with a little bubble next to it and usually it defaults to H264. Next to it to the right there should be NVENC in all caps and that's Nvidia's uh codec. Right, and right, it right. the video card. Mhm. Yeah.
0: And do so, you say that was OBS or DxTory?
3: OBS. Mhm. Yeah, and it um it allows for ten eighty p sixty recording. Some, I believe, they've been making changes to it because when it originally dropped, you had to record because I thought, oh my god, I can stream at ten eighty p sixty now with one PC. This is amazing. But if you are not at a high enough bit rate, it looks all rainy. It gets that rain effect. You know what I am talking about in the video, mm. all the artifacts. Um, but I think they've been messing with it. And I, and I recorded, I recorded at ten or fifteen megabits per second using Nvenc, and it looked pretty good. So might be that's able awesome. To out some yeah, I, 1080p. I throw
0: so, as much as I can at my video card now. I feel like uh, I run out of CPU all the time, but my video card's pretty high end. And it's like if I can make it do a thing, that'll be fine. Yeah, I I do that.
3: Like I paid for the 680, I might as well use it. Yeah, you, yeah. you've got a Titan in there, and
0: dude, well same it. thing. I I know that technically there's some sort of difference in there, but I've had the 680, and then I bought a Titan, and my life didn't change at all.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: exactly the
0: same thing. <laughs> Hey, what'd you get
3: for your birthday? My birthday? Mm-hmm. Um, I got, my girlfriend got me a watch. Nice. Um, and she, <laughs> this is great. This is probably, I was thinking about, it. she always asked me, like, what's the best president? Like, what did you like the most? I'm like, I don't want to answer that question. Because if I say one thing, you're like, oh, you didn't like the other things? But this, this is the best. Here, let me get it. It's right here. <clears throat> The Thinkers' Thesaurus: Sophisticated Alternatives to Common Words.
0: Oh goodness gracious!
3: <laughs> it's fucking great. I love it. It's really thick too. It's got it's got a lot of beef to it. So let's say, let's say you wanna uh, you wanna find another word for malleable. Let's say that's not doing it for you. You can also say ductile. But you didn't know that. <laughs> uh, you want, if you want to manly like manly related uh-huh. to or concerning with being a man, preopic. Is what you can go out. with? I
0: need I need another word for pretentious.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: I think I got you covered there. I see this. One. I see where you're going with that, but don't think I don't. Um, let's see. We're at pressure pretend pretentious, as in affected and high flown uh, use of language, uh, euphuistic, top lofty uh fastuous crocodilian crocodilian <laughs> seriously crocodilian. pretentious as an in insincere crocodilian uh mm. donish flatulent, as in pompous yeah.
0: flatulent means pompous
3: i guess and donish yeah donish this is a <laughs> sophisticated alternatives to common words, so
0: <laughs> all right, all right, Kyle, yes, sir, in your opinion. Which one of us has the worst affliction, my inability to remember names, Lefty's inability to use his legs, or your black bar face?
1: Hmm. (laughs) Well, I feel that your ability to remember the names is sort of like face palming, sort of cringe kind of feeling that that is kind of uncomfortable um, when you watch it. Especially if you if you're like a fan and like the person in particular you're messing like like Sarah Silverman that's when I got Sarah Silverstone not a person. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's funny? People think I'm doing that on purpose
1: at this point, but like like I know I, I think you should just try to mess them up as much as possible. I like don't always like like you should sit around like if if if, if like let's say Philip Seymour Hoffman were in the. Uh, you know the news. Just just make sure that you think of another Philip that you can completely <laughs> fuck him up with, and insist that that's who it is.
3: <laughs> I swear, no, it's Philip I... Morris, right? Yeah, it was Philip Morris who was yeah. in who was in the yeah, Hunger it... Games and died yeah, of the heroin. That's who it was. Yeah, it's totally Philip Morris. Duh. <laughs> making up Philip Seymour Hoffman, whoever that is.
0: Yeah, but you guys have, have been with me in private conversations many times, and you hear it's the same thing as it is on the air. Which mm-hmm. yeah, it's,
3: it's not it's not an act or put on. <laughs> in any way or forced or anything like that. It's just,
0: uh... It's, it's just, just messed up. All right. We, we try. So Lefty's, Lefty's inability to use his legs or your black bar face, Kyle?
1: Um... Well, Lefty doesn't actually have an inability to use his legs. So that's just kind of a joke. And you don't have a black <laughs> right, bar face. Right, you don't face. actually
3: have a black bar face. Like, what is he going to try? Like, an I actually having a black but the bar scars, face. Buddy, I don't really
1: want them awful. to see the scars. <laughs> <laughs> Threw myself in front of that panther to save those children, but God damn it, I wish I hadn't. <laughs> um, I don't know, probably the black bar face, and I love that because I love frustrating them so, so much.
3: I love mm. the camera though. I love the the induction or the use of the camera or the introduction. Yeah, of the I'm so, I feel fantastic. like this
1: one's a little weak. I wanted to get like a down the barrel shot. It seems a bit out of focus to me. I don't know if I can refocus it from here. How would but it look if you made, if you laid it sideways? It's kind of across the room. Do you, do
3: you, oh, you, I, I thought you could reach it.
1: Yeah, I, I could go over and turn sideways. So you've yeah. got
3: a little set set up like elsewhere where you you've you controlled. Yeah, it the totally is.
1: Like, like, like there's a there's a bit of a partition between me and what you're looking at right now. There's a studio light I set up, like like <laughs> like a legit like big like studio light that's like on a telescopic thing and the big bag and everything. Well, and that
0: explains because when you laid the ammo down, a lot of it was off camera. And I was like, "Can he see that?" But I, now I know that you couldn't see that.
1: No, I was just kind of like pouring everything. There's a lot of stuff in that shot you can't see. I'm gonna get better with the, with, with what I'm putting on camera. It's just been a busy week, and I haven't been I haven't been able to decide. Uh, my options are limited with some of the cool some of the cool ideas I, I had got shot down, but um, <laughs> I'm trying to come up with alternatives that would work. And I'm thinking maybe insects is gonna be the way to go, because. Nobody's gonna tell me I can't have a fucking scorpion in my own house, all right? I'll get I a know someone who would tell you
0: that.
3: Yeah, I, I'm, I have an idea. I mean, if if poisonous <laughs> well, snakes got knocked down, scorpion. down, scorpions probably gonna get knocked down too. You don't need to know
1: about about it until one of them's already killed the other, and by that time, half the problem's gone, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, that makes perfect sense. And then you know how to get rid of the other problem? Throw it, it, throw a snake. bigger
1: bug in there. Yeah,
3: and then get a mongoose for the snake. hmm Spider monkey for the mongoose.
1: Um, we're, I, I, we're, not, we're not going down that road because that leads to a scary place but crocodile for the spider monkey right now bug fights is on the top of my list because i just can't think of anything else that's better obviously i would like to feed a snake or you know have some desk pops but it's just not an option
0: you know what eats crocodile hippopotamus
3: they do big powerful mm-hmm. jaws in there
1: but nothing eats a
3: Poachers, you get poachers. That's what you do. There's <laughs> some African guys running around your house. Say so you there's, there's ivory poach- to be had.
0: And you know what kills poachers? Your associate FPS Russia. Mm-hmm. There's. I this saw, cycle is complete.
1: I saw where uh, in Africa they were shooting the fucking poachers dead. Like they're not fucking around. Like like they, they killed a bunch of poachers the other day.
0: That's a business idea, dude. We should have like um like a poacher hunting vacation that we sell. Right, so Who we can just sort of set up camp and, and no, no, no. Patreon.com/slash We'll do it. Right, so so we'll start. An, so we'll launch a new business in which we take people and we hunt poachers and then we kill the poachers and then ship them back to the United States before they get caught.
1: I'm going to throw this out here and say that poachers aren't that evil enough a, a segment of the population that we could quote unquote hunt them. You're such a commie. You want to make money or not? <laughs> Why don't we go after child molesters? How about a thing where, like, when one oh, of those child everyone's molesters... going a thing against
0: child molesters, huh? No one has a soft spot in their heart for a little pedo.
1: No, <laughs> I'm just joking. Like none, like, 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 almost no. zero, like. The well, No, no, no. Actually, imaginable. there
3: are there are somebody that has a that has a soft spot in their heart. There was a church in Kentucky that hired <laughs> a convicted sex offender priest, and then he promptly uh, uh, raped a fourteen year old boy. Yeah, multiple times. Once raped at the, him real good. Is, at the church. is he the Have one? You that been raped the, the church, guys?
0: There, someone's just setting up a church. I was reading about it on Reddit. There's a church where the um, the priest is a pedo, so they're saying no kids at this church. Did you guys see that?
1: Wow, oh, really? That can't be true.
2: That's oh. gotta be onion. Why are, you, why are you That's still a, why are no, you wait. still
3: a priest why are you still allowed to be a priest if you're a pedophile registered sex offender or anything like that why are you still a priest
1: so so here's my idea we uh you know we round up a few pedophiles and we get the bad ones you know I, I'm willing to to believe that maybe some of these guys have some horrible I don't know, chemical imbalance or something that, that that and they can't help the way they feel and it's tor- it's a torturous existence cuz who would want to be a pedophile? Let's get real. Um maybe it's maybe it's something they can't help. Um but but there's definitely some evil ones out there who don't want to help it. They're like, "Yeah, I'm glad I like fucking them kids cuz fuck kids." You know, a there's church, evil pedophiles. We should church in
0: Jacksonville, up. Florida is coming under fire for its controversial decision to ban children from church services. The Christ Tabernacle Missionary Baptist Church has banned children from attending Sunday services because their new pastor, Daryl Gillard, is a registered sex offender and cannot have contact with children. He pled guilty to lewd conduct and lewd molestation of two underage girls.
1: Wow.
3: This guy's still representing the God Squad, huh? They're
1: just like,
3: yeah, we love that guy. Love him.
0: He molested a fifteen year old girl and sent a lewd text message to another. Um, on december twenty eighth he resumed preaching and uh they're hoping that he can move past this incident and continue on with his work for God. Oh, wow. this is great. <gasps> Somehow I will prove that life isn't over after you committed a crime which receives a heinous label. You don't have to languish a on heinous the a of heinous society.
3: Label.
1: What? A heinous label. Like, oh no,
3: it's bullshit that I got hate for diddling that kid a couple times. Like, that's some bullshit. You know, what happened to the good old days
1: when a community would band together and rid itself of certain individuals? (laughs) You know, like, they still do that stuff over in the Middle East, and oftentimes we hear the worst of it. Like, we hear about those awful honor killings and that disgusting shit. Right. But But for every one of those. I bet maybe there's like five instances of some real cocksucker out there, some motherfucker who did some bad shit getting stoned real good because he needed it.
0: Some people need a good stoning.
1: Some people need a good stoning. Mm Mm-hmm. All right? You know, some people need a good stoning. And in certain countries, they're not above that. I think we we should try to become higher in the world rankings for stoning. Yeah, we got to be near the bottom. If we're trying to be number
0: one for killing people, we really need to step up our game in killing Americans. Diversify. Yeah. I mean, we can't just start killing other people, and we've been overly focused on killing brown people for some reason, right? Way Whether too many Middle brown
1: East, people in the column. Come on.
0: Somalia, Middle East, whatever. I understand
1: affirmative action, but it's gone too far. Too many yeah, brown Yeah,
0: exactly. People. We need to start killing some, like I'm picturing a slightly chubby white priest.
1: I want pink people, some like... Some like uh, I don't know some some chubby pink people like maybe some Swedish people or uh, or um, I'm imagining like that that Hans cartoon that fat little Swedish boy who was mm-hmm. always eating the meatballs and uh, and chocolate like like people that look like that let's get some uh, some light some lighter hosen wearing people let's go after them again <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
3: well, how about mm-hmm. Icelanders I'm sick of them being so white and perfect looking in the Iceland Icelandic volleyball team or bikini team no 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 no. You're done looking all good and stuff, blonde hair, blue eyes, all that good stuff. you need to, to conquer
1: them. a couple of those countries. I'm tired of this. 50. I was just thinking of that, right? You, you know why Fifty there's so since many, I was born. My whole you know life. There's so many
0: hot like Norway and Swedish chicks or whatever. Because the uh, the Vikings didn't bring the ugly ones back home. We need to go grab some of the hot chicks from from like Northern Europe and make them Americans. Pillage.
2: That's pillaging mm-hmm. right there. That's
1: what that That's, is. So yeah. yeah, some people don't know this. So. Couple little genetic traits passed on by the rape and pillage of the Vikings back in the day. All all you redheaded people out there, and they brought that to you. They came down and, and raped the shit out of you real good. All you you Irish redheaded <laughs> people. That's why, because you were right in the path of the Viking fury, and they raped the most of you. There's more red haired people in Scotland and Ireland than there are in you know, the southern part of the British Isles because y'all got a better raping.
0: And they are a product of rape, right?
1: Another little cool See, rape thing about it.
0: I don't mean to brag. But both my kids got red hair. How you think they were conceived?
1: Woody is a rapist descendant. He is <laughs> a descendant of a raping Viking.
0: Apparently rape makes redheads, and uh, Jackie's built for it.
1: Nailed it. Um, <laughs> another thing, uh, there are certain uh, European countries where the women aren't very attractive there. Um, I'm not going to name any, but I find that, that some of the women in, that, in certain areas of Europe are just uglier. I
0: drifted out. Are we talking about Boston?
1: We're d- <laughs> no, that's not Eastern Europe. But there's some ugly bitches in Boston. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Y'all are looking rough. Everyone <laughs> I mean, like, like, I mean, rough like like bad skin and all oily, and their hair was like bad and just like. I'm gonna
2: get
0: my ass kicked they the next they had time bad posture. There.
1: Um, you know, I I saw a couple of hot chicks there. Um, and they were. And, there was, and there what did you
0: call them? Do you remember what you called the hot chicks in Boston? No, but it was funny. What I say? He called them tourists.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. What do you call a hot chick in Boston? A tourist. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm sure
0: beautiful women there. My friends have beautiful wives and stuff. I feel like I think that the Joe's.
1: People. I think that Joe's. Uh, Joe's lady was Katie's the most attractive awesome. woman. Awesome. Saw the whole trip. Um, yep.
0: Joe has a friend named Chris. His wife is beautiful as well. She's lovely, uh, and yeah, she really is. She looks exactly like Katie Holmes. But the
1: uh, the Bostonians themselves uh, not hitting on all cylinders. Let me just say it, say that uh, looking rough. But the reason there's ugly women in Europe is because during the Spanish Inquisition, one of the things that they would do, um, like if there was a hot chick in your village, all the other, all the old crones would be jealous of her. They'd be like, you know, Jenny's a witch. The Spanish inquisitors would show up, and their thing was that a lot of them were like kinky old priests who wanted to like molest a woman. So they'd, like, torture this lady naked until she admitted to being a witch. Then they'd hang her, burn her, or uh, drown her. And, uh, and through that process, over time, they killed all the hot chicks out. And the women of Europe got uglier by, like, a degree.
0: They lost a point on the 1 to 10 scale, huh? Yes, you
1: guys lost a point on the 1 to 10 <laughs> scale.
0: You don't recall. do that.
3: No, you don't want to do that. That's, that's rough.
1: <laughs> See, we've been importing hot people for generations over here.
0: I, you know what though? I I will say this. I think when you blend races, you tend to get hot people.
1: You get interesting-looking people, which is often hot.
0: Yeah, like I I think the melting pot thing really works out for making good-looking people.
1: Yeah, I like um I like if a girl kind of has an interesting look to her, like um I don't know, like 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 what's that Kate Upton girl? Like her face seems really plain to me. Like I'm not saying she's not gorgeous, beautiful. Her face is wonderful. It's a beautiful face, okay? But it's not. I, I'm not like yes, that's a ten. That's that's the ideal. That's exactly what I'd want because I might want someone with like a, a slightly longer than average nose or slightly w- wider than uh, than average eyes, or I might like, want their lips to be really big or their cheekbones to be really pronounced or uh, uh, you know s- some interesting feature that makes them unique looking. And you're like yeah, you know, there's someone who's striking looking in a you know in a in a, in a different kind of way than than the, just the sort of vanilla look that I feel like she has.
0: I, these pictures came out of Kate Upton lately. I wonder if I can find them again.
1: Yeah, you, know, uh, you know, I almost, I feel like an internet neckbeard type guy, just, just even hating on Kate Upton. But she's, she, she's gained an amount of weight that makes her body look average to me, like, like an average citizen that I could find at Starbucks in the morning within ten minutes. Like, like she, she, her body doesn't look very good uh, with the amount of weight she's gained. She's still a beautiful girl, though. It's just a step down from where she was, for sure, and to sort of an average plane of existence.
0: I oh, Shocks. I'm, I'm finding all these, like, beautiful pictures. They were, like, um, I think the pictures were incognito. Like, she didn't know she was being, like, people were taking her picture. And um, exactly like you said, like, again, I feel like I'm doing the whole neck beard thing. And, you know, she's beautiful. She's if she was in your high school she'd be one of those like you know five girls that rule over all the others because she's just so beautiful but like to me her belly was the most notable thing in that picture and other people were seeing her boobs but to me it was about the belly man i
1: i mean i i know a couple of girls with better bodies than Kate Upton has in those pictures
0: I'm hunting for them, man. I, I I bet I'll be able to find them in in a minute.
1: <sighs> Harley's show is gonna be pretty cool, I think. Like like after hearing him talk about it, I uh I was I became more excited than I was initially. Like hearing what they're actually doing in the premise of the show, and that they filmed that many episodes. Yeah. I bet that was fun. I'm glad we had him for like that unique perspective on Israel too. That was interesting that, that we had him here.
0: It was interesting, you know, because I didn't. I, I bet if he wasn't here, I'd have been more anti-Israel. But he kind of had a point in that they do sort of go out of their way not to like hurt other people. And uh, they you definitely know, they,
3: fired artillery shells from ships on onto the beaches where children were present, though. That definitely wasn't like a thing. They only got four. <laughs> That's all they got, though, was those four kids.
1: That's all there were.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and that kind of plays into the whole... Well,
1: you know, the thing about that is, like, do you think they were aiming at those kids? Were they on the boat, like, let's blow those kids up? Probably not, right? I mean, our government does worse every day. Mm -hmm. You know, I... I I, I, I just...
0: I found the Kate Upton picture. And, uh... Um, here I will ask you the viewer before you look at this picture what is the first thing you notice about this woman who by the way is beautiful but what's the first thing that catches your eye Kyle what was the first thing you noticed
1: it's her gut it's her gut and then her boobs and the fact that her thighs aren't as nice as I thought they were because if you look at the one that's flat on the bed you can get a sense of um, uh, how big it actually is and not just how wide it is which is two very different things if you're to me
0: there's something not firm about that belly button area.
1: Yeah, it's not. It's it, it's um it, it's it's uh it's, it's it's not good. It's not ideal and it's not I working for
0: I saw this picture on Reddit and the comments were like, "Look at those boobs. Those boobs are gigantic. Does she even have nipples? There's not a lot left." But I think what's happening <laughs> is that the, that top boob anyway is being pulled to the side a bit. So what you think is the front where the nipple goes is actually yeah. just kind of squished and...
3: Either that like or it's twisted. hanging on for dear life in that bathing
0: suit. Yeah, it's hanging on for dear life, which means that the front of it is not in the front where it normally is. Like, the, the boob sort of scooched out the side.
1: There's another picture where she looks even worse.
0: Um, You can help me Google it.
1: Okay, I'm but, sorry. Yeah, I'll get right on that. Um,
3: <laughs> I, I don't know, but I never I never saw Kate Upton as being like that. Like, she was the peak of physical fitness. She was just supposed to be... You know, that I don't, I don't even know what she was, but to me, it wasn't like, you know, oh, Kate Upton, she's got those, uh, you know, eight pack abs, and, she, you know, she's got that V thing that points down at the pelvis, and that was never
1: really her MO. Check, check this out. Look at, I just Google searched her. All of her pictures are kind of like what you just described, though, if you look at them. Look at all these beach photos and stuff. Like, she's got, in a lot of these photos, she's, uh, I love
0: pictures on the internet. Are you saying she looks really fit in those photos?
1: I'm not saying that that this is representative of her actual build during these times necessarily. I'm saying it's representative of her image. Mm -hmm. And when uh, I I see those pictures that that we were looking at the other night and you showed one of them.
0: I I, kind of hear what Lefty says, right? To me, Kate Upton is always the model that jiggled. You know, she's hot, she's gorgeous, and she has a jiggle to her. But um, when I saw the jiggle, I always thought, like, you know what? I think she's a little bit pre-fat. Like, you know, that's... (laughs) As a guy who's been around the block, I can spot a girl who you know is going to be kind of chunky in a couple of years. And uh, Kate Upton is is one of them.
1: I don't know about that, but... In 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 these recent pictures that she was less than uh, in her, uh, she wasn't at her best at all.
0: I'm I'm calling it. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Not the whole drug thing, but it wouldn't surprise me if she went the role of Anna Nicole Smith.
1: Oh. Ooh. That's a dark road. (laughs) It is. Well, you said not the whole
3: drug thing. I mean, well, it may have been the dark chocolate road too, but. (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: I, I'm telling you, she has the potential to swell up like Anna Nicole Smith did She is. I saw pictures of Elle McPherson recently and mm. anybody who looked at those pictures, she's 50, would say oh my goodness, like this woman is, is still hot, right? If you could take that 50 year old Elle McPherson and drop her in and 16 year olds in high school would be like oh my lord, that's mm. hot whereas typically you know, with that kind of age gap, you are you're pretty much invisible to the opposite sex, and uh, and she still has it. Kate Upton will not be one of those women. Hmm. She's not going to be the Cindy Crawford, Elle <laughs> McPherson, etc., who last till they're fifty.
3: I wonder what's that like. What it's like to live, you know, live a life where people are constantly trying to find the not the best, the worst. Angle the worst lighting, the worst picture of you, because this picture this this looks like a paparazzi picture right the, the well, one I would say is. so yeah
0: because it was in an album of thirty one like similar pictures
3: that person probably got paid a lot of money for these from somebody like from some national inquirer enquirer type deal, and it's like you know the princess uh or the duchess or what is she now the i
0: don't know you talking kate, about the
3: kate win no not kate winslet
0: when kate winslow
3: oh oh it's some
0: kate, um, kate uh, mary kate I'll trust she, married
3: me, the, just, uh, she married the she married the prince. yeah the prince Yeah, yeah. Kate. So,
0: the what did wings say that she was had a flat
1: butt what what was wings criticism of her she does not have a flat butt she does not have a flat
3: butt. A, i
0: saw what i was her just the woman. other day on reddit yeah. You saw an upskirt of her
1: uh, of Kate? Of, yeah, of on uh,
0: Reddit. That's terrible. Where on Reddit?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Where uh, could uh, such a celebrity. thing possibly be found on Reddit? That's dreadful. Know. Like, what would you know. search
0: to find that?
1: I I don't know. I don't I don't save these things. I just make a mental note and move along. Keep it going.
0: Is it's not Kate
1: Winslet though? No, it's definitely definitely not Kate Middleton. Um, ah, Kate Middleton. There we
3: there go. go. Ah. Yeah,
1: through Kate Middleton upskirt, and and i no, I'm not going
3: to search that, but. Like paparazzi are constantly trying to oh, maybe later, Con, they're pomp, constantly trying to like get upskirt shots of her like this and and find like bad angles so that they can sell to the to the rags like oh look at the Duchess of uh, Duchess of Pork I remember that the the whatever the other British woman was and she was big in the nineties that was when a paparazzo found Princess her. Diana no the uh, the she was the Duchess of York oh. And then some unflattering photos were posted and the name Duchess of Pork got late, thrown that's on a, that's her. That's and... a good one. That, who is that, it?
2: That? Who,
1: who got... uh, she was, was a... Duchess
0: Kate Middleton is lovely. I saw the upskirts. Even somehow an upskirt on her is classy.
1: Was it the one where she's wearing the black and white dress and he's got his arm around her?
0: No, she's wearing a yellow dress.
1: Uh, here, yeah, mine's better. Hang on. <laughs>
3: Uh yeah, Sarah, the Duchess of York. She she did some work for um. I believe. One of those dietary places. Oh dear. Oh dear. What is this?
2: What oh. oh.
0: This is a woman who looks good from every angle.
1: Yeah, yeah. Th- th- she does not have a flat butt. Wings might just prefer a more curvaceous butt than I do. Maybe that's it. But.
0: Uh, I, I, There aren't many who would not approve of this rear end. It's nice. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at it way too much. Let's close this. This is inappropriate. <laughs> be,
1: you know, that, that's a, that, I bet that's a cool lifestyle to be like a fucking Prince of England. I don't know which one of it was, but the Queen gave one of them a fucking helicopter the other day for his birthday.
0: Really? Uh, I wonder, yeah. Like So there must be a downside to it, right? Everyone's looking at you, judging you. Um, I read somewhere that they do like two hundred and thirty appearances a year. that's a full time job, and that's a lot of travel like your whole life is decided for you, and that's kind of a tough gig um but it sure seems like the upsides are nice and you know they they've never worried about money a day in their life to the extreme. a difference between being able to pay your bills and living a royal life royal lifestyle. My dog is barking someone needs shooting. <laughs>
3: You've got that new shotgun with the flashlight on it. I know, right? I think know, you right? it to whoever may be out there to go looking. I mean, I think that's what you needs to happen. Yeah, your dragon's breath? <laughs> just, to, just to add some extra light just so you can see. Fire a warning Who's shot. So Who's wow. <laughs>
1: out Do you want I'm to go on patrol? I kind of do. Can you go guys Can yeah,
3: you Could you rig ahead, a wireless control. system so you can That'd take us cool on patrol, shit. like put a GoPro on and hook it up to your wireless
0: I'll leave network. the mic on. If I have to kill anyone, we need auto, okay. audio. Just, just
3: so you know, yell halt first. Just yeah, so you sure know. Make sure you
1: get all your phrases mm-hmm. said correctly. Yes. Stop it's coming not right persisting. for me. I if see the possibility <laughs> you do it all the time. <laughs> Stop Holy shit, I
3: found crack on him. Oh my god. It's wrinkled everywhere. This is weird. I didn't pump it. He had to pump it. That's he wants
1: a- to save the pump for later. Maybe. Maybe that's the intimidation factor that he wants to be able to bring to the table.
3: Mm-hmm. Can you tell if you're pumping on a on an empty chamber or not? Like, if I, if, if it's not loaded, could you would you be able to? In tell? In
1: the heat of the moment, probably not. If mm-hmm. you if you said if you did it and were like try to tell, I probably could. And if it was in my hands, I could.
3: Mm, okay. All
2: right.
1: And if I could see it, I could, I could see the difference. But I don't know. If I'm an intruder and I hear chick chick, <laughs> I, I, I'm not deciphering any audio uh, clues. You're not,
3: you're not trying to call a bluff. You're yeah, <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm trying to keep the shit from running down my pants leg while I ease my way back out that window.
3: Yeah, that's – uh, that would – I mean, you, you kind of got to have it in your head if you're breaking into somebody's house that they might have a gun and shove it in your face. Don't you have to have that I in the back there's... of your mind somewhere if you're a home invader?
1: I think there's a couple of different kinds of home invaders, and I think the home invader himself is, is sort of his own thing in, in, in a way. Like that, To me, a home invader is, is, a, is a violent person. It's not about breaking and entering. He's not a cat burglar. He's an invader. He's coming in, taking over, maybe raping someone, assaulting people, killing people, torturing people, doing bad things to the, the individuals and stealing their stuff, really disrupting their way of life. Um, perfect individual for, for a good killing. Uh, and <laughs> then there's like the cat burglar type guy, Who's maybe he's not you know as sophisticated as an actual cat burglar who would be like a, a professional jewel thief, but he's just the sort of guy who does a breaking and in, breaks and enters, and he's trying to grab whatever he can come to first to get a little money for maybe mm-hmm. drugs or whatever he needs the money for. Maybe.
3: And he doesn't want to hurt anybody. He's not like he I don't want Christmas. To, who knows? Yeah, I don't want to hurt you. I don't. No, want to, he, I don't want violence or anything like that. I just want to. I just want to take your shit. I want to take your shit.
1: And then there's. And then there's probably a group of guys who don't think anybody's home and are shocked when there is. Um, so, so there's a whole, there's, there's a few different categories of those guys, and different. They all need to be dealt with in different ways. Like that, that's why you don't just shoot some random guy you find in your house. But all you know his wife just died in a car accident. And he's crawling for help. You know, gotta ask questions for you start shooting people.
3: Hmm. You see, I'm of the mind. Not even being a gun owner, if I happen upon somebody in my home in the middle of the night who's not supposed to be there. Like, I'm shouting commands, and the first one they don't follow is the last one they ever get.
1: I'm trying to be as understanding as possible while I'm protecting my own life and anybody else's Mm -hmm. who's there. Uh, I'll keep everybody safe, and I'll keep myself safe, but I I don't want to hurt anybody if I don't have to.
3: Wow, see, look at that. See, everybody anti-gun, they want to talk about the crazy yokels in Montana that are, like, stockpiling weapons in preparation for, well, you stockpile weapons. But you're not doing it because you're crazy, and you're not doing it because you think you might have to go to war with the U.S. government one day. At least you haven't voiced that publicly. No. You just have a lot of guns because you like them. You think they're cool, and you like using them. And you'll be reasonable in using them, and not be, just be like looking for somebody. Oh yeah, I,
1: I'm I'm hundred times more reasonable with with my with my weaponry than like I, 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 any PD that you could find on Reddit right now. You could get on Reddit and find fifty police departments that use more uh, that don't have the discretion I have.
3: You should be the head of the NRA, the spokesman. There you go. Yeah, you.
1: Like, Maybe the gun owners of America, they're more hardcore.
3: <laughs> like, let's not be douche-nozzles about our gun ownership. Let's let's just be reasonable about it and not go looking to kill people just because we own yeah, guns.
1: And, and, I mean, the other thing is, like, if you if you think about it, like, do you really want to shoot somebody in your fucking living room where your kids live and, like... Do you want? Do you want to kill somebody in your fucking house? Like, no. You you would much rather be like, get on the ground. The cops will be here in five minutes. Don't move. Or I'm going to have to hurt no. you.
0: No. But would I? Absolutely.
1: Yeah. If you have to, you'll do it. But it's 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 yeah. not it's not option A, and it's not my favorite option. It's it's probably my least favorite option. Right uh, right above you know letting the guy you know, hurt me. My favorite
0: me. option is. This is the spot where Jack ate a man.
1: Oh yeah, that's
2: that's
1: a good <laughs> Yeah, that that would be pretty hardcore too. <laughs> I bet yeah. Jack would Jack would probably get like a medal from the mayor. <laughs> Jack
0: would become famous. <laughs> he's like Marmaduke. Uh, Jack, if people don't know, is my biggest dog. Just like a uh,
3: violent, crazy Marmaduke. <laughs> my alarm was on. There's angry. nothing going
1: on uh,
0: between the dogs and the alarm. It's, no one's coming in without without good warning. I
1: wonder which of us has the better alarm system.
0: Uh, I don't know.
3: Gotta say, Woody, Jack is just like if you are not part of the oh. family, you are a persona non grata,
1: and that's <laughs> well, it, in, in terms of, I don't of just know if the- we want to discuss our security parameters uh, on the air, but <laughs> you can't My really arm? you can't crack a seal without without setting off the thing. <sighs>
0: I yeah, know. my mine's... worry
3: is breaking the seal. That's my only worry.
0: <laughs> I don't know whose is better, but um but my makes me very feel touching. safe. Yeah. Yeah,
1: mine, yeah I you, you can't open a window, you can't touch a door, you can't uh can't do anything without me knowing it. You right. Know, there's cameras so that I can You have I
0: glass can... breaking everywhere.
1: Yeah, and there's yeah. um there's audio, there's
0: every there's, so often someone thing. will like drop a glass in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. It sets off the alarm system and we have like 30 seconds to deactivate it. Like, a, you avoid the broken glass and deactivate the alarm and stuff mm-hmm. like
1: that. I like the alarm system. That's cool. The uh, I, I never thought I'd like one, but it, it, it's sort of a peace of mind thing, just so that you know that like... You know, it's
0: weird. It's, it makes you... Like, sometimes I think like that I'm paranoid, right? Like... like You know, you do you really guns, Right? But then it's like, you know what? It... So here's the thing, and this is, we haven't always had an alarm system, we just got ours like a couple years ago, I think, and um, uh, I get jumpier when I'm home alone, and it's not like I expect my 15-year-old daughter to protect me or anything, but it does explain everything. Like, you know, whatever, if there's a bump in the kitchen, and there's someone in the living room, I probably don't have to worry about that. Like a living room person would, would know it, or caused it, or something.
1: Yeah, and the other thing is like the activity of your family disparages anyone from coming in. Like right now, your home probably looks like you know no movement or anything at all. The lights mm-hmm. are probably off downstairs. It looks like everybody's asleep or maybe isn't even home if they can't tell you're up there.
0: But there's less activity, there's less like fewer eyes watching everything, and there's no reason to dismiss anything. like, like if, it's, if I'm whatever in a room and the dog's there too, and there's a noise in the kitchen, what the fuck? You know, noises happen sometimes, whatever, you know, refrigerators bump, dishes that are dirty, like, lose traction and slide, or or who knows what, but I hear two dishes clang in the kitchen, and no one's home, why? So, uh, but, on the other hand, like, when the alarm's on, yeah, alarm's on, dogs, you know, are home, and, like, yeah, no one's, no, I'll be notified, someone will tell me. You know what you need?
1: Think think about this for a second. What if Jack had a camera mounted to him, and you had Jack Cam, and you could like you could pop into that with your uh, your phone? Now the easiest, cheapest <laughs> way to do it is just put the GoPro on him, and you, if you got a uh, if you got the right model, and go Wi-Fi with that shit, and it would just work instantly on your phone. We need that to charge the
0: dog a couple times a day, though, with a plan like that.
1: I don't know. Those uh. Those batteries last a long time, and it wouldn't be um, recording. On the
0: new GoPros, they are good, aren't they? It's not even new-new. It's like,
1: three
0: I want to say,
2: old.
0: Yeah, I was going to say two, but that has a range two for range. you. Yeah, like the, the two or three years ago, suddenly the batteries got way better than they were originally.
1: I bet it's got six hours worth of battery if you're not recording. You're You've just got it turned on in streaming but, mode.
0: For Wi-Fi and streaming, I don't know. I think it might. Well, suck
1: and, you me. know, you wouldn't do a six-hour stream, but you would pop in occasionally. But I bet it would just sit there and run, so that it would be accessible through the stream for hours and hours.
2: Hmm. That's we how you get uh, Jack my like a battery comes.
3: pack, so that he's got. You know, you just strap it on in the morning, and he's got. You can put it around <laughs> his collar. His collar becomes a battery pack.
1: I always thought the idea of strapping uh, cameras to animals was cool. Anyway, like those guys who do falconry who put um, cameras on their birds. That's really cool. I remember this guy came to my dad's place one time. Uh, and he did falconry, and his he wanted to come there and like run his birds, and uh, and we went and watched him, and it's incredible. Like he sicks a falcon on a on like a pigeon or a dove, and it goes up into the air and hunts it and kills it and brings it back.
2: It's,
3: uh,
1: I don't know. It's like being the beast master or something.
3: What is a falconer's day job? Or is that it? I, can you, I think this guy? This this guy was a carpenter. Oh, okay.
1: You know, he was just a working guy. That was his hobby.
3: Oh, I, I just I wondered if you could make a. <laughs> Like people that you do do YouTube as a hobby and then they announce, I'm doing this full time. Is there a guy that did falconry as a hobby and he's like, you know, I think I'm ready yes. to, m- to make the plunge. I can do this full time.
1: Yes, there are. So at uh, <clears throat> at airports, one of the major concerns are bird strikes. and um, And so they will hire falconers to come in, get rid of their bird problem. Okay. So there are professional falconers the guy that i had experiences with was not. He was an amateur falconer, which is why one of his falcons ended up in the power lines and fried. Um so he doesn't he doesn't falcon at dad's yeah. house anymore. Is that
0: an AR15 on your screen? Um your M4 variant type thing? Yeah,
1: yeah, it's a it's a it's a weird one though. The the pistol <laughs> grip thing.
0: Yeah, so at, at first i like i had pistol in my head and i just realized like, oh that's a like big magazine.
1: Yeah, I think that's a 458 SoCom.
0: Hmm.
3: Let's see what this looks
0: like. I know. Now I'm going to Google 458 SoCom.
1: It's a really so that's the size of the ammunition. The, the oh. rifle is. Uh,
0: those are 458s laying around.
1: Those that ammunition there. Those are 556.
0: Right, right, all right. Yeah, that pistol
1: grip that. Belong, that pistol grip belongs to a 458 SoCom rifle that is attached to.
0: Oh, that it's not attached to.
1: It is attached to. I, I'm sorry. Oh. I'm just going to show you the
3: rifle. Okay, that works.
0: <laughs> yeah, 458 is, sounds
3: huge. My God, people do some cool yeah, things it with guns. These look so cool. He kind of traips over to his side of the studio.
0: People looking at my screen, that 5.56 is the standard NATO military round. That's what most of my guns shoot. That's what like American rifles shoot and stuff. This one on the right is what this thing shoots. I think Kyle's showing it to us. That is a good looking gun.
3: Wow. That's impressive. We could probably legitimately get Anthony, Anthony Kumi on the show to talk guns. I know he's huge into guns and he's just launching a new podcast that, uh, that he probably wants to promote. I'll, hmm. I'll just listen to you guys talking guns would be cool.
1: So that was a purpose built round. Um, the purpose was killing Somalians. Uh, we weren't doing it good enough for the five, five, six in Mogadishu. And, um, are North you North away North. from your mic? I apologize. <laughs> and, uh, the, uh, the special forces guys were complaining that we're, sh- we're shooting these Mogadishans two, three times with our 5.56 and they're wearing these big bandoliers of Russian ammo plus they're chewing this drug called cot all day which puts them in this like sort of crazy dude mindset where they're willing to die for the cause anyway and they're already warlords uh, they're already, you know, like gangs, of, they're militia basically so they came up with a 458 SOCOM it's a hell of a round and it's made to shoot people and kill them with one bullet when you shoot them in the middle.
0: So you're saying that now we're custom make bullets to kill brown people. That circles back to my theory that, uh, <laughs> you know, we're too heavy on on brown death. We need to get ourselves some, uh, some, some Finnish women back to the U.S. Yeah. <laughs> kill the men, bring the women home.
3: When was the last time we, we killed a few Asians? When was the last time we did that?
0: I'm getting rusty at it, I bet, oh, it's right?
3: Oh, 40 it's
2: years ago.
1: 40 we're gearing up. Ago. We're going up for a big incursion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at some
0: point we're going to be like, China, how much do you think we owe you? Yeah, you're going to have to come get
1: it.
3: <laughs> there you go. Kore-
1: right. the Koreans really need a good uh, adjustment. They, the North Koreans, Koreans
3: need- not the South Koreans, though. They're nice. They're, they no, just want to get South drunk Korea, and smoke South cigarettes. <sighs> so
1: Carl what, say? you're saying you want to hurt them? What? No, I, I I said two things. South Korea is best Korea, and North Korea needs a good attitude adjustment.
3: Oh, okay, all right. Okay. Just so we're hmm. on the same page, because I don't want to be going to hurt any South Koreans, because they they did right by me. They gave us Sai. We have him, or had him for a bit. He was on lease or something, and um and we gave them the gift of alcohol and and copious amounts of Lucky Strike cigarettes.
1: Nice fair exchange.
2: Yeah, I
3: think it, everybody wins.
1: I want to go there sometime. I'd like to go to South Korea. You
0: know, I, I've got a, I got a thing here. This is a crazy question. It's off topic. Clever segue. You are fighting to the death in a 4v1. You with me? Four of me or four of them? It's you against four other guys of slightly better fighting ability than yourself. Each one slightly better fighter than you. Do you take A, Joe Lozon, B, Three wings of redemption starting behind each one of them with the rear naked choke already sunk. Or C, a pistol with four bullets. Don't fight. or I'm sorry, don't miss. They're each a better fighter than you.
2: Okay. Pistol with full,
0: four bullets, don't miss. Three wings of redemption starting with an RNC sunk. Or a Joe Lozon.
3: So now they're just slightly better than us. They're not, like, far and yes. away better than us.
0: But each one of them is better than you, so, right. so you need... You need something to tip the scales.
3: Joe Lozon, because Joe Lozon can kick my ass easily. And he can kick three wait, of wait, my so, asses so easily. So
1: those options are things that I can bring with me into my four versus one battle? You need to pick one. And I bring that with me to fight the four bad guys who are all better yes. than me? Yeah. What kind of gun?
0: Pistol, it says.
1: Do I get to pick the pistol? I would think.
0: I don't know what you pick. What would you pick? That's a question.
3: Yeah, because four other Kyles have MMA training, and they're coming. Well, they're at slightly him. better
0: than you, so that's all figured out.
3: Right. There's nobody that's better at
1: dodging bullets than I am at shooting them.
0: Uh, well, the, the slightly <laughs> better fighting ability is exactly what it said.
1: Uh, how do we begin the battle?
0: It's an octagon situation.
1: They're on the other side of the ring, like like it's legit, like UFC octagon, like that 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 size. And here we go. Do I get yeah. to train? Uh do you want to train right with the pistol? Yeah, I want to train with the pistol. Yeah. Um I mean, I'm pretty sharp, but I I, I you know. You could
0: be sharper, huh?
1: Uh oh, always.
0: Yeah. Hmm. I guess. Yeah, I'm going to guess you go to camp, you know, like like any other Octagon fight.
1: If you give me like, Oh shit. Give me the gun, please.
0: You you're just going to I know somebody,
1: Yeah, I, I I know exactly who I'd go see. I, I know one of the best people at doing that in the world. I'd go see him for six weeks, pay him to train me. And at that point, I'd probably take six bad guys over fighting four in any way.
0: No, wait a minute. Let me listen. Just hear me out. You know, of course, like the 21-foot rule, right? If they're within 21 feet of you, supposedly they can kill you before you get it out of your holster.
1: I spent the day... Shooting three-inch targets at 25 yards as fast as I could with my nine-millimeter, all day.
0: I hear you. I think the 21-foot rule is exaggerated. I think it's something that police say to justify shooting people from 21 feet away. I think that if you're paying attention, right? I'm not a startle situation, mm-hmm. but if you're if you're looking at your, if you're looking at me and we say ready, go, regardless of what the MythBusters did. I think you can get your bullet on me before I get to you. Having said that, if me and three of me's bum rush you at the same time, I'm not sure you've you gun us all down. And by the way, you know, the hypothetical three me's all beat you 1v1. So you have to nail your four shots.
1: First of all, you're going to have a hard time beating me up when I'm swinging that big-ass revolver.
0: No, it's covered. Right? Regardless of who it is, they're slightly better fighting ability than you.
1: Not when I'm swinging a revolver, though. I've got a weapon.
0: You you really think the revolver is a club? Is the difference maker?
1: I don't think you know how heavy that pistol is.
0: I think I've got one, like, six feet from me.
3: You don't... uh, I love when they fight about guns. Okay.
0: I have a 357 I, I, Magnum back there. How much heavier is your gun? I
1: don't know. It's a 44 Magnum with a 12 inch barrel. It's
3: Jesus dope. Christ, man! <laughs> you use that to get <laughs> that's Ford like that's like some off? Joker from the first Batman movie. Shit, like
1: that's. wider pet uh, his pet had his, had his uh, Peacemaker special ordered with uh, I think a 16 or maybe an 18 inch barrel, and the whole reason was anybody gave him any kind of shit. He didn't want to get into a, to an argument with them in which they could pull a gun and shoot him because he'd see another lawman get shot down like that. He'd hit him in the head with it. Most of his career was spent whacking guys in the back of the head with a super long custom-made pistol. But, back to I'm the point
0: curious. at hand... Which part did he hold on to? The barrel or the handle? He held handle? on to the
1: handle and hit him with the barrel.
0: Interesting. It's okay. like a pipe.
1: Um, but yeah, back to the scenario... Um, you know, I, I think I could survive the situation with Joe, definitely. Um, definitely, definitely. me and Joe would probably win. Me and Joe would win. I'm almost positive of it. Unless mm-hmm. like the four of me were like as smart as me and they had like a powwow. Because in that situation, they all go for Joe and just ignore whatever pain I'm able to deliver. <laughs> <'Cause>, like, <laughs> That's I could probably thing. beat one of them up real good, but I can't hurt multiple... Like Joe could tear people apart. Well, the
0: thing is, you can't beat one of them up real good. It's not a matter of how good you are. It's, it's defined. They're each slightly better than you.
1: Well, I'm saying like, oh, I'm imagining scenario when like, like if I'm the captain of the four me's, we all bum rush Joe. Like, I, like, I'm like, you know, I'm Kyle number one, left arm is mine. Like that's my only priority in life is Joe Lozon's left arm. And Kyle number two is, is after his right arm. Kyle number three is after his right leg. Everybody's got a limb and then a free hand to beat with. And I think that in that scenario, Joe Lozon might have a bad day if he if he doesn't <laughs> just like knock two of us out like Bruce Lee immediately. Yeah, you have to well like, could.
2: you
0: have to soccer kick them in the head or something, right? Even though they're slightly better than better than yourself, they're not paying attention to you. I think you still win. I don't know. This is a tough one. I I might. I don't think I can get four shots from people that only start thirty feet away from me, which is what I think the okay.
1: Octopus. So here's one thing to consider about how the gun works is. Even if the four guys grab you, you just poke them with it and pull the trigger and then poke the next guy and pull the trigger. You're going to get a couple of them. Like the, the odds are going to sway in your favor dramatically. You're definitely getting two or three. Can and I substitute and
3: get gun... 46-year-old Joe Rogan to kick me or to kick my <laughs> versions of me Yeah, slightly yeah, better? That, that I be I could, yeah, I don't I, think I, I can withstand that, even slightly better fighting version of me. Which is very good in the first place, but you
0: know. this, this, I'm not sure it's a winnable situation. It's certainly not easy. Here's what I had: Do you guys? I don't know if Lefty was there, but Kyle, I know that we watched the five v five MMA fights.
3: I was there, watched them.
0: Yep. Oh, you were there too, mm-hmm. Kyle. You remember that? Yes, I do. And you remember as soon as one person went down and it became a five v four, it was, was over. over. Like there was less than a minute left. It just two people would just team up on one obliterate obliterate him and then it'd be 5v3 and then 5v2 and till the, until eventually it was literally 5v1 and you're like why isn't he tapping does he think he's turning this around that one last guy was curiously tough, too tough for his own good so that has me thinking that like even a lowzon would struggle against multiple opponents
1: yeah, I think so. I, I I think I'm right in saying that four mies, four super mies, it sounds like, can can beat Joe Lozon to death in the octagon.
0: Yeah, heck, I think three you know, mies can get it done. he's a professional
2: athlete,
1: but he's not a superhuman. You know, being a professional right. athlete, professional fighter, all the knowledge he's acquired throughout his life of martial arts training, really only makes him like one point seven human beings strong, on like the power scale. He's about one point like like I'm a one. Woody's probably like a 1.2. Joe's like a 1.7. Uh, on the, he on might the, even be a 2.1. Yeah. Joe might
0: be able to beat two guys.
1: If I'm sure that most people could beat two guys if the scenario's right. In a scenario yeah. where it's two guys facing off with you, it really depends on the two guys, of course. Right, right, right. Two average Joes, yeah. Two guys who are like... Fighters are guys who are like street fighters. Maybe they've been in 10, 15 fights before. They're likes to fight guys, Jim Rome calls them. Um, I wonder what Mike Jim Rome uses.
0: Anyway, <laughs> Does
1: he have a good one? Yeah, I, I really like Jim Rome's voice. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, I, it, it's hard to say. Multiple opponents is a, is a, is a difficult thing, though. I have I, heard I, many stories of different people facing off against multiple opponents successfully, and I've seen it on YouTube.
0: I have to. Point anyway, I've I made my answer. I'm ready. If each of them have slightly more fighting ability than me, then they all have some, right? Mhm. So I don't think Joe and I can beat four better me's.
1: No, four so guys that know how good. to pull off a kimura or something. It's not good. right.
0: Right, Four guys that know how to defend a kimura, for that matter. You know, yeah. know an armbar escape or two. Um, t-
1: they know how to attack your joints. When they get your foot in their hand, they do something with it. <laughs> yeah, or... Right,
0: right. <laughs> I know you're referring to... Or um, or at the very least, like, you know, it, it, if Joe's job is to land a submission in, like, less than 10 seconds, you know, he's going to struggle with that against four better me's. So, I'm not winning with Joe. I'm not picking Joe. Next option, three wings of redemptions with the uh, rear naked choke sunk in. <sighs> I still maintain... I could beat a Wings of Redemption even after he has the naked choke sunk in, that I'd escape that and turn it around. If these four guys are all better than me, then that's a lost option too. Yeah. So the only option left is a pistol with four bullets. And uh, I feel like even though the odds are against me, I've determined that the other two are losers and that one has a chance. So it's my choice, a pistol with four bullets.
1: Yeah, I imagine myself drawing... And double tapping, just taking the you know the two in the middle out or the two on the right out, and then sort of back pedaling back back and going to sort of a safe stance and you know reassessing the situation and going from there. I think you could totally take them out. I can. I, I imagine it would,
0: be so good during my training camp that I get three or four of them every time.
1: It it would be as fast as pop 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 in real life, and in real life that's crazy fast.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's where I'm going. Lefty, what's your pick?
3: I still got to pick Joe Lozon. Here's why. Mm-hmm. We're, we've established that they're just slightly better than you, whatever right. you are now. My level of fighting technique and knowledge is so low that even, like you said, Joe Lozon's like 1.7 humans, and my initial thought was, well, that's good because I'm like a quarter human in terms of fighting ability <laughs> and power. So basically, four of me even slightly better, would be like one and a half humans but fighting. But are
0: gigantic. That's got to be an issue.
3: I don't – what am I going to do? I don't – I got to – Joe Lozon would figure out very quickly that the people that are slightly better than me at fighting still have a glass jaw. And he'd figure mm. that out really quick.
0: That's, that's a thing, too. Like, if you don't know how to throw a hard punch and you don't know how to lock a joint, then you're, you're a um, declawed cat. You know, like what? And I, and Kyle, he was saying, like you know, I, I, I rolled with Kyle at one point, and he got like a hold of my leg. I think I was there was multiple people, right? And Kyle was one of them, and he had my leg, and he said, "What do I do?" And it's like that's exactly why I took this fight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's a de- at that point, at that time, he was a declawed cat. You know, there's no nothing was going to happen there.
1: Yeah, all I know how to do is, you know, throw punches. Like, I don't know what to do with a joint or an arm or, you know, I didn't know anything about a Kimura or an arm bar or any of that stuff or even the guard, and I didn't know what was going on.
3: Yeah, so people slightly better than me, even four versions of me that are slightly better than me would know little more than punching. I know to punch, I, I don't my technique in Here's punching thing, probably though. isn't very We've good. We've
1: already said you got six weeks of training camp. Six weeks of training mm. camp, camp, you could be learning uh, – so here's the strategy.
0: In that six weeks of training camp, Lefty needs to lower his fighting ability as low as just possible. Just going to get
3: drunk for magic, the entire right? six weeks. I imagine I'm going that for him to
0: survive on ice cream and, like, Jack Daniels. Beer.
3: yeah. Just a fucking six-week <laughs> right? bender. Just, and I show up just hammered drunk. And then they so, copy me four times, and they yeah, come yeah. So out. they're
0: only slightly better than the you that has destroyed you. He's making
1: real <laughs> beer ice cream floats.
3: Yeah, I'm just <laughs> right. pissing Bacardi 151. I'm like, go ahead, Joe, have some fun, man.
1: Joe just takes him apart.
3: Yeah, he just blows on him.
0: They I've ruined over. all of them, Joe. <laughs> you can you can have your way.
3: Start smoking pot, just completely, and just exactly.
0: You'll show up just like looking for munchies.
3: Mm-hmm. blitzed <laughs> out of my mind. It would be great. And Joe i be like, there you go, Joe. Best 6 weeks of my life. All
0: right. <laughs> now,
1: now you get them.
3: I'm going to be out in like the that. corner throwing up or something. <laughs> Reassessing I'm my trying life. I'm try to
1: imagine some sort of like way that you could um, with like, you know, safely like with pads and stuff, like like soft core, do like a 4v1 uh, type scenario. Like maybe just submissions only. And maybe if uh, you know, if you get the guy pinned, maybe there's a, maybe you do it like wrestling, like when he's pinned, he's pinned, mm-hmm. and get four average guys to go after Joe Lozon. You know, put headgear on everybody, put put gloves on them so you don't scratch anybody's eyes out or box anybody's ears, and your goal is to put Joe Lozon on his back or curl him into a ball.
3: Dana White might have something to say about that. He might not want to stand <laughs> Nah. And, and and
1: Joe's and Joe's job is to submit to submit these guys. Or uh, Or maybe pin them wrestling style i don't I don't I don't know i don't mm. know how, how the rules would be, but I think something could be done there safely and fun hypothetically and, you know, I bet if wow. Joe was ass you could say and Harley
0: against Lozon on the survival trip
2: <laughs> oh wow <laughs> that's
3: that what you guys just exploit. need to be doing is to break somebody 's arm accidentally when you 're out in the middle of the woods <laughs> with no food and no supplies, like oh crap, I broke Harley's arm I think
1: I
0: think Joe would lose that one Harley's gigantic
1: Harley is gigantic
0: yeah. yeah. Harley, Harley
3: got in my car one
1: time. It was a tight fit. <laughs> that motherfucker barely fit in that car. Like his head was at the sunroof. Mine's at the sunroof. He barely fit in that car. Yeah. What was his rap name? Um, 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 um We should have talked about his rap names when he was here. Uh, one of them was Fat Santa. He was Fat Santa for a while. I think he's like Granddaddy Longlegs now though. <laughs> Something stupid <laughs> like that. Harley's funny.
0: Yeah, that's his. He's gifted, funny man. He, he's funny.
1: I love the mental image. I really do of his, of his Jewish mother, like in, seeing him bring a whole pig, a whole pig into the into the kitchen.
0: That was funny. Originally, they were like worried about getting uh, ostracized from the, the the Jewish clan or whatever. Yeah. Now they're all involved.
1: Yeah, that's great.
3: <laughs> and he tricked him too. Like, I got you. I put some bacon in there. <laughs> <laughs> You're all on my side now. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, What
0: do you have? Oh, go on, Lefty. You have a topic?
3: Yes, I have one. Uh, Edward Snowden reported this is from Engadget. Is is this surprising to any of you? Edward Snowden reports that NSA employees intercept and share private nude photos that they get from monitoring people's communications. (laughs) Edward Snowden, (laughs) live from Russia, made that revelation. That sounds about right.
0: That sounds right.
3: And I thought it was, I thought it was just metadata, right? Wasn't it? Oh, it's just metadata. It's just metadata. So, so now they're getting nude photos of.
1: You're welcome, NSA. <laughs> I
3: wonder, is there was there an NSA employee that accidentally outed himself when he started sharing like the nude, like the dick pics that people were sending? Like, hey, check this out. And they're like, what is this, Johnson? This is a Johnson. And he's like, oh,
0: freedom shit. in America a joke now. It really is. Like when I, when I say freedom, I usually mean it as a punchline. You know, like I, whatever. I, I heard that it was a billion dollars for each asteroid surrounding Saturn. Sounds like Saturn needs some freedom. Like that's that's the way I use it more. Freedom is a over-the-top American redneck expression.
2: <laughs>
0: if you leave this country, you'll see it's not particularly free. It is locked down. Shit is locked down all over the place, and it's not always for the worse. But God, the notion that you can't look sideways at a cop. Or take a picture, you know, in lots of places. That's just not what freedom feels like. The fact that everything is gated off and protected from you, that's just not what freedom is like. that That's what cattle is like. The, the fact that the NSA is monitoring your email, your the fact that they're intercepting boxes. So I worked at Cisco. This story meant a lot to me. They intercept the routers that Cisco, Cisco ships to their customers, inject their own bullshit, like you know software into the router box it back up and ship it to the customers with spyware in it people are not buying Cisco stuff because America's spying on other countries by intercepting the boxes and modifying the product
3: that's that's just a hold of this like were they consumer products or like commercial stuff
0: commercial stuff oh
3: shit that's yeah that's insane
0: it is insane and it's real and you know, they have like photos of them doing it. it, it the, the level of intrusion that our government is doing in the name of protecting us is bullshit. And, and I feel like it's just fun on the intruder side. That they're not really thinking about what's right and wrong anymore. The, they're not even thinking about a, a cost-benefit analysis in terms of either the quality of life or actual money spent. They're just running away crazy in one direction you know we laugh about mccarthy era Mm -hmm. we've beaten mccarthy era right mccarthy era is lightweight mccarthy era do you think that's surveillance get on my level you know they're reading your mail they're reading your text they're intercepting Mm -hmm. the photos that you send to your girlfriend they're they're all over the like
3: it's yeah you thought, you thought Hoover was bad keeping files on political dissidents that he didn't like and using the FBI to, to keep a, keep track on people that, that were saying political things that he didn't necessarily agree with, not even that they were treasonous. And you realize now that probably an email or text message that you have sent has been read by somebody somewhere. Or or pass through filtered through some cor- some sort of algorithm and perhaps if you've said the wrong thing flagged for later analysis something you said yes. and you, and who are you are you on the are you really on a watch list no you're just some guy and you said uh-huh hey, yeah we you know I don't know how do you work bomb into a regular everyday conversation you're texting with you're your a buddies. bomb welcome yeah, to the nineties you're a bomb <laughs> man And I'm like ha 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 I remember when assholes used to say that yeah dude it was hilarious and then. <laughs> An NSA supercomputer reads that somehow, however it is they do it. And it's actually kind of, I guess, technically cool that they can do it. But still, but still, they read it. And if you've said the wrong thing in the wrong context, somebody later reviewed that. Like, oh, is this somebody that we really need to, really need to take a look at? It? That's
0: not what freedom is. Mm-hmm. That's not what freedom is. I, I remember some guy in the PK subreddit was talking about Peru. And he said a couple of things that, that that burned into my head. He was like, you know, the, the reason that he, I think he's an American expat, which means he moved out of America. And uh, he said that, he's like, one thing about Peru is the freedom you get there. He's like, you think America's free, but you don't know freedom. You know, until you live in some other country and you can just like go do stuff. You want to drive your truck in the woods, you want to chop down a tree, you want to do that. Like, we need a permit to chop down a tree in my yard. <laughs> Right, yeah. you know, you need that, permits
3: if you're gonna redo your bathroom. You need permits if you're gonna move an outlet, technically. And you need that's it's things.
0: just not what freedom feels like. So, so that's one thing. The other thing he said that totally burned into my head is, until you've had sex with a Latina chick, you're still a virgin. It's that <laughs> different. I'm like, uh, really? Kudos to you, my sir. <laughs> I, I like that.
3: Like one of those Brazilian big butt ones or just any kind of, any brand I'm of I'm just picturing
0: a really doing. enthusiastic Latin chick that knows how to get down.
3: Mm. Yeah,
0: that. Yeah, that, right? Kyle's, <laughs> Kyle's reading me.
3: Kyle, can you, speak, she, can you speak from experience? What is or... like, half
1: Puerto Rican, half Italian? Well,
3: that's I bet he
0: would for. give you the stamp of approval on that.
3: Yeah, I yeah, did. Get some nice pasta afterwards, too. Like she cook it? you up some dinner yeah. or something. <laughs> <Go> see <laughs> no, Nana or something. Like like you're back in the old country. Good times. That's what you need. That's what you need. Mm-hmm. Alright, who's who's got something? Who's got something?
0: I always do. This one even segregates well. Serious question. Give me one sex tip you thought maybe I didn't know.
3: One sex tip that you that I think you may not know. Mm-hmm. Alright, let me go into the archives here. <clears throat>
0: Kyle, you thinking?
1: I am thinking. It's uh it's
3: not easy. This is like trying to tell a major league pitcher, professional baseball <laughs> player how to get an extra few mile an hour on his fastball or like, you, you know, if copies, you do this with your curveball, it'll break a lot better. Like you you, you had it, sex what, professionally. You can make it. A, <laughs> I don't know it was, it right. was your job. You just said earlier in the show it was your job for like 6 weeks to have sex with Jackie. Like that's your I that was your paid.
2: job.
0: No, the, the, so I said it was like a job. Um uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, you could maybe you know you, you think I maybe mean, our listeners hadn't heard of
1: bondage tape is the way to tie someone up. You want the tape? It's like uh, it's like Saran wrap. It only sticks to itself. It doesn't stick to your skin. Does nobody gets like you know like bruises on their wrists or anything? Like 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 handcuffs would be scary, I think, in the bedroom like real police handcuffs like, I think yeah right a <laughs> <with the> motherfucker. <laughs> No, on, I mean, on the subject of tying
0: someone up, let me let me interject for, if you don't mind. Um, it's a little weird, right? Because like when I talk, everyone knows exactly who I'm talking about. But this, <laughs> we had a a blanket, and uh, like the edge of the blanket had like this extra furry, soft like lining that ripped off. It was just like it was like like the equivalent of an old teddy bear, and. Um, it's not that it, like, I think I picture Kyle's bondage tape, which is like a Saran where sticking to yourself, where you oh, literally can't escape. See. Like duct tape that doesn't hurt, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this was more of a voluntary thing. You know, like, all right, your hands are tied here to the bed, and that's, that's that. If you really wanted to escape, you could. You know, this isn't a hostage situation. But, uh, you know, the intent here is that, that you're not allowed to get your hands free and it would take some wiggling to make it happen. Do people know how to tie hands? People don't, I bet. That,
1: that's, that's the other reason why the, the tape is so good you don't need to know. You just wrap it around itself once, and it, it's done.
0: Basically, you wrap it around the wrists, and then between the wrists, you do a loop that way, and it tightens it. Like if, if I just wrap around my wrist like a big circle, then it's always loose, and you can slip one out or whatever, but if I wrap it around the wrists, it's hard to really do to yourself but you wrap it around the wrist. And then you need some loops that go through the middle. I'm not doing it very well. But the loops that go through the middle, like this part, that's what tightens it. I don't think I'm doing a good job of demonstrating. It's way easier to do on somebody else. But yeah, wrap it around the outside and then take some loops around the side. You center. see,
3: for me, I, it was never about like, actually securing their hands. It was more of a like a exactly. role-playing thing. I, I'm not like, I'm like, ha, 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 your hands are tied. Not like, you're not fucking going
0: anywhere. <laughs> you're right. See, Kyle's going hardcore on his. Yeah, He's got yeah. the,
1: the point is to secure them so that they can't get away from the super intense orgasm that's coming. So they can't wiggle away. See, now, I, I don't... It, yeah, for me,
0: the- I, 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 to me, it's like at some point during this things, we're gonna untie the hands.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, when well, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> <All right.
3: laughs> to each his own. Um, um, here's a sex tip done, for
1: whichever happens first.
3: Uh, for for the kids out there, um, <laughs> or the people growing up. Here's what you want: you want a tall bed. When you reach the age, whenever you can control what kind of bed you have. You want a taller bed, especially if you're a taller guy, because doggy style from the knees is fine. It works. But when you're able to plant your feet on the ground and get into like a power stance, okay. like a rock star on stage, that's when you can get the leverage and get some real pipe laid. That's all. I'm just, that's all. I, that's
0: nice. I So I have this came from an Ask Reddit thing, and I have one that's not on here that, that I think is on my own. And it's more for people in these committed long-term relationships. Here's my advice. Don't ask for sex. Take it, right? And that almost sounds like rape, right? But, like, it is a much better idea to press her against the wall and start kissing her or carry her to a room and, and toss her on a bed than to say, like, you know, hey, does now work for you? There's a good chance she'll go with it. She likes you. So, uh, you know, fucking go get what you want. It's sexy. It's hot.
3: Where do playful no's play into there? <laughs> <There's
0: no> such- <laughs> she needs to say is no. An annoyed no would do the trick. You'll stop. But, you um. know, like, I don't know. Like, turn the tables. What if she pressed you against the wall and started passionately kissing? You'd probably say, I'm in.
3: Say I got video games to play or something. <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway, I like that that concept. Fucking carry her to the bed, toss her in it like a Viking would.
3: Unless she says no, because then don't.
0: Well, yeah, I mean,
3: of course. But you see, sometimes like there's, I I know some people will say there's no such thing as a playful no, but sometimes like it's been my ex I...
0: Maybe. I know what you're saying. Jackie used to do that, too. Like, it, like, this, like no, totally,
3: stop. And that's a no. I totally
0: mean, yes. And I would stop. And she's like, I didn't want you to stop. And I'm like, no. That that concept is a non-starter. And she even explained that she liked saying no. This is like teenage Jackie, a long time ago. Um, she liked saying no because it was almost like plausible deniability or something. Like, like you know, she got to... Well, I said no, you know, or what? Like, like it made her less of a tramp, and uh, I'm like, that that whole concept is a non-starter for us. That's not how we're working this. Uh, no means no. You know what I'm looking for you is yeses, mm-hmm. and she doesn't do that now.
3: Yeah, and I feel bad because it's like you know I, that that same thing has happened to me, where it's like, hey, no, stop. I'm like, all right, and, well, no, that's not what I meant, and it's like, well. When you say no, but you expect me to go, my I've been conditioned, probably with noble intent, that no, well, no means no, right? And I feel bad, like a rapist, when even if you give me that playful, <laughs> no, no, stop, and I keep doing it, I'm like, oh shit, have I crossed a line? Like, uh-oh. yeah,
0: I don't, I don't even start down that road. No means no, that's that. Don't
3: wanna don't wanna be don't wanna be a rapist. That's bad. Nope. It's <laughs> nope, bad, not bad, one. bad place Just to be one on
1: the internet. That's all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um uh, what was I gonna say? Um Oh. <laughs> I this is getting a little graphic, but whatever, it's painkiller already. Close your ears if you're a youngin'. No, Oral you. sex tip. I, we've all heard the joke about the alphabet thing, right?
3: Mm-hmm. No, I have not heard this.
0: Oh, Spell the, the joke
3: that
1: on the woman's vagina with your tongue or, or on her clitoris.
0: Yeah, the, the joke is that you lick oh. the alphabet. That's okay. the thing. You know, they that that you just go through whatever and they lick the alphabet. I disagree. <laughs> I think if you figured out, like, once you get the reaction that you're looking for, once that thing is working, that's your thing, right? you know let's say hypothetically she loves t capital letter t is her jam don't move on don't do, no keep capital t until you're done that's uh that's one of my tips okay uh, she's not looking for your q if she likes capital t just keep yeah, doing but that but she thing.
3: might be looking for your d <laughs> oh,
1: God. It's like operating a metal detector. Once you once you find where you need to be, you just you start digging.
3: hmm Yes.
0: I like that. I like the metal <laughs> detector analogy.
1: Or like a Geiger counter for sex. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of rats.
3: can get some rat away or rat X. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I want to play cool. some Fallout. I've got to finish modding that game. It really is a bitch to do. It's like a, it's it's an hour long process, regardless of what somebody says, because I have to watch an accompanying YouTube video to make sure I do it in the correct order. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, I'm pausing and going back and forth between menus because, of course, my folders aren't as well kept as his.
3: <laughs> yeah, but once you get it, it's fun. Once you get it done and you get it up and it's stable, it's um, it's a lot of fun. I'm really. Really, really, really excited for Fallout 4 because, one, they've got to be making it, right? Mm. They can't not be. Like, the modding community has kept New Vegas alive for so long. Skyrim, so long, but.
0: Are the mods that big a deal? Yes.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, Are they just graphical? It. What makes them no. good? Uh, there's there's a, there's one conversion mod that adds a few different uh, there it adds the concept of backpacks to the game it adds sprinting um, mm.
1: visor views um, mm. they complete there's there's mods that completely rebalance the game and make it a a whole different gaming experience um, there's lots of weather mods and the vi- Skyrim isn't a particularly good looking game in vanilla but with some of the mods it looks really really good and it's not as hazy and dull it's you can make the sky be bright blue and like cool looking. And uh, I
0: should get a list of mods that I that I should install and then live stream it again.
1: Just go to the uh, the Fallout subreddit and uh, there's there's you know it's it's right there like all the best mods to get and why mm. and uh, how to do them and
3: yeah there's recommendations to... for people for like packs of mods that you package together that that like work well mm-hmm. and um, yeah
1: that's
0: you know, the that's kind it. of thing I'm looking for
1: hmm. yeah because you've got to install in the right order or you'll have crashing issues. And,
3: <clears> and then there's a, a whole, you've got to use some special client to launch the game if yeah. you have more than four gigabytes of video RAM.
1: Yeah, there's or a couple of uh, <laughs> really tools yeah. that you have to, there's a couple of tools that you have to put on, that you have to get. You get the Nexus Mod Manager and a couple other little things to make See, it
0: See, I have more than four gigs of video RAM.
3: I think it's like more than two. If you have more than two, it it allows to use four, <laughs> right? But um, but yeah, you you need to get that so that it will. Otherwise, it, it the the game will launch fine, but then once it runs out of, I don't know why it runs out of video RAM, but that's what I read that it runs out and then the game crashes. So you'll play and you'll always be able to play for like five minutes, ten minutes, fifteen. But then once it hits that two two and a half gig limit, pff, done. So you got to tell it to use more than two and a half or something. Hmm. All that narrow, narrowly technical stuff, but it's a lot of fun. It it really is. Um, and it adds a lot to the game. You can make it your own too. And you, you can add, you know, there's different armor mods and some of it is just cosmetic, but other times there's different stats and different, you can get a bunch of cool stuff and it, it, increases the variance the number and variance of people it makes the uh the downtown uh, the the strip a lot more lively and like you an can actual... do the strip
1: without doors i think oh really
2: yeah that's
3: cool so yeah it's a it's a it's pretty cool the things you can do mod in the game and i think there's there's even i don't think there's voice recorded quests i don't think they've gone that far but i know there's extra quests that people that you can add
1: yeah there, there's dialogue
3: Oh, there's dialogue too.
1: Yeah, there's oh, um, there's oh, whole, cool. there's like a bounty hunter mod that that's that's really deep that that you go into where you become a bounty hunter and there's all these missions to go on with characters and NPCs and uh, and and dialogue and everything. That's pretty like, there's, that's cool. there's some serious serious mods for uh, for Fallout. I've been on there a lot, reading on the uh, the Nexus um, forums or whatever, and those guys are passionate about that shit.
3: <laughs> they are, uh, they have, are you given, have you given the female characters vaginas yet have you downloaded it uh, not on in one?
1: Fallout uh, I, did in Skyrim. Um, I did in Skyrim I did in Skyrim one of the things I did Just I, I was testing a lot of stuff I, I I tried to make the game look as good as I could make it look I tried to make the game run as many frames as I could I tried to make the women look as good as I could at one point and <laughs> you can make them really pornographic just absolutely dirty just with you can decide like what their pubic hair is like, like what their what their vagina looks like, um, like like how big their boobs are, how jiggly they are, how the gravity affects them, like their butts. You can you can determine their whole like body style. You can make it. You can have Jessica Alba as your like naked companion if you want. Like you can have some fun in Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get down. New topic. Sure.
0: Have you guys heard of Henry Gribbum? No. Gribbom maybe I'm um, G R I B B O H M. Anyway, he lost twenty six hundred dollars, which represented his entire life savings, trying to win an Xbox Connect from a carnival game. Tubs of fun. What a dummy. Yeah. So I, how old is this guy? <clears throat> um,
1: because that's important.
0: It doesn't say on here, but I saw him interviewed, and I'm gonna call him thirty.
1: All right. If your life savings is twenty six hundred dollars at thirty. I guess that's about average. Okay, like, like that's not a tiny amount of money, but that's certainly not. I'm imagining this guy is a real fucking loser. Let me just go ahead and throw that out there right now. Okay, this guy. Yeah, I don't think he's.
0: A real f- if you have twenty six hundred dollars to your name at thirty, then you're just not putting anything aside. You're spending every dollar that gets into your pocket like a child.
1: Carry on. He's um. I, I imagine this guy is a real fuck up. You know mm-hmm. that because you got to be a special kind of stupid to even do that, and you got to be. I, like like who came out with story? Did he like complain afterwards? Like he was taken advantage of? Yes. Oh God. I wonder if he came back or like his mommy came back. <laughs> <laughs> or his wife or something.
0: He's having his dad help him.
1: Yeah. Like, like what a pussy. Like like no, eat your fucking lunch, dude. Like I've I've lost money like that playing poker, and it's I was making. The, I was in poker. There are statistically good and bad decisions to make. I made a good decision, one that the Is best Is this about the time I kicked your ass in poker? No, that was, that was two okay. dollars or something. I'm talking about losing $2,000. I just 000.
0: forgot. I, I, I thought maybe you were talking <laughs> about that time that I wiped the floor with you in poker.
1: No, I was talking about the time I got my okay. bankroll wiped out when I was playing poker as a large part of my income, and I thought I could do it. <laughs> I, had, uh, I, had, I had started with a very small amount of money, and I had built it very quickly up to several thousand dollars, and I lost $2,000 in a hand where I had pocket aces, and I had played the guy so well, he was shocked when I turned him over. He had pocket queens. My dad was dealing, and on the river, which is the fifth and final card to be dealt before the hand is decided, a queen rolled out. Now, the odds of, at that point in the game, when there's only one more card to be dealt, of another queen coming out, because there are only four queens in the the 52-card deck, two of them are already present on the board, so there's only two more. The odds... Like one point eight percent, like like and a less percent, than right? two. Th- there's there's other cards that have been it, um it's like two percent. You multiply it by um there's two cards times one It'd be draw higher than two and a half. It's two percent. It's two percent.
0: Why do you think it's two percent?
1: It's just how you calculate. It, I promise. Because there's 52 cards in the deck. You do two percent times each card um, present mm-hmm. in the deck that will help you per draw.
0: But so a you lot, lot of the two cards, cards are right the room, right? So that you know that it can't be one of those. God like damn
1: it, not... it's 4%. Yes, um, it's 2 times 2. 2 times 2 is 4. There are two cards in the deck that could save him. It was 4. Anyway, the uh the queen Should rolled out. Than four. It's 4%, I promise. Yeah, how many none.
3: cards had already been played, though? Because those aren't available yeah. in the deck.
1: Sorry, Kyle. You don't calculate those. Why yes, you not? do. That doesn't because they're undetermined. You don't know what they are. Yes, you do. You know that none of them was a queen. And that's all that matters.
0: Increasing your odds.
1: Increasing the odds of another queen. Yeah. Um,
0: Like, let's say hypothetically, you know, we were just pulling a card off the deck. (laughs) Okay, hypothetically. The the, the
1: way I do it is how the the, the computer does it, though. Like, I promise mm -hmm. you it's the exact way to do it.
0: No, I'm not buying it. I'm right. I just feel like I'm right on this. I don't know.
3: Yeah, that's, just, it seems like that's that would be the well, smart way to calculate the probability. If, if there's
0: four other cards shown already, then you know, and they're not queens, then it's more likely that there's a queen left to be shown, you know, to be in the deck. If you would exaggerate to make a point and say, "All right, I've shown all 51 cards so far," you know, but there's still a four percent chance that this one is the queen. No, no, no you got to account for the other cards when you count cards. You absolutely account for the cards that have been shown already.
3: Yeah, and especially if the hand started out, or was it just you two playing?
0: Mm, no. Poor Kyle. No, no I,
3: I, I'm
1: totally right here. I'm, just, I'm going to show you.
0: Oh, it, you're maintaining that you're right.
3: Yeah, I promise like you. Some that's special calculated. math that he does.
0: So yeah. let's do this. There is a um, um. I forget, there used to be a game show and it was like, do you want what's behind door number one or door number two? And you'd think there was like a 50% chance that, um, that the new door that they're showing you was better than the, like this is one big prize and there's a bunch of booby prizes, right? So you start off, do you want left or right? And you choose right. All right, okay. Now do you want left or right? and you choose right and like oh, okay now do you want left or right you think it's 50-50 but it's not they're only showing you those other options because like you know, that's not the booby prize the thing you want to pick the one that you have already in all these cases because the path that's being determined it's, it's not random they're just showing you more options hoping that you pick the booby prize i don't know how that, that relates to this but the in Kyle's thing, because there are already cards chosen, the pool of cards from which you know that you know are not the queen is expanding. Therefore, the you know the percentage that there is a queen has gone up. Is that you know, if, if I take a <laughs> if I have a let's pretend there was one queen in the deck just for a hypothetical, there'd be a one in fifty-two chance that I pull a queen. If I pull one off, now the odds are one in fifty-one. That's the simplest way to say this the odds just went up. Yeah, I, I pulled one off. I've, I've demonstrated that it's a two. Now the odds of the next one being queen go higher. I pull the next one off, and it's not a queen. Now the odds are one in 50. Go halfway through this deck, <laughs> and you still have the down. magic card, then the magic cards a one in 26 at this point, not a one in 52. It matters which cards have already been shown to everybody.
1: I'm aware of that, but and in, in you calculate those if they're the what you're counting is how many outs there are against the 52 card deck. Yep. Like.
0: And there's outs because you're playing Texas Hold'em, and there they are on the thing. They're also in your hand. You know, you know that you know in your hand there's a couple of cards that are outed that like, that you're holding them, and those aren't queens either. If you had like one of the queens in your hand, you'd know he only had you know one chance to get it on the river. But because you don't have any, there's there's a couple unaccounted
1: for. Um, so I think this kind of explains what I'm talking about. I may be wrong, though.
0: I think but I just had to I, push.
1: Yeah, you did. Uh, but the way I do it is the way that the computer does it on ESPN and the same way that uh, Doyle Brunson... Um, talks about calculating the odds, and while it, I'm willing to admit that there's a possibility it's not as exact because I understand the, the, the quality of using a number smaller than 52 to calculate your odds as the game goes on, but it's difficult to keep count of those cards all the time and a really simple way to always be able to do it in your head and be within a couple percentage points and and make correct decisions. Be close enough to make correct decisions is what I'm saying. I think you multiply two times... So like if there's two outs, you multiply it by two and there's a 4% chance of it occurring per draw of the deck.
3: Okay, and if you can do the X times two plus number of outs times two divided by ten, if you can do that in your head the error goes down. Okay, so there's wait, so that wait, the error increases?
0: I don't actually understand this chart very well.
3: Oh no, the error does go down. Okay, so there's error built into the way they do it because there's the actual yeah. pro- statistical probability of making the river based on all the things that you know, but the way you a simple mathematical but, formula to get close.
1: And each of those lines going down is with um, a different amount of outs. So it's 1 outs, 2 outs, th- 3 outs, 4 Oh, okay. Um,
0: so he's accounting for how many outs there are.
1: Yeah. So there's a two percent chance if there's only one out of it happening, because you're drawing once after out of the 52 card deck. One, it's like one out of 50. That's with a with a 0.17 percent uh, margin of error, or eight eight percent margin of error.
0: I guess you account for your own hand too. These
1: outs. You, I only count. Uh, if i was looking for queens and there was a and i and i saw that somebody else discarded a queen or I, or then i would eliminate that and i would lower the number of outs but i'm not counting like how many jacks were pulled out and, and you know i'm not quantifying the amount of cards that i know for a fact um are already pulled from the deck and are in fact not queens i, I don't take the time to do that kind of math because i just don't feel like it's necessary to be that exact
2: <laughs> you know, like this,
1: this is like a rough way to do it but I'm sure it is. I don't understand
0: accurate. the chart very well, and I don't understand the, the right column of it either. X times 2 plus X times 2 divided That's by a 10.
1: It's a different formula. So X is how many outs you have.
0: Huh. I also fear that this doesn't translate well into the audio-only version. But...
2: Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless,
1: um, what happened was um, there was a, about a 4 or 5% chance uh, it was it's four percent. There's a four percent chance that it would happen, and it happened, and I lost all my money, and it was heartbreaking. Mm. But this guy, but I, I I still know to this day I made the correct decision. I had to make it a thousand times in a row, and I'd win most of the time statistically. But this guy's a moron. He fed a machine all of his money.
0: Don't he you to stop the machine. It's it, it's called tubs of fun. So imagine like a um, I gotta find a, a, a Tupperware bucket mounted on a wall so that the opening was pointing almost flat oh.
1: but it angles up slightly do you follow yeah they have is it six flags
0: okay and then what you do is you sort of uh, underhand throw a ball into the tub and make it so that it doesn't bounce out but the tub is so close to level that like the ball bounces out almost every time and here's the scam let me drop some old man knowledge on you people what the guy will do, what the carny does, is he takes the ball and he throws it in the bucket. Right? You follow me so far? Mm-hmm. He's close to the bucket, and he can throw it at an angle so that it doesn't bounce straight back out. And he makes it look like it's easy. You with me so far? Yeah. Of course you guys are. Um, and then what he does is he hands a ball to you, like as a practice throw, and you throw it in the tub, and you make it. Why did you make it? Because there's already his ball in there deadening the tub of fun. So, and then he's like, all right, it's as easy as that. Here you go. And then he gives you, like, whatever, three balls to try it or something like that. Each time you throw it, without the ball in there deadening the, um, like, reflective property of the Tupperware tub, your ball bounces out. And the the, the Tupperware, it's so close to flat. I wonder if I can get a picture of it for the people. Again, tubs of fun. Um... Here we go.
1: But how? Why would he keep going once he got past like a hundred dollars?
3: Once you get past the value of the thing you're trying to win, don't you stop? The Xbox One Connect, no. which is like five, four hundred, five hundred bucks, don't you stop? It,
0: it looks like I said I gave a picture of you guys and I put it in the in the thing too. It looks like you can do that. It's a bucket, almost flat, but not quite flat. It seems yeah, but, like you'd be able to throw it in there.
1: But he was proven time and time again that he could not.
0: $2,600 he, $2, he spent. Well, that's why he's on Painkiller already, because he's stupid. He's stupid, stupid. And, a full and, and money
3: what increments was, was he paying $100 know, a throw here? This no, was like I think five it's like $10 bucks.
1: for three balls or he something. He was there
3: for hours.
1: Yeah, it's like $10 for three balls, maybe $5 for three balls. Like, that's the deal. Like, it's something like that. At some um, point, maybe
0: maybe to get the connect, the Xbox Connect, you have to, like, pay get all three in there. And he was getting ones and twos, really? and he's—he's—I'm making this up, oh. but, you know, he's gathering like stuffed animals along the way or something. And he was—eventually, tw- he's out his entire life savings, twenty-six hundred dollars. Oh yeah, we, they didn't
1: say the requirements, so like, yeah, I wonder how many balls he had to get in there to get this thing. Maybe he was getting—yeah, maybe he was getting close every time.
0: For an Xbox with Kinect, I imagine you've got to be something special.
1: Like five balls, maybe.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it could be. But, um,
1: maybe this guy got a couple of fours and just couldn't take the pressure.
0: This guy needs to watch painkill already, and I'll teach him what the scoop is. The game is a scam, and uh it's because of that so all those games are scams
3: either one, this guy carries his entire life savings around with him in cash constantly or Multiple times throughout his endeavor to try to get win this Xbox One Connect, he had to go to the ATM and drain his savings. And at no point in any of those trips did he think this is kind of dumb.
1: Why I don't know, you know how he get got that so much the- out of his savings? Yeah, like, I think bank- I
0: can only get like five hundred out. Five hundred
1: a day. And I had to bump it for that at my bank. Like it started at like three hundred.
0: Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I, I I was learning about all these Carney games. There's the one with the milk bottles. Mm-hmm. They're um, all
1: bullshit, man. You throw those rings trying to get them on the milk bottles. They're they're all bullshit.
0: The one where the uh you throw the the ball at the milk bottle. Yeah. <laughs> this is I, I'm trying to remember if I have it I'm either going to get this right or backwards. But what happens is the carny lines at the milk bottles and one of them is really heavy. So he puts the heavy one on top, hits the milk bottles, and they all fall easily. Nice. And then it's your turn. And he puts the heavy milk bottle on the bottom. And sure enough, you can never knock that last milk bottle off the table. And that's the deal. You have to knock them off the table, not just knock them to tip over. Mm. And uh, you think to yourself you can do it. And the Carney guy does it, yet something's wrong with you. What's wrong with you? He, he put the milk bottle in a different spot.
3: So the hero milk bottle or at least his hero milk bottle he always knows this one's the heavy one this one is forms the base when the mark is thrown it and when i want to show off i put it on top.
0: Ah. Exactly. Exactly. The um the basketball one, you know, that that one's one of the more winnable from what i understand, but Yeah. It, so. The ball is either slightly bigger or heavier and the the rim is bent so that from front to back it's narrower than you're used to. Mm. It's not a circle. It, they they, they, t- they smush it from front to back.
1: That's so shitty. Like, it's not enough that you paid to be there. Like, they can't just come, you know, pay out oh. some prizes.
0: And then, of, and then, of course, it's not, like, 10 feet high. They may get, like, 14 feet high. So it's farther, and it's smaller. And it's something and you've never uh,
1: practiced on before.
0: It, yeah, it's something you've never, yeah. You know, but there are people out there with the kind of skill that can land those shots, but I'm, that wouldn't be me. Yeah, I have a hard enough time hitting like a regulation foul shot, <laughs> let alone sinking <laughs> that monster like tiny rim, fifteen foot, you know, crazy shot. Right.
1: Yeah, that's Go shitty ahead. that they do that. I've, uh, I, I know I've won some stuff at those things before, but the one I, I can win—I I don't think you, you, I take it back. Nobody wins. I paid for a stuffed animal one time, and I got to throw some balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Along those lines, I, I guess I've won stuffed animals, but, but the one I used to like to win the most was the goldfish. They, that you'd put a, I think you'd have a ring in your hand, no, a ping pong ball, a ping pong ball, and there's a bunch of goldfish in um in little gold in little bowls yeah. with small openings. And if you can get the ball to land in the opening and not fly out, then uh, then you win. And it's like two dollars or something to enter. So it usually took me a try or two, let's say, for two dollars, four dollars, maybe even six dollars i 'd get a goldfish. But I happen to know they sell them for like twenty five twenty five cents as like feeder goldfish if you have like a shark or something that you 're trying to feed, and that 's all they are you know so even if you beat them every time, all you 've done is hurt their profit margins, but they 're still making a mm-hmm. profit, yeah. The, the prize in the goldfish thing is cheaper than the entry fee.
1: Well, I've seen it done so that you've got like, I don't know, imagine like a kiddie pool that circulates full of like these floating lily pads and uh, and there's the same scenario. You're trying to get the, the ping pong ball to go into like the bowl, but the bowls have like numbers on them that are assigned to prizes and some of them are actually decent prizes. But I would imagine that those bowls in particular are like cheated. Right. I don't. I almost <laughs> never play the games at places like that because they're,
3: they're they're bullshit. Yeah. There's the one where there's the wall of balloons. Wall of balloons, yeah. and you get darts, and you throw, and you break the dart, and you hope that the number behind it is like the big prize, but it never is. It's the shittiest of the shitty prizes. Mm-hmm. You're Like, oh man, <laughs> carnies, man, they got it down. They got it down, and they'll size you up, and they'll do whatever it takes to get you to walk on by and start handing over your money.
0: That I don't know uneducated, why uneducated toothless motherfucker has outsourced many though. people. Think about
1: think about how uh, what a ripoff arcades are. Like they could they could give you something better than those stupid fucking ticket prizes.
2: Like mm. come on, if,
1: if I was gonna if I opened an arcade, there'd be prizes worth having. Like if you went in there and you dropped hundred dollars, you might get a twenty-five dollar prize, like a legitimate one, like a cool prize. Mm-hmm. Like if if you roll up like one of those guys who's got the huge double armful of tickets because you've been raping skee ball for four hours, (laughs) man, you should go home with a DVD player at least, right? Like those things are cheap. He's Mm -hmm. been pumping quarters for hours.
3: Mm -hmm. Playing skee ball. He's gonna come
1: back. He's gonna come back. He loves skee ball. You know he is. Give him a fucking VCR. So give him or a DVD player.
3: Happy customers.
0: The key to a successful business. Which reminds me, it's time to pimp Patreon again
3: yeah you want to be a happy customer go to patreon.com slash pk there you not. go be a happy customer of painkiller already
1: what do you yep. think is the best bang for your buck uh patreon pledge value
0: we tried bang. to make them all even in terms of value i think the ones that will be the most popular are like the the five dollar tier
3: i think ten so, is pretty good ten dollar you get a you get a good you get a good a good amount
1: there they are. So they're in front of you. Um, I like the twenty-five-dollar one. Uh, I, th- I think uh, I think the twenty-five-dollar one because you get into the uh, the RSS feed, the midweek podcast, and all that stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So at five dollars, you get the show early. I think that'll be popular. Um, and then where's painkiller? Nearly? Oh, at twenty-five.
1: Yeah, yeah that's what I was saying. I, that, that's that's mine.
0: Let's and see, that says thirty minute, but there's a milestone that I think we passed. Yeah, that's going to be like coming in August. It to an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the the milestone. Here's how this works. We want to deliver this stuff like after you pay, because there's enough internet trolls out there that you know they'll just bump this up to twenty grand every month and then back we'll, out. We'll do
1: before twenty for the month and <laughs> yeah. get paid.
0: Yeah, like like we have to protect ourselves. So so we tend to deliver after payment, not before. Yeah, the thing
1: to keep in mind is everybody who pays for something's gonna get something. So some of you are gonna to get to come play some games with us. Apparently, that's gonna be interesting. Really?
0: Which, which level
3: s- is that? at? Is that it?
1: Um, let's see here. Fifty? No. Oh, Five
0: hundred. Two people
1: bought that. Yep.
3: All right. Just a just a reminder to everybody if you're so. a patron. Yeah, it,
1: I, I know Patreon has done a couple of little weird things and like miscalculated some they stuff occasionally.
0: It. Oh, well then. They fixed it all. I don't, yeah. I don't,
1: I don't have conf- confirmation, but uh, if I had to guess, then I'd say that two of these gentlemen are uh, are going to be playing some, yeah. play some video games with us. That'll whoever, be neat. Whoever they are.
0: Um, Just to be completely
3: yeah. sure if you're a patron, make sure to go to patreon.com, sign in, and make sure you are where you want to be. Uh, the end of the month is closing up uh, or closing in on us. And we don't, we don't want you to be unhappy because you think, Oh, I wanted to do this, but it charged me for that. So go make sure. Go make sure. If
2: in the,
1: uh, the, the month when you don't have your ringtone, you know, you're going to be mm-hmm. kicking yourself. So make sure you're there. <laughs> that ringtone's going to be fun to do. I'm going to enjoy that. I'm going <laughs> to, I think I'm going to, depending on how many there are, um, I may, I, like I said, I think I might have a half hour of studio time left at a, at a studio in Atlanta. I might go record them there, but I'm definitely going to do a good job at it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set up something so I'm not echoey or anything, and That's I'm how have I, fun with that.
0: So I have this. I, we've talked about this before. There, there's, a, there's a lower level tier where you can get like a ringtone or like a custom voicemail, and I have a feeling people are going to want them from Kyle. Like he, he's just the guy, right? The, the, I, I think they're going to want them from Kyle, and maybe second place lefty and last place me. But there's another one where they get a custom video where you can like ask the guy a question and have him get back to you or, or whatever. And I have a feeling that one might be me. And I want to do a really good job. Like I want to knock that one out of the park and you know give people exactly what they were hoping for. But we'll see. We'll see if anyone buys it. But um, yeah, and I don't know how I got on that. But Kyle looks, looks looking forward to doing the ringtones. I'm looking forward to doing the custom video. be fun. Mm-hmm. That I want to see.
3: And if you don't want to do Patreon, if you if you can't, you say you know uh, this again. This is additive stuff. We're not we're not taking anything away and putting it behind a paywall. Um, If you can't, uh, one thing you can do is if you have iTunes, go to the iTunes store, search "painkiller already." Is it not? Is that what it's under? The old branding.
0: Yep, yep. And I'll uh, I'll double check it. But go on.
3: Search "painkiller already" on the iTunes store and be able to subscribe or be sure to subscribe to the RSS feed and rate it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's painkiller already on the iTunes feed. Thanks. You'll see it. Pain. At the as we say this, there's a dog as the icon, but um, someday we'll get that updated. We're just waiting for iTunes to to notice that we fixed it.
3: Yeah, iTunes. I, I think that's like one of the only things that they actually host is those images, images. and it just it just <laughs> takes forever because they don't they don't host any of the audio because why would Apple be in charge of that? Um, so they they just it takes forever for that to update. I know ch- I changed the thumbnail on my, on my podcast <clears throat> lefty show on iTunes too. Uh, mm-hmm. And it, it took like, uh, I think it, ch- I think it changed back recently. What the fuck's going on here? I got to see it in the store. All right.
0: So uh, ask me anything questions. Some of these are from the Patreon too. Mm. Um, <laughs> this is the first one. What are your plans for the okay. rest of your life and how do you plan to make them happen? What are you doing today that will take you somewhere in the future, each host? What are your plans for the rest of your life and how do you plan to make them happen? What are you doing today that will take you there, each host? Well, Dan.
3: I don't have a <laughs> set plan for the rest of my life. I... Uh huh. Um... You know, so, so here's the thing. Do I... <clears throat> you,
1: you, you want to go first?
3: No, no, no. Go ahead. This is I. I gotta think. I
1: think I, I think I know my answer here because, um, I think I prescribe to the the notion of living each day. You know, like it's your last, but not in that crazy way where you would just like get naked and run around like pissing on stuff. Like <laughs> not literally, like it's the last day, but you know, enjoy every day. And so to do that, you have to enjoy what you're doing. So, the plan is just to do what I like to do every day and make that, and sort of make my uh, my vacation my vocation, like Mark Twain said.
2: Hmm.
3: Yeah, I'm the same way. I don't have every, I don't have like, you know, what am I going to do for the next 40 years of my life to get me to retirement? Like, I don't have that planned out, and I don't think I would want to plan that out. It, just for me, personally, what I like to do. But uh, as of right now, in the near term, I think I could make podcasting or producing podcasts a viable business and um whether it be selling ads against that or selling subscription stuff and i think investing in that investing the time and effort to perfect the craft and which i am doing uh i took woody's i took woody's criticism from last week tightened up the intro to the lefty show and uh been working on stuff like that and i think that will be something that can um that can be viable in carrying me for I don't know at least a couple of years. There's plenty of people that do it, so why can't why can't I? Why not me too? I mean, also ran.
0: <laughs> what about you, Woody? Um, I'm looking at. Let me f- read the phrasing again. What are your plans for the rest of your life? That's a big question. And how do you plan to make them happen? What are you doing today that will take you somewhere in the future?
3: <laughs> That's like three questions, by the way. How much did I know, right? Pay? And
0: then each host. <laughs> so, um. I don't know. It, it goes... Uh, so let's see. A lot of my plans are about scheduling other people, right? I tend to get my daughter through college and then cast her on her way. Marry her off to some dude. um, Or chick. I don't care. Just not me. Um, That's a thing. Colin, total question mark. Uh, I had... <laughs> this is a thought I had today which tells you what a question mark this is. We still dream of Colin... Colin's smart, but it's hard to succeed in school when he doesn't understand everything you say and when he can't tell you everything he's thinking. Um, but he's not like aside from his like the communication barrier, he can learn as well as anybody else. It, he's equivalent to maybe like a Japanese exchange student. Not dumb, just struggling in school right now because he doesn't know the language. Um, so that, that's where he is. If he doesn't get on course... And, you know, go to college and stuff. Like, we dream of him happening. I don't know what happens next, but I had this dream today. What if I bought a sailboat and took, like, hypothetical 21-year-old Colin sailing across the Atlantic and had some sort of dad Colin adventure time and while that's not a plan for life, it would be a thing, you know, that, that like a shared passion that we went and did a thing. And you think to yourself, but Woody, you don't know how to sail. Well, that's easy to fix. I'll learn how to sail. You get seasick. Well, I was just learning that marijuana fixes seasickness, so I will get high as a kite, grab my son, and sail across the ocean.
3: That is not can at I, all a recipe for I disaster.
1: <laughs> you want to come? Wait, there's a there's a thirty-something uh, foot. Let me. How long's my boat? Hang on.
3: Is this the SS YouTube Money?
1: Um, it says Santa Maria on the side. Your but...
0: timing's all wrong. He's eleven. I'm not going to keep your boat in a slip until he's 21.
1: Yeah, there's an 82, there's a 1982 San Juan 34-footer uh, down in Florida with your name on it. It's five hundred dollars Would you say 21.5? dollars 23.5. dollars
0: interested yacht buyers out there. 23.5. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I hope I get rid of that fucking thing I, It is the bane of my existence <laughs> <laughs> I should explain why I bought the boat it 's kind of a funny story so um uh white boy and uh, i were, were looking for an investment, and um at the time the real estate market was really, really bad. This is about three years ago, and the investment idea was to sink like. I think it was $50,000 each, but it might have been 25, but I think it was 50. Um It might have been 25. It was 25. I think it was to sink $25,000 each into a like moderately priced home in Florida that could be kind of a vacation home that we could go to and hang out, you know, like a two bedroom decent thing. And we found one. It was a it was like 3 blocks from the beach, nice little brick house. It was cool. And uh, the idea was to buy this thing as sort of a vacation house and also as kind of investment. So when the market turned around, we'd sell it. And well, last, why Florida? Um, why Florida? It was, it was particularly good. The, the real estate market was particularly good. and it oh, was a vacation. Was tax thing? Oh, that, um, that too. Also, you don't have to pay state income tax in Florida. So any time you spend it that residence throughout the year, well, um, there was no state income tax paid. So you could you could get out of like half your state income tax by claiming it as a residence. So it it was two pronged attack. Anyway, last minute white boy backs out, and I'm like, well, what the fuck? I was I'm all geared up for this trip, you know. I'm packed. I got my I got my friends with me. Got my you know I got my got my got my money. Uh, what the well, what the hell am I gonna do here? So I was like, someone came up with a bright idea bright idea of just getting a yacht
0: because you said, can still so, establish your residence on a yacht
1: on a yacht, if it has certain requirements, and those are sleeping quarters, um, a bathroom, um, a kitchen, Uh, it has to be certain dimensions, it has to have certain things that a home has, and at that point, it's a residence. So, same thing, you know, you get out of half your state income tax by living in that boat half the year. Anytime you spend in that, no state income tax. Um, And, you know, spend as much time in it as possible, obviously. And, um... So long story short, I sold the thing one time like seven miles up the St. John's, parked that motherfucker, went back one more time about a year ago and looked at it, and that's my boating experience. Never have used it. <laughs> it just it, it, the, my, my slip fees are like 400 bucks a month. I just want it gone. I just want it gone so bad. Such a... It, never, ever, ever buy a boat. Don't buy a boat. <laughs> any boat, for any reason. Unless you have five million dollars to blow, don't buy a thirty thousand dollar boat. Don't get a boat. It's just <laughs> a, it, it's a compl- it's it's burning money. It's burning What's the
0: money. cliche? If it floats, flies, or fucks, you rent it. Rent it.
1: And the other one is, you know, the the, the best two days uh, of about boat ownership or whatever. I'm, I'm butchering it, but you know, the day you buy it and the day you sell it.
2: Yeah. And yeah. it's totally
1: gonna be true because the day mm-hmm. I bought it, super jacked. sailed up that river, had a great time. In my boat motherfucker take a look at me and mm-hmm. now I'm just like I wish the meteorite would hit that thing <laughs> <laughs> would you tell the story of
0: the of the sail
1: oh my god so, okay so I'd never been in a sailboat before like my boating experience is like nothing like it's literally like when I was a kid I got in a bass boat with my with a, with a friend uh, for an hour um, and then another time I got my dad's friend's bass boat for 10 minutes that's my total boating experience up to this point so we buy the boat and we have to sell it, sail it from the, from the place we bought it from to the place where I'm going to keep it in the, you know while I'm back home, because obviously I don't live near there. And so um, so we're sailing this thing. My friend is running the sales. He has some sailing experience, but I'm not sure how much at this point. I have none, of course. And he, he teaches me how to sail. And basically, it's like this. you, you sort of sail in zigzags. Shifting the, shifting the sail from left and right, going left to right, and uh, it's kind of hard to explain, but there's a lot of operating of sails and ropes that has to be done on a fairly regular biz, uh, um, interval. And the tighter those sails are, the, more, the faster you'll go. And the, and the tighter that my steering is, the faster we'll go. It's kind of a racing boat. It's got a racing hull, I'm told. I don't know anything about boats. So we're sailing the seven miles up the St. John's, but it's a slow fucking boat. I mean, it's a sailboat. And we were coming up on this really uh, tall bridge, and there's only one point in the bridge that you can go under it. There's one, because my mast is like 50-something feet, um, there's only one place I can go under this bridge, and it's, it's right here, and it's just wide enough for my boat, especially since I've never sailed a boat before, and I'm tr- going to be driving through this little hole.
0: Well, no, we... The guy that knows how to sail, can I use his name? No. Okay. Um <laughs> he turns out to be quite the sailor. He knows what everything is called, he's he's working it. And then you then you see another sailboat.
1: Then we see the other sailboat coming. And this is not like my sailboat. My sailboat's okay. This boat is like a yacht. This this guy has a crew of three running his sails, and they're wearing like ascots and like cat and these little hats. And the captain Matching wearing,
0: sail uniforms.
1: Yes. The captain is wearing like uh like a captain's hat, like a like a like a white JFK type hat. Like <laughs> he's the fucking captain. And what your sailor guys, look like? Oh, he's a portly fellow. I'm gonna say about five foot eight, five foot <laughs> nine, two hundred and fifty pounds on a good day. Uh huh. <laughs> Quite out of shape, um, and slow on his feet. <clears throat> and so uh and, and so I'm and, and it's, he's he's like those motherfuckers they they they're gaining on us and then I looked and they were running their ropes hard like they were trying to catch us and take the bridge and they were signaling that they wanted the bridge with the flag or whatever and I was like well let's just you know slow down spill this wind out of our sails let them pass you know they they signaled it whatever he's like I already signaled and they saw it <laughs> <And they're> like <laughs> All right, well, fuck it, you know. Uh, we, we're not really sailors here. We're, let's just let Captain Ahab go on, and it'll all be good. He's like, nah, fuck that shit. Fuck him. Fuck <laughs> him. And he starts run- he, he He's like, just don't miss. Don't miss. Don't miss in your zigzags or whatever. And I'm like, all right. so Because my job is to kind of turn the boat so sharply that it goes almost to the point where it's going to tip over, but it doesn't quite tip over. I'm trying to break as little, as little water as possible. And... um. And so I did my part, and he busted his ass so fucking hard running these ropes. Just both hands, moved, like no gloves, just, just like running these big-ass fucking ropes as fast as he could. Ropes are squeaking, like ropes are groaning. He's tightening them so tight when he gets to the end of it, just huffing and puffing, sweating. His face is completely scarlet red, and he beat <laughs> those motherfuckers to that bridge. That boat was running like 14 or 15 knots. I'd never seen it above 8. <laughs> and those guys were scratching their heads, like, "What the fuck just happened?" Because they were in like a $180,000 boat. I
0: wish everyone could see him. I, I can just picture him with his head. It's just his big, fat, cherry red Santa Claus cheeks running the damn ropes, going uh, taking the boat up as fast as it would go.
1: Fast as it, fast that's as fast as that boat ever went. It was uh, it was it was like when, when this baby hits 88 miles an hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. <laughs> <laughs> fast, especially in a sailboat. It was, it, was, it was impressive to me at the time. And those guys, those guys uh, couldn't catch us, which is funny. They, they were gaining on us for a long time. And then we, like, matched their speed. And it, it, was, it was cool to see.
3: Awesome. Um, do we have any more questions from the uh, from the Patrons. Let me see. Let I let me want to get some it, advice right? questions. Let us live your life for you. Let us tell you how to live your life, what to do in a certain <laughs> situation, because we would never, ever steer you wrong, unless it was funny.
0: Um, then you're being a typical wrong. day in the life of each of the hosts. Huh. <laughs>
1: um, today I... Uh... I don't have typical days. All my days are different. But so I'll just tell you what to, I did today. Uh, I couldn't sleep. Uh, I woke up at like, I don't know. Let's call it three in the morning, and went ahead and got up. Uh, made myself a uh, scrambled egg sandwich, watched some uh, videos for a while on the internet, messed around on Reddit. Whenever the sun came up, I, uh, I worked out, took a shower. Um, Went and uh, paid all my bills and uh, went to the pharmacy. Then I went and practiced shooting for a while, set a couple of rifle scopes, talked to my dad for about two hours, and then I came back here and took a nap for an hour and a half and got on the show.
3: Hmm. I wake up. Um, first thing I do is grab a cup of coffee, cruise... Uh, cruise Reddit and other news sites looking for stuff, uh, for my podcast and just trying to think about <clears throat> as best, the closest approximation I can think of is comedy bits or just routines, um, for, to, to kick off the show, just things that I did that I can spin into something larger. And then, uh, and then I do the show, um, usually about an hour, a little, a little over an hour. And then, uh. I set that to render, I upload, you know, get all the RSS feed stuff done. Then if I have anything else, any gaming content for YouTube that I had recorded, I edit that and set it to batch render while I work out and upload in the between. And um, usually after that, it's time to either, um, I don't know, go get something to eat. Usually this is around 3, 4 o'clock. Get ready to go get some dinner or something or um, or play some more games or record some stuff.
0: Hmm. Like, Kyle, I feel like I don't have a typical day, although even as I just, like, okay, I'll wake up. The first thing I immediately do is is check to see if WoodyCraft is running. Like, uh, you know, we restart pretty much every machine between around 2 a.m. and, like, 5.45 a.m. We stagger it. And uh, I just want to make sure that every one of them came up okay, like it was supposed to, etc. Uh, if Woodycraft is running all right, uh, I'll take Hope to school in the morning, and uh, and then you know come back from there and start work. I usually have a little window where I can still talk to my Australian uh, sysadmin and you know hook up with him, uh, if possible, set him going in some direction, like hey, here's a neat thing we need to fix. It feels like every day there's some sort of crisis. You know, someone has discovered like a duplication glitch. Someone has discovered, I don't know, some economy-breaking thing or like a. I don't know, Just recently, uh, there were super effective cannons on factions, which made it kind of imbalanced. You know, so we made it so that like if you shoot sand at a fort and it goes above a certain limit, then it doesn't land as sand fix a certain kind of corner cannon. Um, I could go on, but but typically there's something about WoodyCraft that needs to be adjusted, and I'll, I'll want to set him in that direction and assign him his top priority. Um, then there's there's new stuff. We we talked to developers. I've got three games in progress going right now. Um, I've got a new website, two new websites coming online. We're talking about opening another game that's not Minecraft and just sort of expanding the gaming server enterprise that I've got started. And um, and that sort of thing. Uh, it seems like every day there's bills to pay or people to pay, and um, you know that that takes a little bit of time. I'll cruise Reddit. I look for topics for painkiller already throughout the week. Um, but to stay on top of that. You know, like if, I look at the Patreon a couple times a day just to make to see if anyone's hazing us or whatever. I'm under attack. It feels like. Um, remember Dana White one time was like, every day I wake up. And there's bad news. I just wake up and deal with shit every day, all day. <laughs> and uh, that's kind of how I feel too. Like uh, every day, like a, th- there could be a dupe glitch, there could be a DDoS attack, there could be like you know something. Um, recently, one of like the problems
1: other, that the Star Trek Enterprise will encounter.
0: <laughs> recently, one of the other server owners wrote me and said that like there was a guy who had the ability to corrupt any world. It's like, ah, so I, you know, I preemptively banned him and every username that he's ever used so that he can't get on our server anymore, I hope. um, You know, that kind of thing, like protect myself against some sort of hackers and attackers. Um, uh, I mean, I'm trying to think... Uh, Yesterday we had a bad network cable on one of our machines. A couple days ago we had a bad network cable again. I have this idea that my data center takes these freaking network cables and they're like, well, this one sucks and they put it in a pile and then they grab from that pile as they replace. Oh, here, I'll grab this one. I'm like, I need a cable that's known good. Take it out of the wrapping and use that one. Um, so uh, it just seems like every day it's kind of whack a mole with issues. It's a mix between whack a mole with issues. And, um, you know, planning new things like websites, our next game mode for Minecraft, our next game mode that's not Minecraft, and our next website, things like that, and paying people. And uh, if it's Friday, I try to make a video. I try to make a video every Friday, and I haven't done it in weeks. But, um, but that's the idea. Uh, PKA Plays actually isn't too time-consuming. On Sundays, we typically play that. And then I'll have, whatever, like three or four videos to upload. I still have my last one. I want to Upload. see your new
1: video series, Thunder Cavs, with Woody's Gamer Tag. <laughs> <laughs> Before
0: I strap on a backpack and do walks like wings? Yes. Um, <laughs> I wonder if people would want that. But, uh... Um, yeah, that's my day. I feel like that was all Woodycraft-centric, but I guess that's that's kind of the life I live now. Yeah. Um, like, what do you
1: have for lunch?
0: <laughs> lunch? Like, I swear, I just keep working and it, and it gets delivered by the door. Like, Jackie will just show up, put food in front of me, and I... I sort of eat and type at the same time, and dinner works the same way. Like a (laughs) prisoner.
1: (laughs) You know, even let the slaves go to, like, some, you know, back to the slave house to eat.
0: I enjoy it, though. Like, I'm kind of proud of of what we've got going on at Woodycraft. Makes me feel good about me. Like, I did something that not everyone can do. And, um, you know, so so there's some enjoyment in that. Well, you got uh, me to
1: enjoy Minecraft, which was pretty impressive. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, that uh, that game mode, survival game, is one of our most popular. It's running like a top right now. I, it, it was real popular, and I I had like four thousand dollars worth of CPUs overnighted into the data center so that we could handle all the capacity. We've got like thirty two cores running all those things. It's it's insane. But now that now it runs great, so. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's expenses, but it's, also, it's exciting, too. It's That's amazing. awesome. But yeah, I, I, it sounded like a WoodyCraft advertisement. It wasn't. It was more of a bitch session. <laughs> All day, every can, day. Can playing... I
3: talk for 10, 20 minutes about how I do the Lefty Show, which you can <laughs> find on iTunes, too? Oh, my God. Can I do, you, can you can can I do that?
0: Do. WoodyCraft doesn't compete with this podcast.
3: The Lefty Show doesn't compete with this podcast, either. People find time for both.
0: Sure it does. I
1: mean, it's, it's in the same bracket. It competes.
3: Yeah, they're in the me.
1: same fucking category.
3: I was there first, or well, you were there first, but then you abandoned it, and I, I took up the cause. <laughs> you guys get out. You guys go to education or something. Let's get. Let's go to education. Let's All take right. the show to education or weather. Or what what weird? I don't even
0: know be? what the other ones are. Um,
3: games and hobbies. Games and hard. hobbies. Who, what the fuck do people talk about in games and hobbies? Who could really be doing that? Oh shit! An NPR show. Never mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, have you ever heard of the Moth as a podcast? Speaking of competing podcasts, no. Oh, they tell them. stories. They're good. I like them.
1: Interesting. Yeah. I've been watching YouTube videos of like storytelling sessions, like, uh, and those are really good.
0: I spent like a whole night watching um, bullies get beat up. It's my favorite corner of YouTube.
1: I told you. I told oh, you about like
0: it. It's so wonderful. And uh, dude, I, I sit there and I. Like, I really analyze it. Like, usually there's like some one big punch or a combo, and uh, it's the loser's footwork almost every time. These guys sit there with their feet, like, in a straight line to their opponent's shoulders to where they can't go backwards anymore. That's the reason Weidman knocked out Silva. It's the reason half of these bullies lose. It's not their head movement. They try to move their head, but then they get caught because they can't take a step back because their footwork is dreadful. It's. You watch any bully video, and I almost guarantee you, the guy that gets knocked out has his feet squarely underneath his shoulders, and he's square against his opponent, and he's just begging for that knockout. Oh, my God. I I, I would get into a fight every day if my opponent promised to use that footwork. It'd be no problem whatsoever. <laughs> Woody,
3: Woody would proudly beat up middle school bullies to every single day if they had <laughs> shitty footwork. I fuck, would like that. Footwork.
0: I but, wish that was a service. That, 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 I would ditch Woody Kraft, if beating up middle school bullies was a viable career, <laughs> if I could just like take mo- like this motherfucker right here, oh, yeah, he's really tough. He's got a beard and everything. Right, he's adorable. I got this.
1: <laughs> you ever see that scene in Bad Santa where Billy Bob Thornton beats that kid's ass?
0: No. No.
1: So okay, so on the on the subreddit they were requesting some sort of Kyle's like movie club, and that sounds really complicated, but. <clears throat> Bad Santa is, is on Netflix Instant right now. Go watch Bad Santa with Billy Bob Thornton. It's excellent. It's excellent. Really? And, uh, yeah. There's a part where he beats up a child with his fists for bullying another child, and it's great. Oh,
0: that's the best reason to beat up
1: somebody. He, he's like he's an alcoholic Santa who robs malls with the help of his midget accomplice. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> Uh
1: it's uh, it's a it, John Ritter's in it. He plays like the mall manager or something like that and um um uh, Bernie Max in it. He's like the mall security guard. It's really good.
3: Oh, it's cool. Is it a movie you can watch outside of Christmas or do you do you want to watch yeah, it around Christmas? Yeah. time you don't
1: need the it, it's it's not a holiday movie. There's uh. it's it's rated very R. There's um Really? There's one scene where Billy Bob Thornton, it, you know, he's the mall Santa, but he's an alcoholic and he's always pissing himself and stuff. <laughs> and he has a fetish for, like, big and tall women. And John Ritter, like, is walking by the big and tall women's dressing room and, like, hears some noises. And when he goes back there, uh, Billy Bob Thornton is fucking some fat lady in the ass in the in the uh, dressing room. Now, how
0: can you and tell it's in the ass?
1: I'm getting there because um, <laughs> because she's moaning really loud and you can, like, see their feet and, like, how their feet are positioned. And he says, quote, You ain't gonna shit right for a week. Oh, boy. (laughs) And so then, like, John Ritter has to go to uh, Bernie Mac's character, and he has to explain this thing, and he's like, and he said, you ain't gonna S-H-I-T right for a week. And Bernie Mac's like, mmm,
3: anal fornication.
1: Mm." (laughs) (laughs) Big tall women. Mm, I don't know about all this. And it's just, it's great. Like, like, like the the, the, the midget is totally, like, a good crook, and he's trying to stay under the radar, because he plays Santa's elf. Like that's how they infiltrate the malls, and that you know at the at on Christmas uh, Eve every night, every year they rob a different like major shopping mall because they've got all that cash, uh you know from the Christmas shopping season piled up in the in the vault. So that's the premise of the movie. It's really good, and he's just a dark, dark motherfucker. Like he's just super depressed, alcoholic. Great, it's great though. Great movie. Watch that.
0: Bad Santa, huh? Bad Santa huh
1: he's got this little kid in it that it, it's a really good it's a really funny movie it's one of I, my favorite Billy Bob thornton movies for sure.
0: I saw this question and i um didn't immediately have it what's your favorite p k a moment?
1: I thought it was pretty cool when wing smashed that door that time
3: that's yeah, a good one that was uh, that was nice you know what I really
0: enjoyed I, 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 I maybe I'm getting nostalgic over this one episode, but when p k a dan came on and told us about his uh his now ex wife and you know the the facebook affair thing that she had, and then in particular the moment was when we were trying to convince him to go to to release that cop's details and ruin his life uh, that persponif- personifies the the justice that p k a is all about I'd have didn't done we it
1: do that though did we
0: we didn't. We should have. Mm. We should have made him famous. I don't I, know. If you, Dan, if you're watching this, it's still a service I offer. I swear to God, I, don't I would know if put it was that guy shoot on the internet. <sighs> fuck that guy. That guy knew she was married, and he's married. Oh he yeah. Broke, he's
2: married. That's Dan right. has
0: four daughters. Mm. Four daughters, and he he broke up that marriage. Now Dan's in a better spot. Whatever, whatever. But fuck that guy. He didn't care that Jen was a bitch. He just wanted to see her boobies. I, yeah, no, no, no. That That's PKA justice, baby. We've released many a phone number. If
2: you <laughs> call us or whatever,
0: <laughs> your phone number's coming out. It's how we do business around here. And uh, if Dan ever changes his mind and wants to put that cop's details out on the internet, it's a service I provide. That... that, that that still, even though he said no, I, I like to think that the, that was such a great episode. And if I could pick a moment from it, uh, trying to talk him into getting his justice was one of
1: my favorites. All right, that, that was pretty. That was a pretty good one, I guess. Looking back, I, I think I think I'm I'm not sure if we should have done it or not.
0: I, I yeah I think we should have. Well, I, I mean, I, I we just... should have absolutely done it. The guy the guy is terrible.
1: Yeah, you're right. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. I've forgotten he, some of the details.
0: He knew what he was doing, you know, and, and uh, yeah. And, I don't know. The, the, Jen was more attached to him than Dan, and she never even met him in real life, as far as we know. Um, yeah. Anyway, Lefty, Wait. favorite PK moment? <sighs> I th-
3: It's uh, like a single moment, not like a show. Single moment.
0: Mm-hmm. It, that's what the question was. Favorite PKA moment?
3: Oh, there's been a few things that, that almost had, or had many people laughing hysterically, almost in tears. Um, <laughs> it's got to be left to right.
0: <laughs> Another yeah. wings moment, left or right, yeah. he would
1: bang Jackie.
3: Yeah, and it's just he, it was, it was funny because it was completely foreign to him the notion that like the that of it was inappropriate, <laughs> and that was to me the funniest part. That was the that was the hilarity of the whole bit. Yeah, was right. like what well, was wrong? What's wrong with that? We're like, no, <laughs> you don't understand. Like, uh, uh. Uh. yeah, that was uh, that was really good. I all think, right, should we uh, should we wrap the show there?
1: Yeah, I gotta pee really bad, and I've been holding it because I didn't want to abandon you too.
3: I
0: blame <laughs> Joe Lozon. <laughs> <laughs>
3: all right, all right, PK, all right. what is it? One eighty nine. One eighty nine. Patreon.com/slash/PK. Check out our sponsors
0: description. Bye bye. Yep.